Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Just listening to broadcasters. It's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. I hear you on the realize how vulgar our intro song really is it's pretty bad man push and sven they got some potty mouse on them <laughs> like sometimes people are tuning in for the first time and i always play that first you know and i'm thinking maybe i ought not do that they got kids and they don't know yet you know if they're if you're a first time listener you might not know to get the kids out of the room before before they start dropping ought not do that mrfers and uh Everything else in that song. I thought it was all just implied. <laughs> it's all there, man. It's uh, just implied. <laughs> I got to put a disclaimer up on the site. I'm going to keep doing that. Hey, welcome to the Sunday show, everybody. Good to be back in the studio after uh, a couple weeks away. I think we only missed one show. Just one week, yeah. Uh, but we haven't been in here in a while, and uh, it's good to be back. Let's just uh, let's get this out of the way right now. Burning Man was awful. <laughs> it sucked. Nobody go. And I don't think I don't recommend that uh, for anybody. It's a miserable time. I apologize. We missed a week for such an awful, <laughs> awful experience. Am I right, Doc? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm barely coming back to life. Still, it takes. There's a long recovery period that I wasn't aware of. I knew that there'd be a little burnout. couple of days, a little burnout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really depressed. Yeah, I can get that way. Well, your your whole time clock's all screwed up. You're partying all night, sleeping in the day, and yeah, now you're back in the real world. I don't like the real world at all. Yeah. Actually, the real world is very depressing. I've been lonely all week. Yep, I know. <laughs> Gets that way. There's been no. Uh, I'm seeing any naked people walk by. <laughs> Let me tell you, humans in the house. I mean, he hasn't been. Uh, he hasn't gone streaking down no. to the gymnasium. Not yet. Uh, just to set it straight, uh, Justin had a great time. Anyway. <laughs> I hated every second of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw more naked people at Burning Man than any one person should see in an entire lifetime. 
<laughs> I just kind of get immune to it where I don't even notice anymore. Well, I did too. After a couple of days, you do get, you just, it's kind of like, oh, there's another naked person. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, I saw some things. I saw all kinds of things <laughs> <man>. <laughs> that, uh, you know, shouldn't even be talked about. <laughs> but, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, people are clamoring for stories here. Yeah, I don't have any stories. Well, Doc's riding around. He's trying to find a, there's a, there was a listener who emailed him. And he's like, hey, let's go find this listener. He said he's going to be here. And I'm thinking. In 40,000 people? Well, he told me where he was going to be. They have, everybody has an address out there. Actually, it's a, oh, it's yeah, a real yeah, yeah. city. It's huge. But I'm going, Doc, I don't want anyone to see me like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we never found the guy. I was really thankful for that. Oh, no, he came by. Oh, he did? That was the guy that found us oh, the last day. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah, he oh, found right. us. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's right. Now I remember that. It's all coming back. Uh, oh, I hope I wasn't... I uh, hope I had my clothes on. No, you're fine. <laughs> That's good. That was, mean, that was mean Doc was on the same level as you, so you can't really trust that advice, probably. Yeah, it's true. That's right. We did meet. He was a nice guy. Yeah. From uh, Pittsburgh or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, maybe we'll get into... North Philly, Philly, I think. Talk about it later, I suppose. We got things to get to. We got a great show planned for you today. Uh, it is our GABF giveaway today. We are sure giving is. away the trip. Uh, it's been going on since since when? July, JP? July 2nd, my friend. It's July 2nd we've been doing this. We've got your names all here. Uh, if you've bought White Labs yeast from Beer, Beer, and More Beer, then uh, you are in the running. Or if you were one of our uh, registered winners on any of the shows that we've done since July 2nd, then uh, your name is in the uh, proverbial hat, and we're drawing the winner today. It's pretty exciting. I mean, someone's going to be happy. I'm happy. We're talking uh, flight, hotel, tickets. Beer. Of course, all the beer you can drink once you're in there. Believe me, it's dinner with more than you can drink. No, we actually the week you were gone, we decided that it's dinner with you, JP. No, it's dinner with Chris Graham. No, Chris is just picking up the tab. Yeah, you, you. no, this uh, it, it was all this, planned. This guy, this person doesn't want to have dinner with me. That's why we're making him have dinner with you. Yeah, they and don't need. Got to be a downside to every story. In yeah. fact, he's he's bunking with you <laughs> and dinner with you, and has to spend pretty much the entire week with you. <laughs> We figured the giveaway can't be all great. We have to uh, piss on it a little bit. Email me in if you want me to remove your name from the running. Because, <laughs> yes, you get to go, but you got to hang out with JP. Yeah. So uh, excited about doing that. Chris Graham and I think Olin Schultz. Make of, a rare uh, appearance. Beer, beer, more beer. They've, uh, I think they're both going to come in. I tried to get Mike White to come in here. Uh, Chris White's gone in San Diego, but uh, I don't know if he's going to make it. He says he's going to try. Got some family things happening, but thought it'd be cool to have a couple of the sponsors in here. You yeah, know? definitely. I'm excited. Olin, Olin's like the, the, the Willy Wonka of the of more beer. He's very rarely seen in public. Right? Yeah, it's and true. And whenever it is, it's a big deal. So that's yeah. kind of cool. In fact, he hasn't been on the show since the very first show. Yeah, was it the first show? First, yeah, yeah, the first show I think had beer, beer, more beer on, and Olin came in for that. Yeah, I think Olin, Chris, and Regan all came in for that. Uh, so he, that's been a long time since we since he's seen the studio. Yeah, so that's cool. We're gonna have them in here doing the giveaway with us, and um, we can kind of make fun of Chris Graham because he's a newlywed. Yeah, mm-hmm. got married the week we were away. So uh, we actually went to his wedding, too. We flew out of Burning Man, Yeah. went to a wedding, were in civilization for 24 hours, then flew back into the desert. Yeah, that was, was good. It's kind of weird. It was an adventure. Yeah. So that's cool. Chris Graham be here. We can make fun of him. I think he's bringing his new bride. Really? The lovely Amy. Cool. Amy Graham. Yeah. The new, the new Amy Graham. Is it hyphenated? Amy Gardner Graham. Yeah. 
I think it might be. Yeah. The good thing, I mean, you know, we'll find out. She doesn't have to change her initials. Yeah. Old G, you know, before and after. That's so. true. All her monogrammed stuff. You think that's why she chose Chris? Just, I think so. Uh, that was a plus. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the only reason you would choose Chris. Yeah. Trust me. Well, we'll get the scoop on them uh, when they get in here and find out that. That'd be cool. Thing. She's she's a blast, man. And the other thing I'm real excited about is uh, we've got a great guest uh, coming on the show in the next hour. Uh, his name's Dave Peacock. He's a brewmaster of uh, one of the Rock Bottom, Bre- uh, Rock Bottom <laughs> Breweries. I'm going to be doing that all night, Doug. I've been doing it all week. Still a bit slurry. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is static. (laughs) That's all I hear and see. Uh, Yeah, Dave Peacock's going to join us. Uh, Doc, you are going to get along with Dave great. Good. Because he's a bit of a deadhead. Nice. In our conversation, I'm trying to get brewing information out of him. All he wants to talk about is how... um, Oh, who's the band that you like that was... Uh, widespread? Yeah, that Widespread's in town. Uh, actually, I'm, I, I didn't want to tell you this. At GABF, Widespread's in town. Ah. So I'm afraid ah. we're going to lose you at night. You'll be with us during the day. We might lose you to Widespread at night. Possibly. <laughs> well, if Brindleson's there, yeah, yeah. I'm going with him. Right. But, or uh, who knows? To see how it goes with Dave Peacock tonight, you might end up going with Dave. So uh, he says he's doing GABF during the day and then uh, widespread at night. So we've got Dave Peacock. It's the um, He's a brewmaster at a brand-new rock bottom there in Colorado, and we'll find out all about that. We're also going to talk about designing recipes with him. He's got a culinary background, uh, so that's going to be kind of cool. Oh. He really li- he's, he enjoys being creative and designing recipes uh, based on his culinary background. He's going to talk to us about how to do that. And also, he's really big into uh, cast conditioning and Great. cast condition real ales. So we're going to talk about those couple of things with him, plus his history and the company and the whole thing. I'm real curious about Rock Bottom because it's one of those chain breweries. Yeah. And I, I, I got a lot of questions just about how that dynamic works when you're a brewmaster and... Um, you know, if the beer is supposed to be the same in every place or if it's allowed to be different. No, I actually talked to the Rock Bottom guys about that. Yeah. I'm always curious about, you know, what what the down low is on each uh, brewery, whether they give you, you know, hands off or... Right. He says that basically most of them, they give them free reign. They have recipes and they have to keep a certain yellow beer and a brown beer on, I see. on tap. And they kind of let them do it their own way. Okay. Also, I think they let them have a couple of taps to... Play they want, yeah. All right. Well, well, you can scratch that off the list of questions for, uh, yeah. for this guy yeah. then. Thanks, Thanks Doc. Doc. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, that, we'll was, find that was out, about uh, 20 minutes of the show gone. Sorry. <laughs> we'll find out all the details uh, from Dave himself, and uh, that's coming up about uh, 545. I'm hoping to get to that. And we'll interview him for an uh, hour and a half or so. So get your questions ready. As always, 888-401-BEER. That's where you can reach us, 888-401-BEER. Or you can join JP in the chat room by hitting the Chat Now button right there on the main page. When you do it, just enter yourself a username. Do not register. Do not enter a password. Just type in any old name and enter the chat room, and you can send JP questions. He'll send them to me. I'll ask them to Dave, et cetera, et cetera. So that's how you're going to get your questions in. Get them ready now, because I think we'll only have them for uh, an hour and a half or so, uh, and then we got to get to our giveaway which is later on in the show. So really exciting stuff today. We're also going to uh, register two more people in for the drawing. That's right. Yeah, we figured why the hell not. You know, just some last minute entries. Get a couple last minute entries in there. We'll put two more names in the hat. And, uh, so if you, if you haven't entered or you just want to increase your chances, then we're going to do that for you today too. And that's going to be, uh, pretty fun. So looking forward to it. We didn't get like a Vanna White or anything in here to do the drawing. 
Remember, wait, still waiting for that intern. Yeah. yeah. Well, school's school's back in session, I think, here real soon. So maybe we can get ourselves an intern. Let's get Chad in here. I need a beer. Uh, no Chad this week. Oh. Yeah, Chad's uh, back on the East Coast, actually. What am I going to do for a beer, Chad? Yeah, we have to get Schumann to fill in for Chad tonight, I think. So, yeah, Chad's had a, a family thing going on, so he's visiting with his family. But I will say this, Chad is the one who booked us tonight's guest, even while he was away. Wow. So, uh, getting some work done. I had a, in the, when we get to the feedback, I haven't decided if I'm really going to read it yet. I had a real nasty one. And, and basically somebody said, fire Shat. <laughs> he goes, fire Shat, we all know he doesn't do anything and he's worthless. It was something like that. Maybe I'll read it. We'll That's do. not nice. I didn't think that was very nice he's at not all. not worthless. No. I mean, he's not worth full. No. But he's certainly not he's, worth He's less. worth medium. <laughs> yeah. He's about worth medium. So... Yeah, maybe I'll read that email. I don't know. I'll let you guys decide if you want to hear all that. It was pretty bad. What else do I got here? You can contact Chad, or Shat, as we like to call him, by emailing him chad, C-H-A-D, at thebrewingnetwork.com. If you have any uh, suggestions or uh, things you need to get through to us, you can email that to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. Or you can send it to me, of course, justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can get JP, JP at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can get Doc... Doc at thebrewingnetwork.com. You know, just pick a name. You know, send it to whoever you want. Uh, Doc's usually pretty good about getting back to people, aren't you, Doc? Yeah, it depends on when you hit me with it, but yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, how's the, uh, how's the family with you now that you're, you know, you were gone for a week? Oh, it wasn't bad at all. No? That was uh, probably the best re-entry I've had. Really? Yeah. That's good. (laughs) So you didn't have too much hell to pay. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Hey, that's the price you pay. A little friction coming in, but not bad. Your mother-in-law was in town when you Actually, got she back. helped. That, really? Yeah, she kind of buffered things a little bit. See, that's great. I would have thought the opposite. I would have thought, you know. No, first thing she asked me was, did you have a good time? Oh, great. Oh, yeah. She asked me that, too, actually. She was there outside when we were pulling in. She asked me if I had a good time. I was like, no, that place sucked. <laughs> I'm glad to be home. Yeah, I'll let you know more thoroughly next year. Yeah. I need a shower and... uh and so, Man, I walked around. I had a constant supply of hand sanitizer on me. It saved my life. Oh, it, Always in you the were pocket. so bad. If someone told a dirty joke, you reached for the hand sanitizer. <laughs> it's true. So there's this, I will say, that I know we're going to tell some stories later, I guess, but there was a bar there. The people set up bars, and oh. so I was happy about that. And But you don't really pay for anything at Burning Man. No, you don't. So the way you got a beer was to go tell a joke. You tell them a joke, you, they give you a beer. Yeah, that, that was uh, it's great. Bars. Imagine if life was like that. You know, I agree. Didn't have to be a good joke. It didn't, but it did take me twenty minutes to come up with a joke that was uh, decent enough to tell. <laughs> I mean, you're surrounded by hippies, yeah, and everything I got is like a pedophile joke or uh, you know, awful jokes. It took me twenty minutes to come up with something clean, and even then, it really wasn't all that clean. <laughs> you got your beer, but I got my beer. That's all that matters, man. It was an awful beer. There wasn't good beer there, except was, for what we brought. It was a clean joke, but a dirty beer. Yeah, it was real bad. Doc brought like 30 gallons of beer, though, or some ridiculous yeah. thing. Went through almost all of it, plus a lot of bottles of things. Yeah, we brought a bunch of Belgians. and There was another homebrew camp there. That was kind of cool. There's a few of them, but we, we found one. Oh, there was more there's, than the one? Yeah, there's oh. several. But uh, Hey, weren't we supposed to go to like a big homebrew event there? Yeah, on Wednesday night, but we were all hurting. I see. Yeah, so we weren't done hurting. <laughs> uh, but I thought that was cool that you could just trade jokes for beer and stuff. But yeah, for the most part, our, our I mean, our beer was definitely the best beer we had. Yeah, and by ours, of course, I mean Doc's. Uh, <laughs> that and the 
the bottles that we brought. Brought some sour beers with us. That was good. Yeah, very nice. So, all right. Do I have any other announcements here? Of course, the Jamil and John Palmer book, Brewing Classic Styles, now available in our store. We're going to be talking about recipes with Dave Peacock from Rock Bottom tonight. And that is a book full of award-winning recipes that you can buy from the Brewing Network store. You get a signed copy. Jamil's going to sign it himself. Or for a couple bucks more, he'll write you a personal message in there, too. So get that from us. Due to ship in November is our tentative date right now. It's not um, that far away. No, it's pretty close. So uh, buy now, and you get a great book later. Um, buy them as gifts for the holidays, because after I think they get here, I don't know that we're going to be doing signed copies anymore. So if you want a signed copy, you want to give it as a gift to somebody, get in there while you can. That guy's gonna, just going to be holed away in a closet for three days straight signing, signing books. books yeah. I, we're, I think we're going to make a bash out of it and just have a party over here. And just oh, yeah. sit him down. I feel sorry signing. for the guy who has his book signed when Jamil's like eight pints into it. Yeah. Actually, that's the guy. I would I would love to be that guy. He's going to get the good ones. Yeah. Yeah, he'd probably write anything you want by that point. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Thanks for conquering Mars. I think he's doing a signing thing at uh, Morbier, G- too. Uh, Morbier? Well, at GABF, at yes. GABF, yeah. They're doing it there. And I think John has, has set up some signing at Morbier. Really? I don't like that. I think, feel like it's undercutting my... My action. What you know, action? They uh, buying it through our store. Like it's the only but, right now. The only place you can get a signed book yeah. is from us. Yeah. But see, and then but you said you just said that you, we won't be able to to buy it when it's signed after it comes out, right? Yeah. But that's probably when you think it'll be after. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, probably so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I yeah. guess it's all right. Don't worry about it. Just I'm put some of, hand sanitizer on and move on. I'm kind of friends with the guys down there anyway, so I guess it's all right. <laughs> You're friends with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Also, last one, if you just have general feedback, which we usually read on the air, it's feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. And I check all these things, so, uh, you know, you'll, you'll get your emails to us that way. Uh, what type of homebrew questions are we taking tonight? Just recipes or? Well, like I said, we're going to be covering cast conditioning with him. Okay. He likes to do those kind of beers. Okay. And we're going to be talking recipe formulation. Also, if you just wanted to ask about what it's like to be a professional brewer, uh, if you wanted to know about his education, I mean, we're going to cover all that stuff with Good. him. Okay. But our main topics are recipe formulation and cast conditioning. So 888-401-BEER. You can get through to us that way to ask questions, or you can enter the chat room by hitting the chat now button on the homepage. And do it that way. So, all right, let's move on, huh? Oh, my God! You've got mail. Kick ass. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Here's one from somebody who thinks he saw me at Burning Man last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, when I read the uh, the topic in this email, I went, oh, no, shit. No, no. <laughs> Hey, Justin, I think I saw you at Burning Man last week. You must have been the guy with the BN Army logo body painted on your bare butt cheeks with the guy in the Mr. Happy Tooth costume by your side. (laughs) You guys are such marketing opportunists. I love it. But are you sure that those BN Army groupie chicks were really over 16 years old? You never have been patient enough to wait until these things are properly aged. (laughs) Ah, He knows me very well. Uh, I thought the sandwich sign you were wearing that read, No, that's not a podcast in my pocket. I'm just glad to see you was a lovely touch. Now shake it off, my general, and get back to work. That's from Chris Bushman from North Hollywood. You said Bush. Bush. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe you did see me. I was that guy. Uh, here's a nice one. Let's see, Justin, check this out. You full of talent. 
pot-smoking, guitar-playing, organic, tripping hippie you. Now he doesn't know you at all, does he? <laughs> no, he has no idea. I just wanted to thank you and your guests for the wonderful shows you've been putting on. I've learned so much from your podcast, it's unreal. I entered the Michigan State Fair this year, which is one of the biggest in the country, and two of my three entries won ribbons. It's pretty great. Oh, yeah. Uh, it says, I took... First place in Category 6C with a Kolsch out of 45 entries nice. uh, that were in that class. Hard, and that's a hard one to nail. Yeah. Also made it to the best of show table, but got bumped out there. This was my first time entering any beer in my life, and I was effing stoked about this, and I think my head got as big as Sully's. <laughs> that's <laughs> tough to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy's riding high, man. Yeah, that's great, man. Good job. Uh, a little bit about his beers he's got here. The Kolsch was not temp-controlled. It was in a carboy says, it was in a carboy in my basement, which is mid to upper 60s. No starter. Didn't have time to do it. So I pitched two smack packs and also got my first stuck sparge, which I remember Doc saying, it's freak time. But I remember how he said just to use your paddle and cut the grain bed, which I did, and it worked. Thanks, you goat-loving, weed-smoking, short on height of a little giant man. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Yeah. All the pearls I've learned added up to added up to this, I guess. Um says, watch, now that I have a conical... Two-stage temp control, I won't win anything. The system works, and as Jay-Z says, it's the total process, not all recipe. One thing I wanted to add was how your show makes other people feel. Now, you don't know me from shit, but I feel if I was to come into the studio one Sunday, I would be automatically among friends. Good people, that's that the Brewing Network is to me. Thank you, Justin, Doc, Chicken Boy, Jay-Z, and yes, you too, JP. Oh. And that's from Brew Boy in the forum. That's nice. Yeah. I like it that, you know, it is like a friend thing we have yeah. with our listeners, and I, you should feel comfortable with us. Except for Bub. Except for Bub, of course. Everyone knows that. Uh, of course, I don't want you all knocking on my door every day of the week. No. Uh, <laughs> you know. But love to have some of you here every now and then. And, yeah. and uh, it's a big family, and you're part of it. So that's cool. Nice things to say. Uh, you want the re- Should I read the real bad one? Yeah, why not? I mean, you know, how can we judge how good it is if we can't, you know, we don't have a bad benchmark? Is it so bad it's funny? No, it's not really even funny. Uh, Chad's not even here. He's just, it's not just about Chad. He's just ragging on the show. Oh, yeah, I want to hear it. All right, what the hell? Uh, Justin, you talent wasting, show stopping, boring ass hack. What has happened to the Sunday session after the hiatus? Oh, God. I thought the hiatus was supposed to make the show better and draw in more guests. Actually, it's been the exact opposite. No new guests, just the same old ones. And now there are meltdowns? Come on, get back to the basics. Back to what got you on top. First of all, we've had a lot of new guests and some great ones. So pay attention there, Sonny Boy. Go back to the archives. Second of all, we've always had a segment where we kind of break down, but someone decided to call it a meltdown. It had to get a name. It had to get a name. Once it got titled. Yeah. Now everyone knows about it. Some suggestions for immediate changes to save the show. Put me on the air all the time. Yeah. Hire me a station manager. Before it slides into the murky waters where lunch meat and the butchers reside. Mm, ouch, huh? Yeah, that's harsh. Yeah. His number one suggestion? Fire Shat. Oh. He couldn't get a new guest on the show to save his life or his Pliny. Oh, let's not forget his radio personality either. I've seen retards with better speaking skills. Well, that's why he's a producer. Yeah, he's not on the air, jackass. Except when we put him on the air, and and then we're making fun of his radio skills, too. So that's all part of it, man. Number two, get JP some breast implants, and I mean big ones. 
Triple D's come to mind. Then maybe he'll stop derailing the show with his racial comments and general buffoonery. That's a horrible thing to say to someone. <laughs> yeah, it is. He'll be too busy playing with himself to notice the show is taping. Plus, how do you do that anyway? This will tip the scales back in the other direction from the sausage fest that has become the Sunday show. Woo! Wow. You guys got some fire in his guns. Yeah. Number three, get Doc wasted. Whatever happened to freaking out, Doc? <laughs> yeah, I've been real sober lately, Doc. Yeah, so I want to fix that. Number well, four. Can't fix it right now. I don't have a beer. We're shat. It's gone. Maybe he's right. Shat. <laughs> shat. If you're listening, you're fired. Until the next segment when I need you back. Uh, finally, try to be more like the first shows. Packed with quality brewing information, tips, tricks, and secrets. I know Jamil and Doc are holding something back. Find out what it is and report back. Do they use tap water or RO? Covered it. How do they treat their water for pH? With lactic or phosphoric? Covered it. What water salts, chalk, gypsum, calcium carbonate does Jamil add? Covered it. What water profile does Jamil mimic most often? Listen to the show. He doesn't do any water adjustments. Exactly. This guy's a retard. Does he add a multivitamin to his mash? I guess I didn't cover that one. Yeah. You got me there, buddy. Right. I haven't covered that information. Why don't you try it and report back? Why don't you do something? He never talks about this stuff on the Jamil show. Why? Because uh, the Jamil show is about styles, man. Yeah. It's not about brewing process. It's just about how to brew a style. I don't know if this guy's ever listened to a show since 2005. I don't think he has. Because he has secrets, go out there and get them. Pissed off in Indiana. That's from Cold Fire. Well, thank you for the feedback. I always appreciate it. I will take what is valid in there and uh, and try to put it to use. And, and you know, most of that stuff we've covered, my man. So uh, just go back to the archive and check it out. Uh, as far as doing the same old shows as the beginning, never going to happen. Nope, we have to evolve. Yeah, we grow, man. Never going to happen, my friend. P.S. Get a chihuahua and talk to it. <laughs> get really janky mics from Radio Shack. And maybe I'll mm. listen to you again. Yeah. I think that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Our sound quality was pretty bad back in the beginning, too. Maybe he does want that back. All right. Last one here. Justin, been listening to the Jamil Show MP3s for about a month now. Just wanted to let you, you Jays know I'm really enjoying the shows and have learned a lot. Keep it up. I'll be making beer, better beer because of you guys. He copies the MP3s into his GPS unit and listens in the car while driving to and from work. So that's cool. A little props to the Jamil and the Jamil show. That's from Ron in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nice. Oh, got listeners everywhere, man. I dig that. And that's the feedback for today. All right. So one last thing I wanted to get to before taking a break. Hang on. You got the chat room all fired up reading that, that email. Really? Yeah. Uh, that the guy's right? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. That uh, they're, they're, They want to go find him and lynch him. <laughs> Easy, BN Army. Yeah. Everyone's allowed to have an like, opinion. Like, this guy's a douche. <laughs> That's this guy. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion here. It's one of those armies where uh, it's sort of a democracy, except when I tell you, you're not allowed to do things. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking your mind is one of the things you're absolutely allowed to do, so uh, it's fine. I really wasn't even going to read that on the air, but... I knew you guys would want it, so I had it. I had it at the ready. Kind of refired uh. up. So I got this. Uh, I found this story in our forum. I just wanted to play the audio clip because I thought it was interesting. Um, 
You guys read this thing about how some guy in a Miller beer promotion thought he had won a million dollars. You know, sometimes they do those kind of peel, like uh, if you go to fast food restaurants and crap, you can peel away uh, your drink and maybe you won something. Yeah. Miller did something like that, I guess, at a promotion at a bar. And this, uh, what the guy peeled away said he had won a million bucks. And Miller said, oh, no, that's not what we meant. <laughs> you didn't actually win. So there's kind of this whole thing going on. Let me play you the clip. It's yeah. a, it's actually a news report um, from where did this happen? Uh, in Chicago. Yeah, let me let me get past the commercial part of it. And by the way, just as a warning, the newscaster who's reading this story, yeah, an amazing amount of a douche. This guy, unbelievably douchey. You'll hear him. He's just I've got that annoying, annoying, annoying voice. Ed Ebershank and his wife, Barb, married for 37 years, have been struggling financially ever since Ed was forced to leave his job as a machinist and go on medical disability seven years ago. My life right now isn't the greatest. But last month, when the Ebershanks and their friends were hanging out at this Orland Park bar... My heart was pounding. I thought... Oh, my God, I can't believe this. Ed thought his luck had finally changed. And all the Miller girls started running out from everywhere, and they said, wow, there must be something special tonight. And these girls were walking around handing out the tickets. The tickets all began with the words, no one knows that I, followed by a cryptic message that could only be deciphered with a blue cellophane decoder. And you take the decoder and you put it up against it. And it tells you what you got. For example... No one knows that I drink from a plastic cup, and then you get the cup. The one that I got says that I want a a bottle opener on it. Ed's ticket, however, promised a much greater prize, he says. My ticket said, you won a million dollars. So he reached over and he says, am I seeing things? And I says, no. I almost passed out. The group excitedly called over the Miller girl who had given him the ticket. Does this say what it really says? And she says, yes, it says that, but you aren't supposed to get that ticket. The group says they were told the ticket for a million dollars was actually for another promotion. And she ripped it out of his hand. She came over. I mean, she snatched that thing. I mean, I I thought she was going to rip his hand off. Boom, it was gone. We went to the bar where the promotion took place. The owner would only talk to us over the phone. Do you think that Miller made the mistake or he made the mistake? He made the mistake. A Miller spoke. So, that's basically it. How annoying is that guy? Oh, yeah. We went to the bar that the promotion took place. How do these people get hired in broadcasting? It's unbelievable to me. Anyway, uh, I think that's kind of messed up. The ticket clearly said, uh, you've won a million dollars. And she snatched it back from him. Now they've got no proof. Yeah. And so, Miller is saying, I think they say at the end here, let's see what the spokesman says. Spokesperson tells us the message on Ed's ticket was actually one of several not intended to merit a prize. He claims some of the nobody knows I tickets were decoded to reveal sayings such as like to build sandcastles or like to take walks on the beach. He says the win a million dollars message that Ed received was a similar type of ticket. Quote, we are sorry Mr. Ebershank has the mistaken impression that he won a cash promotion. No cash prizes were associated with this promotion at all. 
I don't know, We're man. sorry that he was I under know. the impression. And the way that I found out about this story... Yes. Ah, what a douche. But, uh, under the impression? You know, what? a million dollars to Miller? Right. It said he won a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. But I guess he has no proof now, so... No, because the lady snatched it out of his hand. I'm thinking own up, you know what I mean? I bet you the guy would be stoked about a half mil. I bet you they could get away with looking. It was a mistake. Here's a cool half mil. Uh, No big deal to us. Uh, It's going to make your life better. I mean, the guy's lucky he didn't have a heart attack in the first place. When it's uh, You should see him. He's a big, fat load. He's sitting there. He's an older guy on disability. And uh, he probably almost died in the first place reading that he had won a million bucks. Yeah, he said he almost passed out. I could see that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen now. Well, they could give it to him in an annuity where he's paying more 25 years. There you go. He, he ain't going to get any of that, right? <laughs> he last 25 years. <laughs> well, there, there's something later in the clip where uh, this, you know, one of these analysts is saying, you know, the entire event was designed to uh, promote goodwill toward the brand. Yeah. And I think that's backfired. I think they could still save it by going, all right, all right, our bad. Here, here's yeah, some, we here's misworded some, it. Uh, there you go. Here's some dough. Yeah, yeah, give him some money. Yeah. Any money. There's lawsuits all the time over misworded stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm sure we haven't re- re- heard the end of this. It says at the end of the clip that he's getting a lawyer and going to find out if there's anything that he could do. I actually think there probably is nothing he could do. Um, I, I don't want to have to. I don't think it should be a lawsuit thing. I think that the company should step up and I go, agree. our fault. Uh, here you go. I mean, he doesn't have the proof, but he did pretty much get a letter from Miller saying, hey, sorry about that. That's not what it really meant. That, so they're admitting that they had a card that said, yes, you won a million dollars. They're not denying he got yeah, the card. So that's all the proof he needs. He's, yeah. That's totally, yeah. He'll, he'll How do you like uh, now? All right, put yourself in his shoes. You're sitting there in the bar. You get this thing that says a million dollars. You show it to the Miller girl, and she snatches it out of your hand. Yeah. What do you do? Punch her, oh, grab her, by tackle her. her. I am nappy ass weave. I am out of of my seat in a second. Oh yeah, in her. Give me that. Yeah, fake like, tan ex- face. Excuse me, but you just gave that to me. Yeah, and now and you're and you got the balls to snatch that out of my hand. Uh-uh. Yeah, that guy didn't look like he used to be moving too fast anyway. Yeah, exactly. And his whole crew, like all those people they were yeah, interviewing. His posse. They were all very geriatric. <laughs> so no one was jumping out of their seat too quick. Uh-huh. But uh, that's a bummer, huh? Yeah. Poor bastard. Well, we'll see what happens if it uh, keeps giving Oh, you weren't press. supposed to get that. What? <laughs> Why don't you print it up, you... Eh, whatever. <laughs> don't get so angry. No. <laughs> I'm never drinking Miller again. I had a Miller today, and it wasn't good. Did you? Yeah. It's, it's got that bad vibe on it now. Yeah, now. It's even worse, isn't it? Yeah. I guess I can write them off as a sponsor. <laughs> Where's our scroll? Yeah, with like, all the- yeah, like you had them on as a sponsor? <laughs> well, they were thinking about doing some stuff. You never know. Right? Send the Miller girls over here. Snatch <laughs> things out of my hand. Yeah. Interns. <laughs> all right. So like I said, we got a great show planned for you today. We're going to move things along. i got to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Dave Peacock of Rock Bottom Breweries. Uh, he is one of the brewmasters at a Colorado location. Do I got to take this phone call before I go to break? Uh, uh, okay, let's do it. Uh, sounds like we got Bub on the line. Boob, what's happening? Uh, I totally punched that bitch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. You can't just snatch it, right? I mean, even if I, I mean, I'm a fat load, but even if I was a fat load like that fat load, and yeah. fat, fat, 
old load. Yeah, I would old load. totally bock that bitch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my ticket. No, I agree. Yeah. That was the first thing that struck me about the story, that she would come over and say, no, that's an accident, and just snatch Sorry, it out of his hand. Have that. And oh. she's a Miller girl. How the fuck does she know anything? Yeah, yeah I don't know. So she you know like, oh, wow, right. you win. And then, you know, not only after I beat the bitch to a <laughs> bloody pulp, yeah. then I'd call the cops and be like, she assaulted me. Yeah, tell them. I, you know what's missing from that story is there were no pictures of the Miller girls. Yeah, that's too bad. I mean, that right. would have that softened the, old the guy blow. jacking it. Yeah, that's all we got, Wait, Zach. This isn't lunch meat? Oh, yeah, sorry. can you ease up on the language tonight, wow. Bob? Good Lord. Sorry, I just got a little drunk. All right, well, settle down. We got a long show ahead of us, and I don't need you uh, cursing everybody out in the beginning. Oh, man. It's, at least it's not Zymer just, like, talking about, like, I'm not even going to say, because then it would be like Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, and why did you have to mention his name? Now he's going to go, oh, people want to hear this, and, and I'm going to have to put him in his place again. He'll be calling in. No, Zimmer just. We don't want to hear you, ever. <laughs> All right, Boop, thanks for the call, brother. All right, bye. Later. Okay, i got to keep things moving because I want to get to Dave at uh, Rock Bottom, and we're going to be talking all about his brewing history, uh, brewing with the company. We'll find out a little bit more about Rock Bottom itself, plus uh, cast conditioning and recipe formulation. So 888-401-BEER, that's our phone number. Also, you can join uh, JP in the chat by hitting the Chat Now button. Bunch of brewers in there hanging out. Good place to be. Are they being nice tonight, Jip? Uh, yes. All right. Keep them in check because we might have some new people. A lot of people tuned in for our GABF giveaway, which we're doing after our interview with Dave. So hang in there. One lucky person is going to GABF on us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. You're back with the Ultimate Home Brewing Show, where today's topic is... Dark beer, but first, let's go to the phones. Who are we talking to? Jamel. Jamel Zanishev. What can we do for you, Jamel? What were you guys saying about dark beer? All dark beer is really strong. And bitter. Well, you guys might want to look for a new source of brewing knowledge. We're using Poor Harold's Almanac 1947. You know of something better... Brewing classic styles by Jamil Zanishev and John Palmer. 80 award-winning recipes and how to brew them by the number one names in home brewing. Extract, partial mash, all grain, we cover it all. Reserve your copy today at the Brewing Network store. I will sign one just for you. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com for more details on brewing classic styles, the homebrew book of the year. So, do you cover Bach beer in there? You betcha. Because I've been saving all the sludge from my fermenter so I can make some real soon. Oh, man, you really need this book. Order your copy today. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com, the official broadcaster of the Great American Beer Festival. Stop it. 
Great American Beer Festival will last for three days, have more than 40,000 visitors, more than 380 breweries, more than 1,600 beers, but only one lucky listener will be going for free. Beer, beer, and more beer. The Brewers Association, White Labs, and the Brewing Network are sending you on the beer trip of the year. Airfare, hotel, all festival sessions for free. Brought to you by the Brewers Association, White Labs, Beer, Beer, and More Beer, and the BN. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com for more details. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Back with the session and moving on. We're actually running on time today, which is amazing. I told Dave I'd get him on at 6.45 and uh, 6.45 HIV time, 5.45 for me, and actually did it, which is uh, kind of an amazing thing. Let's make sure we got Dave here. Dave, can you hear me, brother? Yeah. All right. Wow, things are working. I'm telling you, Burning Man must have done great things for this show, JP, yeah. because uh, the, the phones are working. Uh, we're on time. Dave can hear us. I don't know what's going on around here. Wow. The gods are smiling upon us. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Dave. We're glad to have you. Hey, it's good to be here. Good. Right on. Tell us How's about... going? The things are going great. How's Colorado right now? You got nice uh, weather? You know, I think today was the first day where I felt like... Uh, I think fall might be sneaking upon us. Is that right? It actually woke up. It was a little chilly. It's something I haven't uh, quite experienced in uh, three years. That's no good. Since I've been out in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, how long you been in uh, in Colorado then? Well, we're pushing about two months now. Okay. Yeah, that's a big change. Man, you're in for a shock this winter, huh? Well, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I haven't seen snow in quite some time, and uh, the kids have never seen it. So uh, it's going to be quite a, a new experience for us all, for sure. All right. Well, hey, getting out of Phoenix can't be all bad, man. I spent some time in Arizona myself, and uh, the change should be welcomed, I'm sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, so yeah. what we've got here is Dave Peacock, and he is the brewmaster for the uh, Loveland Rock Bottom. Is that right? That would be the Loveland location, yeah. Okay, fantastic. How long you guys been open there? Well, we just opened the Loveland co- location, which is our newest brewery in the company, and it opened up on May uh, 7th, I believe. Okay. Oh, you guys are real yeah. new. All right. So uh, it's fairly new. Fairly ha- new for sure. How many locations does Rock Bottom have altogether? You know that? Yeah, well, uh, brewery-wise, uh, we're about 38 breweries uh, strong, and that includes, uh, you know, Rock Bottom Breweries as as well as we own a Walnut Brewery in Boulder, Colorado, and then also a few Chop House Breweries, you know, I believe four. Okay. So 38 total. Yeah, we're 38 strong and uh, brewing great beer. I'm thinking that the rock bottom like company parties are ragers, man. You got all of these <laughs> brewmasters from all over the place. You guys must have good holiday parties. 
Well, what I can remember, yeah, they, they tend to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the the waitresses there are usually pretty cute, too. Really? Yeah. I t- well, you know, it's enough to turn a head here and there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've only been to one. Um, I'm ch- I don't even remember which one it was, uh, but it was a bunch <laughs> you of... the state? I do remember. It was in Colorado, <laughs> I think. Um, it was a bunch of dudes. I think there was only one uh, female uh, attendant. Uh, she must have been popular, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, she went. She got the, she got a lot of tips, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on, Doc. I oh, had you turn you off. It's a good thing for JP. They have so many uh, locations. Yeah, so you can always find a, a date. Well, they've let them in. Yeah, if I if I get a restraining order at one, I go to the next one. See? Hey, so Dave, yeah. I was already telling Doc that you guys have a lot in common because he's a deadhead, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you guys will be partying. I can't get through a brew day without listening to some Dead or some Bob Marley. or Attaboy. You know, it keeps the uh, keeps the vibe real in the brewery, for sure. There you and go. I think the beer benefits, for sure. I think that's how Doc rolls, too. Oh, yeah. You've course. always got Dead on your stereo when <laughs> oh, you're brewing. Yeah. It's running through the big big system. And then our producer, Shat, he's the Bob Marley guy. He's always got Bob Marley going. You're going to fit in right. Uh, you're going to fit in real well here, Dave. You can uh, awesome. You can awesome. already come back anytime, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wanted to know a little bit about your brewing history, how long you've been doing this. And, you know, people always want to know if you started out as a home brewer. Oh, of course. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I did start out as a home brewing. Someone, uh, wow, you know, just the same story most people hear. Someone bought me a homebrew kit years and years and years ago. And uh, the first batch, you know, turned out flat <laughs> and not so great so i remember just knocking on brewery doors asking for help and uh kind of was hooked ever then ever since then and uh you know my background really is food science you know and i and all along is just brewing beer in my basement and uh you know my friends obviously loving me and my wife thinking i'm nuts and uh <laughs> you know and it's just kind of grown into a passion which has led into a career, really, and it's it's been a wild ride ever since, you know. And I've been with Rock Bottom for about pushing five years now, and okay. uh, you know they take good care of me. And uh, was that your first professional gig? Was with Rock Bottom? It was. It w- was indeed. I, you know, I was a, basically a baker before I got into brewing beer. You know, an overnight baker, and uh, it got time to where the you know working nine o'clock at night to seven in the morning gig just was not working for me anymore. So, yeah. decided to try my hand brewing beer professionally and knocked on literally every brewery door within a fifty mile radius. Okay. And, uh, sure enough, Rock Bottom takes me in. And trains me and uh, sends me around. And, uh, you know, I started with them and our location in Bethesda, Maryland, uh, splitting my time between there and Washington, D.C., and uh, transferred out to a couple locations in Arizona. And uh, now I'm landing my, on my feet in Colorado. Okay. Now, I got yeah. a question, and I think this is always kind of the, the question for, for us homebrewers, because you kind of say, you know, you went around just knocking on doors and, and they finally you know took you in at rock bottom but mm-hmm. what did they take you in as i mean did you apply as a brewer did you have to start as a waiter and end up making beer i mean w- what did you start as well i started out as actually a waiter i mean i had all intentions of you know kind of sneaking into that assistant brewer job you know gotcha slash 
keg cleaner, stainless steel scrubber guy. Of course, and, uh, mash tun, scoop wearing, <laughs> sweaty boy. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the grunt. I mean, no one's going to start out on top, obviously. You know, of course, so yeah. it was my idea to kind of sneak into that role, you know, and obviously it wasn't an easy um, role to sneak into. So I got my foot in the door as waiting tables and okay. uh, just waiting for that you know, opportunity when the assistant slipped on the banana peel kind of thing. and uh, That you planted. And sure enough, he did eventually. <laughs> well, not, you know, metaphorically speaking. He didn't yeah. actually slip on a banana peel, but the position opened up, and, you know, I'm just, I was right there. So it okay. was, uh, you know, part perfect opportunity, timing, and just being in the right moment at the right time. See, that's the hard part. You know, you got to start at the bottom there and, uh, and ho- you know, make shit for cash and, and hope for the best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's, for, it's, it's for, for the ultimate goal of doing something you really want to be doing. you got to do that for sacrifice. Sure. For sure. You know, it was definitely sacrifice. You know, I don't think anybody in this industry that does what we do is doing it to get rich by any means. Sure. Um, it is a craft. It is. It's an art, and we do it because we love it. You know, and we love putting out that product, and we love being able to sit down at the end of the day, knowing you know that we've just you know produced a product that people are now sitting in the restaurant, in the bar, enjoying. And to yeah. me, that's pure gratification right there. It's just seeing someone take a growler of your beer home. Oh yeah. Knowing that they could go to the grocery store and get. You know, any hundred or two hundred different types, but you know they chose to come to your brewery and have your beer, and that's really it, awesome. It's, it's quite a rewarding sight for sure. Yeah, and you know what? I I don't think I ever really thought of it that way, and no one's ever really come in and said it just like that too. But that's true, Doc. You imagine that? You know, you just—he's right. They, all the selection in the world, right? Yeah. And you're sitting at a bar all day, and instead of hitting the store on your way home, you want to bring home exactly what you've been drinking. Yeah, the growler. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's yeah, got to be rewarding. It's a great little uh, promotion for us, you know, to sell growlers and just really get our our name and our product out there on people's kitchen tables. And, sure. Uh, and it's great that people really are open and you know really want to take our product home. You know, yeah. I think the whole craft beer movement is really it's it's on the rise for sure. Of and course. People's taste they want more. They want freshness. They want good clean products they want variety yeah and uh something a lot of these bigger companies just can't offer and we as you know brewers on the brew pub microbrewery level we're able to give that to the consumer and i think they really appreciate it and it keeps them coming back time after time after time sure well, the, uh, the education levels of uh, beer drinkers is going way up too so oh, yeah. like you said oh, yeah. you know, the, the fresh product um, the variety of it that, that has a lot to do with it, and that's what they're looking for. Yeah. I just was oh, yeah, reading... It's a whole movement, I think. You know, it is. It, it's a culture. It's, it's a movement, you know. And it really supersedes beer. It, it's everything. It's, it's food. It's all products in life. I think people are kind of just being... They're tired of being told what they should have. Yeah. They want choices, and they want fresh, great products. And, and local. Fortunately, we're in a position where we can give that to them, so it's really neat. Absolutely. I just was reading, in fact, if anyone wants to just, if you go to Google News, and, and uh, I think if you Google Jim Cook right now, or, or beer, you'll find this, but uh, Jim Cook had a, uh, this whole interview he was doing about this movement and talking about how you know beer is now best paired with all of these different ethnic cuisines and things like that and talking about how a lot of the growth of craft beer is really based on this guerrilla education movement that 
we've all been doing for years now. Uh, you know, the the uh, we've been doing it for a couple years here on the Brewing Network, but before us, guys like uh, Calajoni at Dogfish and Jim Cook mm-hmm. and all these guys who are out there educating people about craft beer is has been the biggest part of this craft beer movement because now people know, you know. And, oh, for sure. And they want yeah, that handmade. Yeah, it's definitely not enough to just make great beer. You have to... You know, and that's part of my job, too. You know, I spend part of my job in the brewery making great beer, but I spend part of my time in the restaurant, in the bar, walking through and meeting the customers and talking to them and, you know, and just talking to them about the product, you know. And it's it's not enough to just be a brewer nowadays. You know, it's part brewer, part PR. Uh, you know, you have to wear many hats, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh I want to know. I got a quick question for you before we start talking about the beers that you brew there. Um, yeah. I want to know how many uh, how many batches you had to screw up before uh, you got comfortable <laughs> on your uh, rock bottom brew system there. <laughs> I ask this because I I don't think I've had a good batch that I haven't screwed up, so I need to relate to something. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, I, I think I did most of my uh, crazy experimental stuff on the. Uh, in the basement before I uh, decided to brew the 500-gallon batches, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so have you not had a batch? I mean, this is a valid question. Have you not had to dump a 500-gallon batch? You know, have you not had anything disastrous? I have not had anything that disastrous where I've actually had to dump 500 gallons. You know, the trick to brewing great beer, you know, well, the thing is, it's just as easy to brew great beer as it is to brew bad beer. Okay. You know, it's the same ingredient, same process, you know, so it's a choice. Okay, you know, do I want to brew great beer or bad beer? And the the key is is just being consistent, keeping everything clean and and sanitized and uh, following. You make it it sound like all the guys out there brewing bad beer made that conscious choice. Yeah, like me. (laughs) You know what, I'm going to brew shitty beer. Put it that way. But, you know, it's interesting. I have uh, home brewers come into the brewery all the time. You know, asking me, you know, about this or that, and they said they brew a bad, uh, you know, a bad batch of beer. And really, 99% of the time, it really comes down to the basics, you know, keeping your equipment clean. And, yep, sanitation. Uh, yeah, sanitation. And as long as you can do that and brew within certain guidelines, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't make a palatable beer 100% of the time. Yeah. You know, so... Then it just comes down to taste and preference, you know. Sure. Apparently, I prefer shitty but beer, no, Doc. No 500-gallon batches. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just want to brew a 500-gallon batch so you can pour it out. I do, yeah. I want to waste oh, yeah. 500 gallons of beer. <laughs> well, you know, it's no different brewing 500 gallons than it is brewing five. You know, it's okay. the equipment's bigger, for sure. The process is a little bit longer and a little more uh, precise, I, I think. Um, but... You know, it's the same fun, you know, techniques and, yeah. you know, making that beer, you know, the fermentation and everything else that goes along with, you know, from start to finish. You sure. Know. You uh, filter your beer there? You know, I try to filter as less as possible. Um, I do filter, we do one beer, it's a, it's a light lager, uh, it's an American style premium lager, and I do filter that, you okay. know. I find that light beer drinkers are fairly unforgiving. You know, they like a very clear product that's generally very cold and carbonated. So, yeah. one well, step away from water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you well, got to have something it's... when you're not drinking water, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not have an American light lager? <laughs> but it, yeah. I, I imagine yours is an all malt version of an American light lager. 
All malt, correct. Yeah. yeah, we we do all malt. All of our beers are all malt recipes, meaning you know we don't use any extracts. We, uh, you know, we get our own malt in. We grind our own malt, and you know we we take it from there. Great. For sure. And no, uh, and you're not using rice or. Uh, or Corn. No, no, I, I don't really use any fillers like that. Um, there's a lot of people using those to some varying success degrees. Um, yeah. I haven't found any need to. Okay. Know. Okay. How does one go? This is another question I have. You say you've been with the company for some years now, and you know you start out then, you get that assistant brewer's position, and now you've just been chosen to open a new location there. Um, how does that happen within a company like yours that you get to open one of the new locations, you know, and be the brewmaster now? Well, it's interesting. You know, I was a brewer in Phoenix for quite some time, for about almost three years before I came up to Colorado. They made the decision to open up a new brewery, and, you know, it's one of those things you you throw your name in the hat, and uh, and you kind of obviously, when a brewery like this opens up, it's obviously going to go... First dibs will go to probably the more senior brewers, for sure. Okay. Um, it just so happened that, you know, once again, opportunity, uh, chance, luck, <laughs> what may it be, uh, it was offered to me. So, that you know, it was a great opportunity for me and my family to kind of get out of Phoenix and kind of get up to Colorado. And uh, But, you know, it's interesting. Uh, it, you know, it, it's been a nice opportunity to come up here and run a new brewery. Yeah. Which definitely has its uh, it has its challenges, you know. It's not like walking into an existing brewery where you have a whole lot of history to go on to. Yeah, you or know, it's now it's now your job to create that history. You know? And and it's a brand new brew house, so you're not guaranteed everything's going to work. Right, right. You have to give it the love, you know. You have to <laughs> you, you have to play the Bob Marley and the Grateful Dead, and you know the, you have to season, <laughs> yeah. season the equipment, season the brewery, uh, so to speak, you know. And uh, you have to burn a bunch know, of just, sage over it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to rub patchouli oil yeah. and uh, burn sage. Make, whatever it takes to make good. Make beer. little covers for the fermenters out of corduroy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then put a hula hoop around it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you how do you like this the brew system that you have there? Is it different than the other rock bottoms you've been brewing on? It is different. It's a little different. You know, I'm used to working on you know for for most of my experience with rock bottom. You know, we were working on uh, systems that were being built out of Oregon, and they're really good systems. There's no doubt about it. We've made a decision to try out these new systems that we're currently using and you know it's there's a little differences here and there but all in all it's you know it's pretty much the same process okay with different equipment so you know fine-tuning that equipment and you know every time you walk into a, a different brewery you know it's kind of like walking into a different kitchen or someone else's house you know every house is going to have a bathroom a bedroom and upstairs and a backyard or what have you sure brewery's the same thing it just may be laid out a little differently. It may work a little differently. So, you know, you have to come in and just kind of, you know, get a feel for it, you know. Because at the end of the day, your job is to move product. You know, you're moving liquid from A to B to C. So then you just have to sit down and, like, think, well, how am I going to get it from A, B, and C in the most, you know, consistent, sanitary um, way? Yeah. So, yeah. It, it must I mean, be kind of great uh, equipment. And when you guys are in town for the Great American Beer Festival, you should 
for sure try to find uh, an afternoon to come up to uh, Loveland. And, I think uh, we might try to do that. I'd like to see it. I'm just I'm always fascinated about new breweries, uh, just from talking to brewers about how. Uh, difficult it is to just to jump right into one and figure out how to use all that. I mean, obviously, like you said, it's it's just, just like a house; everything's the same. But figuring out how to get it functioning uh, mm-hmm. to its uh, you know where exactly where it should be into your specifications—that's yeah. got to be kind of a challenge to get through that. I mean, did you well, have for to sure. do? And, and it's it's you know rock bottom. You know, it's a great organization and, it, and it's a team, so it's not like there's me or one person kind of jumping in there doing this. We have some great, talented brewers and uh, people on our brewery um, side who really specialize and get in there and are really great at putting these breweries together and and making them very brewer-friendly. Okay. So when we do come into them, you know, it's, it's for the most part, a very functional brewery. Um, I missed out on a lot of the beginning setups with this brewery because I was tied up in Phoenix for a while. It, it took a while to break out of the heat, but so by the time I got up to Loveland, a lot of it was already set up for me, and it was actually running and, you know, putting beers through the system. Yeah. So my job now is to come in and continue that process and tweak the process and, and make it very consistent and as functional as I possibly can. Okay. You know, and... Well, let's talk about your role then, too, because we were talking a little bit before we, we got you on the air here about, you know, because of the fact that Rock Bottom is a chain, you guys have a lot of locations, um, are you brewing... The chain word. The chain word. You know, I, I know you guys probably hate to hear that, but uh, if you have yeah, a better right, right. one, I'll use it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, do you, do you get to brew your own beer, or are you guys kind of a cookie-cutter brewery? No, you know, just the opposite. We're, we're, we're so far from the cookie cutter, um, brewery. And, you know, that's the one thing that just attracts me to this type of company. You know, I guess, you know, someone long ago realized that beer drinkers are different all over the country. You know, the beer drinker in Portland is obviously going to like his pale a little different maybe than the, you know, the beer drinker in, say, you know, the East Coast, the sure. Atlantic. So, we, as brewers, are allowed to come into our individual breweries, research the area, get a feel for what our local clients, so to speak, as we'll call them, yeah. um, what they like. And we can design our beers and produce beers that match local uh, local taste. Oh, that's so, great. Given that, so obviously if you come into my place and have my pale, brown, red, what have you, and you go to the East Coast, West Coast, or maybe even down the road in Colorado, you're going to find some differences for sure because the recipes, there's no corporate recipes whatsoever. Really? You know, yeah. I am I, so I happy to hear you say is, that. Uh, just make good beer. Right? Yeah. You know? so. See, that's great because I'll tell you what, they, they, you know, uh, everyone could spend their entire lives complaining about the corporation and the negative aspects of a corporation, but if you think about it, the one of the best parts about a corporation is resources and the ability oh. to get the word out there, and so it sounds to me like you have those positive aspects of a corporation, but if you're allowed oh, sure. to keep things local and, and sure. b- brew to local taste, man, that's the best of both worlds. Oh, yeah, I have, you know, like I said, I have 37 other breweries uh, that literally are just at a phone call away. Um, you know, maybe I'm experiencing something that I normally haven't seen before, whether it be with my beer or a flavor or what have you. Yeah. You know, I, there's 
I can call up one of any 37 of these brewers, or even all of them for that matter, and every single one of them is right there at your fingertips as a resource. And some of these right. brewers, are, and I would say most, if not all, are very seasoned, experienced brewers. And it's a very eclectic group. Uh, the rock bottom brewers are they're, they're really great. That is sure. great. Uh, will a bunch of the rock bottom uh, brewers and breweries be at the GABF, or just the local ones? Um, well, as uh, as a company, I believe most, if not all, will be participating in the Great American Beer Festival for sure. Okay. Um, now, whether they'll actually be there in presence or not, you know, I know a few will be that I've talked to, but. Uh, Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. You know, we'll see. I know most people are sending in beers for the competition. Oh, know? cool. Yeah, so it is, you know, you'll be able to get out on the floor and try a lot of those beers, and you'll see what I'm talking about. You know, you'll see a lot of differences. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it's, it's great differences for sure. Are you entering some from your location? I will. I'll be entering in our, our Hefeweizen. Nice. We have a go, rotating uh, wheat tap that we have in Loveland, and uh, we're currently... Um, we have a Hefeweizen, South German-style Hefeweizen on tap, and uh, we are going to be entering that. Is so, that pretty popular? It is. Wheat beers do really well out here. You know, it's interesting. Um, back in Phoenix, my most popular beers were, I would have to say, the Pale and maybe the Light Lager. You know, and then I get out here in Colorado, and I'm finding just the opposite is true. It's really my ambers and wheats. Okay. Which is interesting. So. Yeah, that's kind of a they're, they're pretty different, kind of other sides of the spectrum there. Yeah, at least, you know, you can deal with the demographics and don't have to brew the corporate beer everywhere. And you know, yeah, who knows what they're going to drink. Yeah, well, you know, corporate beer is kind of a kiss of death anyway because you think of beer and beer being majority of water. You know, the water is so different all over the country that it would be next to impossible to replicate consistently the same beer on the east coast as you would the west coast so well, you know, would, there are there are some bigger companies doing it you know out there some other chain um brew pub chains who are corporate breweries making corporate recipes and you know for the most part it, it works i think you know but yeah. and it has its ups and downs but you know, it's you know, it, it, this works really well for us as a company, and people really like the fact that they can go to different rock bottoms and try different things. You know, it's really neat. Very nice. Yeah, I like that. I do like that. I'm telling you, I'm just happy to hear that that you that you get to do all that. You got a favorite uh, favorite beer that you've got to brew that that you can only find at your location. Well, you know, usually my favorite beer is the one in my hand at the end of the day. <laughs> you know? nice. Yeah. What are you drinking <laughs> you know, now? That's a good question. Yeah. No, for sure. I, you know, I just love brewing all styles of beer. Yeah. It's just interesting. Um, it, it's a great process. Um, you know, it's it, it's part art, part craft, part science, um, and it's it's getting better and better. You know, um, the whole knowledge of what beer is and how to what's actually going on in the beer you know it's it's always the knowledge is always getting more and more vast and and as a big company we're able to share that knowledge with each other yeah. and really take it to new levels you know that's great what are you drinking yeah, I, tonight oh go ahead what are you drinking tonight oh i was sipping on a little bit of uh my tail and uh actually a little bit of espresso as well <laughs> kind of an odd combination but, uh, we're putting him to sleep well. jp 
<laughs> it happens, man. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely happens. <laughs> it's it's our interview style. Yeah. It's always very yeah, sleepy. Exactly. It's our new format. I don't know if you heard. We're changing formats. <laughs> yeah, the all sleep channel. Yeah, our new format there is. It's we're like the smooth jazz of beer radio. <laughs> Night. Well, we gotta stay flexible. <laughs> Less yeah. questions, more interviews, more sleep. <laughs> That's right. Do you have any? You have any beers uh, lined up that you want to do that you haven't done? Like, are you planning well, on doing some big ones, or uh, you got mm-hmm. something like a winter warmers kind of, uh, you know, mulling around well, in your I have, uh, I, I have six beers that I keep on tap, um, always. So when you walk into my location, I'm always going to have these six house beers that, that you call them. Which are? And then from there, we're going to always push through, uh, you know, some seasonals, you know, and we'll change that, you know, probably once a month. We'll, we'll get some seasonals moving through through the brewery just to kind of keep people on their feet so they can keep trying new things and sure you know and, and just new and exciting things so um, how many beers do you have above your six house well beers? i have my six and then i'll try to keep a one to two seasonals uh moving through the brewery uh we'll also do uh what if you're familiar with uh cast conditioned ales mm-hmm. so we're constantly playing around with cast conditioned ales and you know i'll usually have at least two of those on tap, and uh, interesting enough, I even do my own uh, sodas. So, All right. Yeah. So when you do your see, and this will be a good segue to get us talking about cast conditioned ales too. Um, but when you do your seasonals, are you doing a five uh, five hundred gallon batch of those, and 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 when you cask too? It depends. It depends uh, if it's a beer that I think is really going to sell really well. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do the full the full batch. You know. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm anticipating that people are going to be very receptive to it. You know, um, right now we're getting ready to tap a or Oktoberfest beer uh, here in a few weeks, which is a, a traditional German Märzen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very popular. It's Oktoberfest, very festive beer. So yeah, I, I brewed a lot of it. So okay. Hopefully, we'll have it. Yeah, around for quite some time. I'm definitely, uh, you know, I'll drink what I can, and uh, you know, and I'll sell the rest and. Uh, that sounds good. But, uh, yeah, we got some great beers lined up. You know, we got uh, we'll be doing uh, our Oktoberfest beer, which is a German marathon. Uh, yeah, we'll be pulling out some uh, extra special bitters and English bitters, uh, some Belgian ales towards the uh, colder months. Okay, the holidays. So uh, yeah, we'll have some great stuff lined up. Fantastic. So how much uh, capacity do you have in your kegs for keg for cask conditioning? How much capacity? Yeah. Uh, well, how many? Basically, how many barrels you have? How many gallons you got that you can actually put in casks? Well, you know, then it just comes down to getting your hands on a whole lot of casks. Yeah. Um, you know, the cask uh, traditionally, I believe, is right around you know, give or take, you know, ten gallons or so each cask. So basically, you get your hands on a lot of casks and you just start filling and uh, keep them rotating. Um, I'm fortunate to have a great following of cask drinkers in Loveland, so we move through them fairly quickly. Quickly, I'd say you know, two, three, maybe more casks a week. So wow, they go really quickly, and people are very open to them. And it really depends on whatever beer I have on fermentation at the time, you know, because I pull the casks right off the fermentation process. Give them a secondary fermentation in the cask, a little do. bit of priming sugar, and uh, and just go from there. You know, so we'll we'll rotate through the pails, reds, browns, stouts, and uh, seasonals, and 
See, I like it, that. When you say cask process. conditioning, you mean it. You're not saying you're just taking some beer that's finished and putting it in a cask. You are conditioning it right there in the cask. Oh, for sure. I you know, it. we'll we'll take the beer that is fully fermented in the fermentation vessel and we'll fill the casks right off the fermentation vessel. Okay. So at that point, the beer is now taking a different path. So it will go into the cask with a little bit of uh, what we call priming sugar mm -hmm. to give it a little secondary fermentation yep. to kind of wake up that yeast a little bit and kind of create a little bit of natural carbonation. You know, maybe we'll add some dry hops, you know, maybe not, you know, okay. depending on the style that or what we're going for. And I'll give it anywhere, sometimes upwards of uh, 7 to 14 more days in the cask um, as a secondary cask conditioning. And what temperature, tap it. what temperature are you doing that? So you've taken it out of the fermenter and now you've got to get it to carbonate in there. Where are you? Where is that sitting and at what temp? Well, you know, I, that's something I've been playing with over the years. I've done everything from uh, really maintaining that cooler temperature to going all the way up to room temperature. I've had a lot of success lately with uh, filling them and just kind of leaving them at room temperature for, you know, anywhere 7 to 10 days. Okay. And then kind of bringing that temperature down to more what we call cellar temperature, which yeah. is around the 50, 50 to 5 degrees which has been the, the temperature that we're shooting for to serve it. Do you repitch uh, some more yeast in there? Are you just going with you know, what's generally, still... Generally, uh, there's just enough left in solution that you really don't need to. I, I find I don't need to. Um, granted, if you know, you're pulling beer that's been fully... Um, at cold, at the you know crash temperature, say thirty five degrees for quite some time, you may need to for sure. Okay, because um, a lot of that yeast may have settled out by then. But I try to catch it right at the tail end of fermentation. Once it's complete and the temperature is coming down, I will then pull the beers into the cask from there. All right, and, uh, it works really well that that way. And when you say room temp, are we talking sixty eight degrees? We're talking sixty eight. Yeah, okay. sixty eight was you know right around sixty eight degrees. Is what I call room temp, yeah. Okay. For my brewery, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, but that's an inter you know, for us sometimes in Concord here, room temp is 85 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I just always want to know, and, um, you know, I've tried to condition beers both colder and warmer and had uh, disastrous mm -hmm. results too, so it's always just interesting to find out what people are doing. Um, you also mentioned that you might uh, dry hop a beer there in the cask, and I'm glad you mentioned that. I had a listener question come through if you would, mm. if you'll dry hop right in the cask, and and then they were asking if you worry about clarity then at that point. Well, you know, once again, it's you know, it all comes down to uh, you know, I'll put my hops in a little hop bag, and we'll dry hop from there. Um, yeah, clarity can play an issue once you get hops into a beer like that. Um, you know, you can add natural finings to help that clarification process, or you can kind of just go on the fact that uh, if you're familiar with Stokes' Law, uh, it's not. basically, well, it's, it's Stokes' Law that basically says uh, anything in solution will fall out over time. Okay. You know, it's like if you have that iced tea and you pour that sugar packet in there and you give it a good stir. Yeah. You know, wait, you know, three, four, or five minutes. Where's the sugar? Well, it's always on the bottom of the glass. Okay. You know? Eventually, everything falls out. So it's a matter of giving it time. And, you know, I like to take my casks and I, I put them in a, a nice place where I know they're not going to get moved. Gotcha. The yeah. more you move that cask, you're going to start, you know, kicking up that anything that may have settled out. 
Of course. So what I call a stillage, get those cast beers on a stillage, you know they're not going to be moved. And then you'll tap them right from that stillage. And I'll find that I'll get some pretty good, pretty good clear cask beer that way. How long are you dry hopping for? I'll leave the dry hops in the cask for the life of the cask. Okay. Oh, so, you, so once what, it's in there, you're just leaving it? I'm just leaving it in there, yeah. Okay. Do you wait a period of time before you're serving it? Are you, you, you know, you want it there for two weeks or, or just as soon as it's carbonated and conditioned properly, you'll go for it? You know, like I said, I'll, I'll give those cast beers probably, you know, seven to ten, maybe more days, um, at least, of uh, that, that secondary, you know, fermentation to build up that carbonation. And mm-hmm. then from there, yeah, I'll go ahead and, uh, I'll go ahead and give them a tap and, uh, go ahead and give them a try. And you the know, dry hops. Beer, go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, that's the great thing about dry hopping is, especially in a cask, it gives you a great opportunity to really experiment with hops. Yeah. You know, maybe you've got a new hop in the brewery you're not that familiar with. Well, before you start using it in a 500-gallon batch, it's just great to take a very neutral beer, dry hop it with those hops, and then now you can really start to sit back and analyze what kind of, you know, aromas and flavors these hops are going to give you. Yeah. It's interesting, you know. I'll take beers I normally wouldn't dry hop sometimes and dry hop them. Just just to check it out. Just for fun. You know? It's all about fun, really, is what it comes down to. Absolutely. All right, here's another question I had come through the the chat. And I guess in order for me to ask it, we're going to have to know what kind of cask you use. Because someone asked uh, how you prep a cask for use. Um, Are you using aluminum casks or? uh... No, no, I'm using uh, stainless steel. Okay. So, like any other brewing equipment that you're going to use, um, that will, beer will come in contact with, obviously you're going to give it a good cleaning, a good rinsing, and um, and sanitize it as well. Okay. Uh, once I've gone through that process, I'll actually go one step further and I'll actually purge it with CO2 to get okay. any oxygen out of it. Yeah. To kind of just try to keep that oxygen away from the beer. Of course. Um, at this point, you know, once fermentation is complete, oxygen becomes your enemy. So you really want to kind of keep it away from the oxygen. Yep. So I'll just go that extra step and just, you know, put some CO2 into those casks. Okay. So you're not using wooden casks at all then? You don't have to worry about no, that? No, 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 no. Um, there are there are some brewers in the company, and I'm sure all over the country as well, in the industry, using, um, you know, wood barrels and having a lot of great success with them. I unfortunately haven't, you know, I haven't messed with them too much. Um, really, just to have, I haven't been able to get my hands on any. But, you know, we have some great brewers in the company who do some phenomenal exceptional beers out of uh, the wood uh, barrel-aged beers. Yeah. And it, it, that within itself is a, almost a, it, it's a whole category of beer. Sure. You know, you get some amazing flavors if you're willing to, to have a little patience and uh, give it some time, you know. Yeah, I'm never going to wood-age anything, Doc. You said wood. <laughs> he, said, he said patience. The P no, word. it's not going to happen. That's a bad word on this yeah. show. <laughs> Actually, only for me. <laughs> All right, Dave. Listen, I want to take a quick break. I got some cool. uh, sponsor activity to take care of here. And when we come back, I really want to talk to you about your culinary background and how that affects your recipe building. Uh, yeah, we'll dive right into it. Okay, fantastic. So hang in there for me for just a second. Uh, folks we'll at do. home, you can get us 888-401-BEER. That's our phone number if you want to ask Dave any questions. And, of course, you can join uh, JP right there in the chat room and ask your questions that way. We've got a few come through already. 
We're doing recipe formulation when we come back. And a little bit later, the GABF giveaway. Someone's going to be uh, real happy tonight and getting a free trip to the It's GABF. not me. And it's not. You're listening to, to the, the Brewcasters. Brew we'll be right back. Hang in there, kids. On the Brewing Network. Did you know that you can not only order from More Beer online at morebeer.com and receive free shipping on most orders over $59, but you can also shop in person at their two retail locations located in Concord and Riverside, California. In fact, the Concord facility has grown to over 15,000 square feet to fit all the new products, expanded showroom, and new knowledge center classroom. And now, in conjunction with the Brewing Network, More Beer is making it easier than ever to keep up on what's happening. Download the More Beer monthly podcast by clicking podcast at morebeer.com. You'll learn about More Beer's history, sales and discounts on More Beer products, get to know team members, and hear ways to save you money. They're also launching a brand new website soon with more features and a better online shopping experience. So go to morebeer.com or call 800-600-0033. That's 800-600-0033. is a leader in pure yeast and fermentation services, serving the beer, wine, and distilling industries from worldwide producers for more than a decade. White Labs has three all-new vials for you to pitch this year, home brewers, so fire up your kettles, fill up your fermenters, and get ready for Cry Havoc, the signature yeast strain from Charlie Papazian. This yeast can ferment both ales and lagers and is great for bottle conditioning, too. Second, a cream ale blend of ale and lager yeast strains. This blend creates a clean, 
crisp, light American lager-style ale. Last, a Belgian-style Saison ale yeast blend. This blend melds Belgian-style ale yeast and Saison strains to create complex, fruity aromas and flavors. Get complete fermentation quickly with this blend's spicy, earthy, and clove-like flavors. White Labs, your brewing partner for great yeast. These new strains are available now for home brewers, breweries, and homebrew shops everywhere. White Labs, it's all in the vial. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to The Brewing Network. The Brewing Network, saving your life one beer at a time. Dave Peacock from Rock Bottom Brewery out of Loveland, uh, Colorado, hanging out with us. You still with us, Dave? Yeah. Hey. Did you refill your beer at the break, I hope? Oh, of course. Come on. <laughs> that, that a boy. Just enough time. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. So uh, we're going to talk to Dave for another probably half hour or so. So if you guys have questions, 888-401-BEER or send them through the chat room by hitting the chat now button on the homepage and get them to us that way. We got them for another 30 minutes, I think. And later on, we're going to be doing our GABF giveaway. We've got the guys from More Beer coming in. Uh, the giveaway, of course, is all in cooperation with Beer, Beer, and More Beer and the Great American Beer Festival and White Labs Yeast Company and uh, the Brewing Network. So uh, we're going to have a few people in here. We're doing the big giveaway. we got one lucky White Labs More Beer customer going to go to mm. the GABF on us. And maybe you'll get to meet Dave out there. So uh, there hang in there, everybody. We'll be doing that when we're done here. Uh, what I want to talk about now is a little bit about your culinary background. I'm interested in that. Um, yeah. We love talking about cooking with beer in general out here. And then I want to move into how you use that to formulate your recipes because uh, our listeners are always looking for ways to design new recipes. So tell us a little bit about your background. You know, yeah, it is, uh, it's food-based, you know, food science-based. Um, I've worked in restaurants all my life um, and decided to go to culinary school some years ago. And, you know, I got a, a degree from uh, Culinary Institute of America up in New York. And, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, it's a great education, great school. And my brother graduated from there. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. He's, he's in Austin now, but, uh, yeah, he, went, he just graduated the CIA uh, last year. Awesome. Good, good for him. Good for him. It is a good, it's a good school. It's Culinary. Yeah, well, they, they have a great homebrewing uh, club uh, actually on campus. So, you yeah. know, while I was there, it was, you know, it was a way to keep the, the brewing passion kind of going. Oh, know? great. We've got listeners in that club now, too. So that's cool. Oh, so you, you, were, you were a part of that as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a great little time. Um, you ever freak people out and tell people, hey, watch it. I I came from the CIA. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah. kind of just turn around. I've been and trained go. by the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, our, our sister school was the FBI, the Food and Beverage Institute. Oh yeah, no kidding. That's great. <laughs> That's got to be planned. I wonder which, which you know, one of them came first. It was probably like, oh, well, if their if their acronym is CIA, we got to be FBI, dude. <laughs> oh, it's got to look good on the resume. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. Maybe we can get a KGB going or something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. KGB, uh, kind, great beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> ah, very cool. All right, so you graduated from a good school, and um, and and that's part of your cooking background. Were you a chef for a while as well? I, you know, I, I did a little bit of everything. You know, chef, 
uh, pastry chef, chocolatier. Uh, my passion really started growing more towards baking and breads, more particular, um, and really, and that's kind of where the, the beer kind of comes in. You know, brewing beer and baking great bread is, you know, it, it's not so different. You know, you have a lot of the same ingredients. Um, you're still dealing with the fermentation. You're still creating starters with your yeast and doing things like that. So yeah. it's not so really far off as someone would think, you know. And it's really, it's done a lot for my brewing, I think, is, you know, mindset really to coming into, into brewing beer knowing that, you know, baking bread isn't so far off. Right. Know? I have to admit, it Dave. Help me develop recipes for sure. I have to admit that I have this innate reflex that anytime a dude says he's into baking, I want to call him a sissy. <laughs> I'm into baking. I started to make baking. Well, you know, my, like my back point in the old exactly. Days, it was the bakers were always the the big, uh, you know, the big the big guys, you know, and yeah. it was kind of a joke because they were like the big dumb ones because <laughs> a you'd have to be big to lift all those big sacks of flour, yeah. and then big they sense. say you'd have to be dumb to work those hours. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's, that's you'd have to be the, it was always the big dumb guys that did the baking, you know? All right. I, I won't call you a cake-baking pansy then. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> all right. So tell me how you were then able to kind of adapt that to the ingredients that you use in brewing, because, you know, you got to think about that as you're, as you're developing oh, these sure. recipes. you know, Brewing beer is, you know, it's a very agricultural-based business, you know, just like bread and baking, you know. I mean, you're very dependent on, you know, your grains and your products, you know, that are being produced by farmers. Yeah. Uh, that can change year to year depending on the season, the growth season, the climate, you know, what kind of things may affect those agricultural, you know, things going on. So... You know, it's just interesting, and just to have that mindset that, okay, here's an ingredient, how do I work with it, what's its boundaries, you know, and, and I think that's the real key to successfully creating good beer recipes, is fully understanding the scope of your ingredients that you're using. Okay. You so- know, and knowing how to use them to your best benefit. You know, it, it all, you really need to understand that, and and that's kind of where we, we were talking about cask. And hops and how you can use hops and, you know, it's just kind of understanding what those hops will do for you. Yeah. And not just willy-nilly throwing them in your beer and hoping that, you know, you're going to get a great product in the end, you know. Sure. So are you then, you know, when you're talking about grains and and, and certainly using specialty grains and things like that, are you a a taster? Are you taking a handful of these and chewing on them to to find out what things are going to taste like? Or or how how do you think about that when you put it in a recipe? I've never put a single thing in my beer that I haven't tasted first. Okay. I'm really like that. I mean, it's, if I don't want to taste it and I don't want to try it, then I probably shouldn't be putting it in my beer. I see. Okay. You know? Yeah, so, absolutely. But, uh, you know, it's, you know, that's what beer and food and cooking really are not so different, you know? It just really comes down to basic understanding of what your ingredient can do for you. You know, if you're in your kitchen and you're making, say, a quart of soup. Yeah. Well, we know that a handful of salt is going to be a way too much, right? Yeah. You know, so it, it's just common knowledge in a kitchen that salt, a certain amount of salt does, you know, and you don't really think about it. You just salt things and you don't think about it. Okay. Because you know how much is going to bring you to that salt level that you like. You know, working with ingredients is the same way. I mean, obviously you're making, you know, 
whatever style beer, you know, you got a lot of malts out there that could be very overpowering if you're not careful. Sure. Especially, you know, some of these darker crystal chocolate roast malts that a little can go a very long way. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. I have so stout- it's definitely, you know, it's definitely understanding that and knowing that and knowing how f- much you can get away with. Okay. So, some of it's knowledge, some of it's trial and error, for sure, you know. So how about, let me give you an example, and maybe you could help me try to figure out how I would add ingredients to this. I like... It, it, I love a, a nice chocolate porter. If it's got some chocolate or hazelnut or something like that, I don't yeah. want a, a kind of a plain porter. I, I respect the style, but but for me, I want a little bit of chocolate chocolateiness in there. I want some, but I don't want it to be you know too acidic and and, and cloying. Mm-hmm. So uh, how do I how do I figure out what I'm going to do to make that beer? Well, you're obviously the first thing you're going to do is do what you just did is figure out what you want to create. You know, uh, from there we're going to start working on designing that recipe. You're going to start gathering what ingredients you want. I mean, we obviously are going to be using you know a lot of barley. We're obviously now we're looking at a porter. We know what color porters are. Mm-hmm. And the best thing you can really do, and I do a lot of times when I'm going to start brewing a new beer, I'll go out and buy you know a beer from every possible example, you know, from breweries that produce that style. Say I'm okay. doing that, you know, chocolate porter. Yeah. I will go out and find as many examples of chocolate porter that I can and sit down and taste them and then write down what I think, you know, I the flavors I want out of that. Sure. Kind of the combination of the, of your best sure. your favorites. And then we can start pooling in our ingredients from there, you know, our chocolate malts and maybe some crystal malts. You know, like, you know, a lot of it is experience and just experimenting and not being afraid to mess something up. Yeah. And that's the beauty of home brewing because even when you mess up, you know, a couple things happen. A, it's only five gallons. Yeah. You, you could probably put down the five gallons, you know. <laughs> or sure, it's not, I can. It's not going to be, it may not be exactly what you want, but like we talked about earlier, keep your, your equipment clean and sanitary you're still going to come out with a good product. It may not be what you want, but then you could sit down and try that product and be like, okay, this is what I was going for. This is what I got. What do I need to do next time to get me to where I want to be? Right. Well, that was maybe the question I, I was going to ask. Maybe I need to add a little more chocolate, yeah. maybe a little less hazelnut. That was the question but, I was going to ask you was, uh, okay, you've got your recipes, and, and we've talked about how uh, uh, the crops are different each year and it's going to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds to me like you're more into making your next batch better than the first batch, ra- rather, than, ra- rather than trying to hit consistency with it. Well, you know, I, I think it's the artist in me. You know, I, I'm always going to find something in my beer that you know can be improved upon. You yeah, know, for sure. And I think most anyone who does art, an artist, will probably probably feel it's the same way. What you made may be a great product. But there's always, you know, yeah, I could change things a little bit. You know, I, I like, I try not to change too much with my house beers. You okay. get them to a point where people really like them and you want to, and then you can just focus on making consistent beers time after time after time. Yeah. Again. You don't want to and disappoint that's anyone. That's a challenge within itself. You yeah. know, it's just make, being very consistent. Especially beers. Yeah, sure. You know, you don't brew them as often. So therefore, you are going to find you will be changing them a little more, you know. See, I think, Doc, I, I like Dave a lot, I want to say right now, because he's kind of empowering. I feel like I'm allowed to keep fucking up. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> it's called experimentation. Yeah. I li- I, you're really letting me do that, Dave. I appreciate that. Uh, Dave's married, though, Justin. Damn it! Uh, so watch out. <laughs> well, that's one thing I like about Rock Bottom is that they give the brewers some leeway, yeah. a, a big, long leash. Sure. Yeah. Instead of, well, okay, you, know, you got to hit the numbers, you got to hit the recipe. Here's your recipe, dude. Yeah. Hit the numbers. Yeah, send me a sample when you're finished, and we'll uh, yeah. talk about your bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be awful. Oh, we don't know uh, who does that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've never interviewed those companies before. <laughs> but, you know, another great thing, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of brewers out there doing it. Um, you know, say it's a beer, you're not a style, you're not familiar with. Well, the first thing I would do is call up one of my 37 good buddies in the company and, you know, do a little bit of, uh, you know, talking to, to people who may have experience, you know. Yeah. And networking is going to be your number one, you know, key source to recipe development. Okay. Is talking to people, you know, on the Internet or whether talking to your friends, your fellow home brewers, your fellow brewers, um, they can give you more information than anyone probably could. Sure. You mean like the form you know, on the brewing network, You can just do test recipes. You know, I know many of brewers even on my level, who are brewing big quantities, but, you know, they may just brew a five-gallon batch just to kind of see how this malt and these hops will react with each other. Yeah, and that's a question I had, actually. about doing a 500-gallon batch. Right. But let's let's keep it small and see what's happening, you know. Will you do the same? Will you still homebrew before you uh, go crazy with a new batch? I have, you know, I haven't done homebrewing in years, and uh, I miss it for sure. Okay. Um, I would never venture into brewing a batch of beer that I'm not familiar with without, you know, doing some experimenting on a very small scale for I sure. See. Okay. You know, at, at the very least talking to my fellow colleagues, you know. Yeah. You know, research. Research is everything when it comes to recipe development. That's where it starts, you know. Do you have any... And uh, that's the beauty of the, of the brewing community is no one is alone. You know, we're all out there together. And whereas, you know, there's a lot of chefs out there that won't share secrets and recipes, brewers aren't like that. Brewers are very open yeah. people, you know. They're more than willing to share what they know. Sure. You know, it's a great, you know, tight community. That is sure. a great part about it. Do you have any... uh any favorite books, you know, that you, you read either when you were a home brewer or maybe since you've, you've been a professional that uh, you think everyone should have, either to design recipes or just brewing in general? Well, you know, I think any book is worth looking at and, and you know, reading, you know. Uh, even if, you know, you, you got a book and, you know, maybe you only get three pages worth of great knowledge out of it, well, it's still worth it. You three know? pages, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I find myself lately reading more of the technical you know, side of brewing, so it's very interesting. You know, Greg uh, Greg Noonan does a very great book, uh, uh, Brewing Lager Beer. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, that that's a great book for, you know, for the science, the craft, the, the technical side of brewing. Yeah. You know, so, you know, there's a lot of great books out there like that. I'm pretty sure I have... Reading. I'm pretty sure I have like a half a page of good uh, brewing knowledge in me, Doc. I think I should publish it. I was going to say, it better be in the first couple of pages. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure I could have a title maybe page. Worth putting up on your website for sure. Yeah, I've got a title page and a table of contents and a half a page of information. Uh, I, I, I'd say a footnote. Well, if you got that much, I'd say you have an index too. Yeah. <laughs> then I could have an index exactly. So I'm. I, we're talking a good four page of value. And a couple pictures in the middle, and I say you got yourself a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe more of a pamphlet, but yeah. uh, I don't care. Are you going to be signing those? <laughs> yeah, I'll sign it. What the hell? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start writing down what I know tomorrow. 
Well, make sure you make sure you write it with Jamil so that someone will buy it. <laughs> yeah, I need a. Well, feel I'll, free to use me as a source. There you go, there, Dave. Maybe you can write the foreword to yeah. my pamphlet. I would be honored, Justin. I talked to you over the phone. Thanks. Good luck with the book. <laughs> I'd Good probably there, I'd buddy. probably do it again, but I need more pail. Yeah, that's all I need. <laughs> Here's a good question that came through from the chat room for you, Dave. Um, people want to know if you can com- combine your two favorite passions and get baked while you're brewing. <laughs> this actually came through. I'm not making this up, Dave. <laughs> Is that a wake and bake? Yeah. The closest I've ever come to mixing my two passions, which is baking uh-huh. and beer, is, uh, you know, I, I like to experiment in the, the cask world, and another great way is to introduce, you know, ingredients into the cask. Now, not just hops, but, you know, yeah. now we can get into, like, cocoa beans and maybe coffee and maybe, uh, you know, other interesting ingredients. Really? So you'll do that? fun of, like, experimenting comes in, you know? And you'll do that post-fermentation. I will do that post fermentation right in the cask. You okay. know, you know, um, yeah. You, I mean, really, whatever your mind can conjure up, it's worth trying. You know, sure. I mean, you never know until you try, right? That's what Doc told me at Burning Man. He said, <laughs> yeah. uh, "Whatever you can think of, you might want to try it while yeah. you're here." <laughs> and you've never been the same since. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, you'll never be the same again. <laughs> and he was singing, "If you want to view paradise, <laughs> simply look around and view it." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I have a couple more questions from the chat for for you too. Um, someone wants to know actually if you bake with beer. Do you use beer in you know maybe when you bake at home now or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah. I've uh, baked with beer many times. Um, beer bread obviously is a big one. Um, you know, there, there's some great things to do obviously with breads, uh, baked goods. Uh, you know, another interesting thing I've done was. You know, taking some of that grain out of the mash mm-hmm. and and made bread with that as well. Somebody asked that too. They wanted to know if you do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, great fiber, great fiber. Yeah, Easy clean. You know, clean you right out. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really good though, or does it just taste? You know, I've had some whole grain bread that's just not tasty. Oh you know? yeah, it just tastes like husks. Yeah. So, can you really make you know tasty bread with your spent grains, or just healthy bread? You know, I, I think you can make some good bread with a spent grain. You know, the trick to making any whole grain bread, I think, is soaking your grains. You know, because you get those whole grain breads where they're just crunchy. You feel like you're crunching on, like, whole grains. Yeah, it's like granola. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stick granola, in your throat. I'll, I'll eat granola, you know. But, uh, you yeah. know, you've got to soak those grains, you know. And that's why it's great coming out of the mash because, hey, it's already pre-soaked, right? You know, and there's always a little bit of residual sweetness left in that mash, you know. Yeah. So it, it makes for, I, I think it makes for a good bread, for sure. Can I just say he's absolutely right? You have to soak the grains before you make whole wheat bread. You've done the same thing oh, too, yeah. JP? That's I don't it. know if That's I, all. I don't know if I trust your bread. It's in a book. I'll show it to you. <laughs> you you have a two-page book as well? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Thank you. I should start publishing all these things. Yeah. We're going to be we're going to be the new I am going to call us four-page publishing company <laughs> and uh, everything we publish will be no Whoa. longer than four pages. We're going to be those weirdos at the airport handing pamphlets out. <laughs> you mean the Hare Krishnas? Yeah. Hello, brew beer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, you know, that's another great thing with Rock Bottom is, uh, you know, we have such a interesting menu that a, a lot of things on the menu incorporate beer. Oh, really? Whether it's, you know, a, whether it's the the cheesecake, the carrot cake, the, you know, the stout ketchup that we make. You know, there's a lot of, 
you know, we put brown ale in our pizza dough. Um, Great. So, you know, you look at our menu and you, you, you see beer incorporated a lot of different ways. And it's I love that. And it's very, you know, it's very experimental, you know, and it's very, it's a way for the chefs to really kind of get in there and try to use beer. So are they you know, coming back into the brew house and, and getting beer from you? They're saying, hey, what do you got? We, we, we're about to cook something new and, and they're, they're getting beer from you directly? Oh yeah, they'll pull it right off the tap, you know, whether they're making, you know, you know, a batch of red ale rice that day or whether they're making, you know, a batch of pizza dough, they'll come brew, you know, pull some brown ale right off the tap. Hey yeah. Dave, we're dough. really selling a lot of this p- uh, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta have this brown ale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. you ever tried cooking with hops? Like hop flowers? I've, I wanted to try that for a while and, uh, can't really figure out a, proper way to do that yeah. you know it's it's definitely something to experiment with we were, you know we experimented i think it was last year two years ago we were experimenting with making vinaigrettes and our hop flowers so basically dry Whoa. hopping vinaigrettes for salads and that's kind of cool it had some interesting uh successes you know and you know once again it's just a matter of just doing something and keeping good notes, obviously, because if it's a disaster, you don't want to be doing it again. Yeah. You know? But you just really got to feel free to experiment. Okay. You know? I had a question come through from the chat also, um, kind of about the rock bottom um, chain. Sorry to, mm-hmm. use the, sorry to use the word. But uh, this is a really good question because they want to know about how you guys deal with training the staff to deal with those uh, light American lager drinkers that come into your place and uh, and, and find that, that, that your beer is a little different than that. Um, how, how are they answering those questions and recommending beers? You know, we, we train our, everyone who works for Rock Bottom, you know, gets trained and beer, you know, I mean, obviously they're working for a brew pub, so they need to know about beer, they need to know about beer styles, and a very overall, you know, very, you know, somewhat of a picture of what the brewing process is all about. Yeah. So when they are going to the table, you know, they're armed with some knowledge, you sure. know. Yeah, it's really bad when they, they know nothing yeah. about your beer, and it's a craft brew place. Doc they, hates that. Oh, God. <laughs> You know, I, I think it's just a matter of getting uh, a sample of beer into people's hands. You know, you you want them to try it. And it's yeah. like, hey, you know, here, try this, you know. Uh, yeah, we get people come into the brewery all the time. The first thing, hey, can I get a Budweiser? Well, sure. you know, actually, we don't have Budweiser, but would you like to try a sample of this, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's just a matter of, you know, educating the customer as much as, you know, you're educating your staff. You have to educate the, the consumer as well. So, it still kind yeah, of blows we, me we do away. We call beer college, so it's interesting. Yeah. The whole staff goes through beer college. It's oh, fun. really? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You make them do the mash tun and clean out the mash tun. Yeah, that's once. beer college. Clean this. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the boots, man. Clean it. Oh, they, they get a full uh, they get a full little training. You know, uh, throw a lot of knowledge at them. You know, I, I I truly believe that the average staff member at Rock Bottom is probably more knowledgeable about beer than I would say most brew pubs. Oh, great. You know? See, I like to hear that. Thank, thank you, Rock Bottom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Doc and I have a chain which will remain unnamed that we both know their staff is awful at this. Oh, my God. And I have firsthand experience in knowing that they, they do train their staff, actually. But uh, some of them are just such morons that they don't learn a thing. Uh, all they say is, I can bring you a sample. Yeah. Well, what's that <laughs> beer like? Well, I could give you a sample. Oh, I didn't yeah, ask right. for a sample, did I? I want yeah. to know what that beer is like. <laughs> what does your pale taste like? 
Uh, well, uh, it's kale. a lot of people drink it. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, hey, Richie, what is? Yeah, Richie likes it too. <laughs> yeah, Richie's my friend, <laughs> and he yeah. likes it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, our staff gets very excited about our product because you know, I mean. Because it is our product, you know, we make them a part of the the process. Yeah. So it's it's not like they're just out there selling my beer. You know, I, I make yeah. it very clear to everybody, it's not my beer. It's everybody's beer. You know. Right. I'm just back there brewing it. You know, you're out here selling it's your it. beer well, too. So you know, yeah, you make them a part of the process. You make them feel they're part of the process, and they really get into it. You know, they feel empowered. And you know, Rock Bottom has such a great beer culture, with even within the company, that the majority of the staff really buys into you know what we're doing and what we're trying to create. So it becomes a very, you know, most people get a great experience when they come to Rock Bottom. And, I love that. You know, beer experience, it's, it's fun. So let's not call it the Rock Bottom chain. We're going to call yeah. it the Rock Bottom organization. Ah, there we go. That's better. I was looking for a better word. Yes, the organization. The Rock Bottom experience. The experience, <laughs> The <yes>. family. <laughs> oh, that's getting it's cultish. Family. Yeah. It is a family. You're See? Right. It's about building a brand, Doc. It's cultish. Yeah. The family. <laughs> the family. All right, we'll th- all cut our hair the same way. <laughs> I've got more questions from the chat coming in. Um, I'll tell you this right now. I know they're going to want a recipe out of you, Dave. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know if you can fire it off on the air, but uh, uh, you could maybe decide if you want to send me one an email that I could give them. They always want a recipe from a pro so that we can brew it at home. So I could email you. I, I could scale down a recipe and email you one. Yeah, that fun. would be cool. I mean, even if you didn't scale it down, I've got people who can do that. You've got people. I've got. Uh, I'll give it to Doc. Well, all it yeah. takes is a basic calculator. <laughs> Make these people yeah. work for it, Dave. <laughs> yeah, give yeah. them nothing for free. <laughs> That's right. Give them a 500 gallon recipe. That's always fun when we post it on the forum <laughs> in that way. Good luck on finding a pot for that. Yeah, uh, and they're like, ah, shit. We get a lot of friends together for that. <laughs> uh, they want to know how homebrew friendly you would be there so for example maybe a homebrewer might come into the loveland location and ask you for a pitch of yeast to do a a beer of yours would you would you do that for somebody they want to know you know i i love homebrewers you know and i'm very open to homebrewers uh in the past i've had homebrewers come in and brew with me oh great that must have been awful yeah, so, that means, you know, I'm, I'm totally open. You know, I, I love meeting homebrewers, and, uh, you know, I, I, I tell each and every one of them, you know, you got to bring me in some of your beer, you know? Yeah, sure. of course. I'm going to let you work yeah, here. That's you got to bring me some beer, too. Give yeah. another couple months, Dave. You won't be saying that. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, you have to drink my beer. Yeah. You're going to get bombarded with our Colorado listeners all knocking uh-huh. at your door. Hey, Dave said we could come brew with him. Bring beer. I'll put you to work. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he lined up outside. He knows the door it's tomorrow. true. He's like, oh yeah, it's He's, why did I, I just say I, that? I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah, Dave's nervous. One at a time. One at a time. Yeah. But, wait, wait in the bar. Wait but in the that, bar. That is pretty rare, though, to find. Uh, um, uh, I almost said chain. Even just a brewery in general that's willing to do that for home brewers. Sure. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot out there, and it's kind of becoming a. Uh, you know, it's more and more public knowledge, I guess. But uh, especially for one with a lot of corporate backing, like like Rock Bottom has, to to still allow that kind of thing yeah. to go on. Home brewer to come in there. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we support the, the home brewing community, and in return, they've always supported us. Right. You know, we, we have a great relationship uh, with, you know, our home brewers and the community. We have a great relationship with the community in general, you know. So, you know, it's, 
I don't know. Would any of us be where we are without homebrewers? You know, I don't know. They that's the question. It's taken beer to a whole new level, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely, and you're right. And it actually always upsets upsets me when the professionals don't remember that too, because uh, oh, yeah. uh, most of the people that I interview started just like you did as home brewers, and uh, some of these guys kind of want to forget about that and uh, not realize right. that it's it's home brewers that are out there kind of spreading the word too. Not just, I mean, I realize that uh, there are people who will never touch a homebrew kit in their lives, and they will promote mm-hmm. craft beer to no end. Um, but but still, it's that grassroots thing. So I'm glad you I'm glad you're still. Glad well, you're you know, keeping it real, even Dave. As a professional, you know, I mean, we rely on homebrewers to kind of spread the word about beer culture and you know what what we're all doing as craft beer, you know, craft brewing industry. I mean, brewers are homebrewers are very much a part of what's going on in the craft brewing industry as professionals are. Yeah. We're kind of all doing this together, you know, and that's raising awareness about beer. You can you know, tell so, this guy's such a and deadhead. Homebrewers do it just as much, if not more, yeah. than you know. A lot of professionals. Think he has yeah. a cousin going on there. I just, yeah. I all I know is that I've heard more about togetherness and community from Dave than I heard <laughs> than I heard at my entire week at Burning Man. Yeah. So, Dave, this, Dave's, Dave's probably hula hooping right now. <laughs> yeah, peace, love, and togetherness for sure. Absolutely. Pass <laughs> the beer, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think you you got to drink a lot of beer if you're going to put up with that philosophy for a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Come on. <laughs> Poor Doc. Oh yeah, Doc. We're, oh sorry. We're bashing. Doc at the same time. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, you go to a festival called Burning Man, you didn't expect a bunch of peace and togetherness, did you? Yeah, I didn't, but that's what I got. <laughs> so, Dave, I'm you, telling you, you... bring a good point up, man. I got a prediction right now. I know that Doc and Dave are going to be front row at Widespread in October uh, <laughs> together. <laughs> well, I got tickets for the 29th, right, Chris? <laughs> Is that out here? Uh, yeah. It's uh, a Paramount. That's okay. a Paramount out here. Okay. Well, you know, yeah, well, Widespread's doing uh, the Friday-Saturday show of Great American Beer Festival weekend. So, Wh- And where's the, where are they doing it at out there? It's the Budweiser Event Center in Loveland, Colorado. Oh, so oh. it's right where you're at. That's got to make you feel good. Yeah, you're oh, stuck. Yeah, yeah. So we can swim in your beer and just, like, walk on over to the concert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How far away is this? Uh, it's what? How far is Loveland from Denver, Dave? I'm gonna guess uh, about 50 miles. 50 JP, miles. you'll watch the booth. <laughs> yeah, I'm all over that. Yeah. Doc, Ron, and it's we're at, 75 we're all the way. <laughs> you just adopted two of our co-hosts for either. Uh, what'd you say? They're there Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. One of those nights, I have a feeling they'll be tagging along with you, Dave. I can sleep in my green room, no problem. <laughs> Perfect. It's not the first yeah. time that's been offered to me. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave you a grain bill. So in the morning when you get up, can you just kind of throw it in the mill, please? Yeah. <laughs> I had this dream. I was eating this big box of cereal. And it, just, <laughs> it just never ended. <laughs> oh, hey, we just got word that uh, widespread is sold out both nights. Oh, oh no! Hey, you can always get. Yeah, it is. It is. It's completely sold out. They're yeah. always like that, right? You can always, you can Doc always get can always yeah. get tickets. I love that. Yeah. You can Not me, but Doc tickets. can. Yeah. I can get tickets. <laughs> Early bird gets the worm. Yeah. Doc goes and trades dental supplies for tickets. <laughs> Beer. <laughs> no, Doc is like a, a a deep black belt in pretty much every martial art. He'll probably punch someone's tooth out. <laughs> hey, I can fix that for you, you know. <laughs> yeah, for a ticket. In exchange for a ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you win two. listen, Dave. I get the piece and together this right out the window. Oh, yeah. It all, not well, when, you, it not take, when you don't have a ticket. It takes an iron fist to keep piece and together this going. <laughs> Uh, Dave, I can't thank you enough for hanging out with us tonight, especially on oh, short notice. My pleasure, guys. You, guys, cool. are, you guys are awesome. Uh, we're going to be doing some live broadcasts from.
from the floor of the GABF. I'd love to have you sit down with us out there if you got cool. a, a few minutes. No, so. no, no, cool. You'll be out there all three days. All three days, and we'll be uh, we'll, we'll be doing our thing. So uh, I'll get in touch with you between now and then. I'm sure the listeners would love to hear more from you too. So uh, we'll try oh, to get sure. you to sit with for us sure. there. And uh, yeah, just thanks a lot. I appreciate all the information and your uh, straightforward. Uh, say the word for me, Doc. Uh, <laughs> straightforwardness. <laughs> Thank you very much. Doc even barely said it. Good lord. Oh come yeah. on. Who's the broadcaster in the room? I don't know. What a jerk. Uh, cool, man. I appreciate everything you guys are doing for the beer culture, man. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Well, so, thank, uh, your your thank, website is great. I was uh, I was tooling around on it earlier, man. It's, it's got some great stuff for sure. Well, cool. thanks for uh, giving us some insight into the rock bottom organization. Organization, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, well, stop by, uh, ask for me, and we'll sit down and have a beer, and I give you a brew tour. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. Nice. Good for anybody listening. Come on by. All right. Uh oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'll be in touch with you about that recipe because I can feel the nagging from the listeners already. Did you um, have it so, already? Just where's the recipe? They please, promise you promised me a recipe. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with a good hazelnut chocolate porter. We'll, we'll come up with something good. How Beautiful. About, how right. about a beer bread we'll, recipe too? Oh, they might. Oh, we'll fill it all out there. We'll, we'll just do a little uh, beer recipe link. We'll put it right on your website. Fantastic. That sounds good, Dave. I'm feeling yeah. Dave's going to go to work tomorrow and uh, see a bunch of tents camped out around his <laughs> brewery. Yeah. You said we can come over. Yeah. I. <laughs> I love it when we have guests that aren't familiar with the show because they're, they'll just say anything and the next day their inbox is full. The phone is ringing off the hook. I love it. Very cool, it's Dave. It's a learning process. It is. That's right. Just now, remember, I'm going to see you next month. So, hey, man. But you don't know what we look like. We should go to his – Chris had a good idea. We should go to his uh, his brewery and just you know say we're home brewers. Act and like just, three more on home brewers. Yeah, and just I make heard ourselves, on the brewing network. Yeah, make ourselves right at home. Just yeah. walk back in the brewery. Excuse me, what are you guys doing? Hey, you said it, man. Yeah, Dave said, come on by. Yeah. Is that the We're part of family and togetherness. <laughs> Excellent. Cool, Dave. Thanks right, a lot. Man. Have yourself a good night, and I really appreciate your time, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Let's be in, we'll stay in touch, man. All right, I'll see you in October. Okay, take care. Cheers. Thanks, Tim. The great uh, Dave Peacock from Rock Bottom Brewery. How cool is that? Uh, hung out with us for... I can't believe how on time we are tonight. It's unbelievable. Wow. You know what? I had to throw that out the window. I had a drunk of the week call about 619. I said, why don't you call eh, about 7? See, we even put off the drunk wow. of the week call. And, but when we made it on time, it's, it's about 7. It's like a new show yes, in it here. It is. Unbelievable. Wow. That's all downhill from here. Yeah. Because we got Olin in the studio. Olin, what's Olin. happening, man? Not much. <laughs> you realize we haven't seen you in here since our very first show? That was quite a while ago. Yeah. I'm sure your experience has been just as miserable as the first. Olin, Olin interviews like Shat. Ah. Yes. Yes. Yes, JP. <laughs> that was quite a while ago. Hey, check this out. I yeah. got a note uh, from Oz in the middle of that interview. Oh. Uh, he says this is our 100th show. No. Oh, really? No he way. sent me a congratulations on our 100th show. You know what? Crotch just said, hey, he goes, and by the way, congrats. I said, on what? He goes, you'll find out. And he sent me a little emoticon with a tongue sticking out. I said, oh, that's weird. I don't know maybe what that I'm gonna means. Maybe going to get licked or something. I think it But might, maybe that's it. I haven't, I've never counted, but uh, it could be it, our Yeah, 100. it could be. Yes, it could be. Two years. You know, I'll, I'll get on the site and I'll see what's going on. <clears throat> Actually, uh, I'm part of this whole thing. Uh-oh. You oh, have really? no choice. It's been listened to. I, did, I was going to do it much later, but uh, we might as well do it now. Oh, you get a new car! Did I ruin something? Yeah, hey, put, you won a million bucks. What is this? Don't, don't ask questions. Just put it in and hit play. Oh, dear. Oh. Yeah. I'm nervous. Well, I should make sure there's not porn on there or something. I'm coming around. <laughs> yeah, you sure you gave me the right one? This isn't like your honeymoon video, is it? 
<laughs> Why is Chris in bottomless chaps? And what's that badger doing? Oh, here you want to you know, stick that in there, Chris? I can't. I can't find the hole. I can't focus. Okay, let's see. All right, found new hardware. Okay, give it to me. Open it. <laughs> Are you giving Chris directions or what? <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll find it. Dead air. Good job, Chris. Yeah, I don't care. It's our 100th show. I think we're allowed to have some dead air. Let's just fall asleep. Is it really our 100th show? I bet it is. Do I want to start this thing? I don't want that, do I? I just want to open the thing. Hmm. Well, that works good. (laughs) Oh, it's this thing. (laughs) So I'm playing this thing right here? Okay. Uh Uh-oh. I'm nervous. I'm afraid. (laughs) I listened to some of it. Government agents, scientists. Because because alcohol is a time continuum thing that squishes it down. Soldiers. That made me get my flamethrower out. Master criminals. That uh, Officer X will be monitoring our our drunkenness throughout the show. He's left the studio for a second. He has a beer in his hand. (laughs) He's drinking. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wow. Secret formulas. I go half full with sanitizer. I start dumping my word into it. Monsters and midgets. <laughs> Bring him None of them belong in this swamp. Only one thing does. So welcome. It's our very first Brewcaster show. Hey, this is Bob. Glad you answered my call every week. Congratulations on 100. And uh, let's go for 100 more. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Jay Brew here from the Forum, man. I just want to say congratulations on 100 shows, man. 100 sessions later, my beer keeps getting better. The show keeps getting better. It's a hell of a thing you guys are doing here. We really appreciate you guys. Kick ass. Keep it up. ABN, it's Sven. And Pushy Jack. Merry Christmas. Happy, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Happy 100. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Hello, this is Dave McLean from Magnolia Pub and Brewery in San Francisco. Justin and crew, congratulations on 100 episodes. It was an honor to be part of it. You guys have done a tremendous job, and I can't thank you enough for your tireless support of craft beer. So cheers, here's to 100 more. Hey, this is Matt Burks from McMinnville, Tennessee. Just wanted to say you guys do a great job, and I really appreciate what you guys are doing for the homebrew community. Keep up the good work, and congratulations on your 100th episode. Cheers. G'day everybody, Thirsty Boy here, one of the Brewing Network's loyal Australian listeners. I'm stoked about the session reaching 100 episodes, and I just want to thank all the brewcasters for the great brewing information and entertainment. My brewing's never been better, and I've never had quite so much fun with my pants on. Hang on a minute, where the hell are my pants? Hi, this is Brew Blender from Portland, Oregon, and I just wanted to say congratulations to the BN on 100 shows. Thanks for everything that you guys do, and really thank you for making me realize that it's okay to drink 10 to 20 beers in a sitting. <laughs> I was beginning to think I had a problem, but now I know I don't. Also, thanks for making me realize that it's okay to not wear pants when I brew. Yeah. Cheers, guys. What's up, brothers? B. Richard, 700 from Marquette, Michigan. Uh, congratulations on 100 episodes of the session. That's awesome. 
Um, thank you so much for being such an open book to the homebrewing community. I really appreciate it, and I know everyone else does. Keep up the good work, guys. Hey, Brewcasters, this is Jeff from Houston, a.k.a. Thirsty Ballard on the swamp. Just wanted to send you a Texas-sized congratulations on your 100th session. So, here's a toast. To the Brewing Network, I'd rather be drinking with y'all than with anyone decent and respectable. Cheers, and keep up the good work. Hi, this is Matt in Fort Collins, Colorado. Just wanted to say congratulations to the Brewing Network on their 100th Sunday session episode. You know, when I wrote my Pulitzer Prize-winning article about podcasts for Zymergy Magazine, I think the Brewing Network had, oh, somewhere less than 100 shows, and now they're on their 100th show. So I'd like to think that my article was part of their success. And that's what I tell myself every day while I'm standing on the edge of the bridge, 60 feet above the river. Thanks, guys. <laughs> wow. I'm too emotional. Is there more? Hey, guys, this is ZZ. Congrats on your 100th show, Justin Rock. Doc, you're okay, too. <laughs> well, thanks for being there. Seriously, thanks for everything. I'm looking forward to your next 100 shows. Congratulations, Justin. This is Bug Eater. You're either a genius for putting the Brewing Network together or incredibly dumb for putting up with us for this long. Either way, thanks for everything. Hey, Brewcasters, Justin, Doc, JP, John, Chano, and of course, Daniela. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Thanks for all the hard work and the greatest beer show out there. This is John Coleman, Clayton, North Carolina, John C66 in the forums. And guys, keep up the great work. Hey, this is Sean Paxton from homebrewchef.com. I want to wish the beginner a wonderful <laughs> and congratulatory 100th episode. It's pretty amazing what you guys have done, what you guys have started, and where you guys continue to set the standard and blow away the competition. Uh, what you guys have been doing is absolutely unreal, and I can't wait to see another 100 episodes. Hey guys, this is Branson. Just wanted to say congratulations on your 100 session. I don't know how the hell you pulled it off, and I'm fucking stoked you did. Thanks. Here's to this one and many milestones to come. Cheers. Hey Brewcasters, Alkahiro here. Congratulations on 100 sessions in over two years. Let's toast to everyone who's ever been a part of making the show happen, and I look forward to being there as the Brewing Network continues to grow and reach more milestones. Cheers. These guys have yeah. Congratulations on your 100th right. Sunday show. I've heard them all, and each one has given me both laughs and at least one nugget of useful brewing information. Nugget. You've got quite a community of brewers and friends, and I'm really enjoying being a part of it. Here's the next 100 or 500 or 1,000 shows. Cheers. This is great, man. Amazing. Yeah. I didn't even know it was our 100th show. Yeah. I didn't either. Unbelievable. Sometimes you block out certain things in your life. What you should have heard the intro I was hey, going to do for this. Hey, Charlotte, North Carolina, a.k.a. Lenico. And even though you can't pronounce my nick, I wanted to congratulate you on 100 episodes. And, uh, thank you for rekindling my interest in brewing. I had uh, uh, stopped growing for about three years before you showed me on again, and now I'm back into it regularly, and it's been a blast. Thanks. Hey, guys. Jaws here. Congratulations on hitting the century mark. You're well on your way to the Brewers Hall of Fame. Cheers, guys. Hello, Brewing Network. This is Chris I from Brooklyn, New York. Thanks for 100 awesome episodes. Can't wait for the next 100. Uh, you definitely uh, helped me out and puts me in uh, 15 minutes of staying brewing-wise. 
and can't wait for the next 100. And your mantra of saving lives one beer at a time definitely applies to me. Thanks for everything. Cheers. And be good. Hello, Brewing Network. It's Calibet. In Diogo, happy 100, whatever you do over there with your website and your stream. You will not live to see 200, American pig. <laughs> I thought that was JP. Denmark. Just wanted to say, you're the best thing to hit the internet since porn. Oh, yeah. All right, we're right up there at porn. You said up there and porn. What's up, Brewing Network? This is Digital Paper in Upstate New York. I wanted to thank you guys for giving me a good solid 15 minutes of brewing knowledge for a four-hour show. I wouldn't be able to skunk my beer without you. I'd also like to thank Doc for giving all us little guys of the world courage to grab that mash paddle, step up on our stool, and stir the crap out of that <laughs> Hi, Brewcasters. This is Brew Pilot. Congratulations on your 100th episode, and here's to many more. Wow. I want you to answer my question. My question is, what is adult novelty? (laughs) (laughs) Don't let me show you my dip, too. That's baloney. It doesn't make sense. And the virus is going, outrageous. What's up there, BN? This is Karatrot. Just wanted to say congratulations on making the 100 show milestone. It's because of you, my interest stays peak, and my beers just keep getting better and better. Keep up the good work, guys. In a world where the Sunday session turns 100, that announcer guy says, Congratulations, douchebags. <laughs> Love announcer. Hey guys, this is Goose Lover from West Park, God, Virginia. Time to break out a ball of the good stuff. Congratulations on the 100th episode. Thank you, Justin, Doc, JP, Jamil, and the whole BN Army for the fun and vast knowledge shared here. A toast to you all. Thanks for the good times and putting together a great show. Keep up the good work. Pros, Slanshake. Cheers. Hey, Justin. This is John Palmer. Congratulations on the 100th episode of the BN. And also, congratulations on getting the caveman gig with Geico. See, I told you you'd be famous someday. Hey, Justin, Doc, JP, and all the other brewcasters, even Daniela, just wanted to say congratulations on 100 great shows. I've enjoyed the hell out of them. I know everybody else has. Hope you can keep going for another 100 episodes. And thank you guys very much for everything you've taught us. And especially for teaching us that all grain is not the holy grail, but it's not that hard either. Thanks again. This was Beer Bear. Goodbye. Justin and the entire Brewer Network would like to say congratulations on your 100 broadcast of the Sunday session. And thank you for allowing me to be a small part of it, man. This is Taurus, also known as Token. Take care. Hey, Justin, this is Weasel. Just wanted to say congratulations to you and the Brewing Network on your 100th Sunday session. And thanks for adding to America's collective Monday morning hangover. How you doing there, laddies? That is Doc Pagala here. Congratulations on your 100 shows. Can't wait for the next one. See you guys around the block there. Brewcasters, this is Bad Rock Beer. Congratulations on the 100th session. You can bet that for the next 100 sessions, I will not be wearing any pants. <laughs> that dude scares me. Just like an eight foot nine. No talent hat. This is Gucci from the Gucci Brewing Company wishing you, Doc, JP, Chicken Boy, Shat the Producer, the lovely Daniela, and even the Butchers. Congratulations on your first 100. Here's to the next. This is Mrs. Age, and I just wanted to say congratulations, you guys, on the 100th show. You guys fucking rock. <laughs> Asian? 
Uh, hey guys, it's Sully here. I was uh, I was asked to call in and uh, commemorate your hundredth show, uh, so this is it. Uh, it's got to be important to somebody somewhere out there. Uh, you know, God knows the whole planet's falling apart right now, but you know, let's 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 commemorate this. So uh, congratulations and uh, and good luck and uh, everything else that I was going to say. Out. This is ye slurry speech from Boise, Idaho. Hell yeah, you guys have a happy 100th session show. Get drunk and get stupid. Hey, this is Tim CA. Uh, Justin, BN Army, BN Network, congratulations on 100 show. We thought something so great could come out of Little Potato, California. <laughs> Alrighty, man, my pants are show off here. Cheers, have a good day. Hi, this is A. Walker from England. Congrats on the 100th session. It's a great job by all of the broadcasters and the BN Army. Keep on broadcasting. Bye. Hey Justin and the TVN crew, this is Lars. Thought I'd give a quick shout out and congrats to your 100th show. Dan, it's been a long and storied journey. Um, I've enjoyed every show along the way and hope to get you guys have 100 more. Thanks a lot and congrats again. Cheers. This is Jason Johnson, a.k.a. Barley Potmaker, congratulating the Brewing Network on 100 episodes of the session. <laughs> Keep up the great work, and here's to another 100. And I'll wear your skin soon. <laughs> Brewing Network, 100 shows. Hey, this is BC. Just want to say congratulations. And uh, can't wait for 100 lunch meet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll wear your skin soon. Uh, this, this is Mr. H. Just wanted to say congratulations to everybody at the Brewing Network. For the 100th show, everybody keep up the good work. Hammer. Oh, yeah. JP, flew for you. (laughs) Hey, Brewcasters, this is Chad Anderson. Congratulations on your 100 shows. That's over 300 hours of my life spent listening to you guys. Poor bastard. Jeez, that's four full work weeks listening to the Brewcasters. (laughs) Oh, well, it was all worth it. Keep up the good work, guys. Never thought of it that way. Hey, this is Hot Rod. I'd just like to say congratulations to Justin and the BN for making it to their 100th episode. Way to go, guys. The Brewing Network is by far the greatest resource for homebrewers. Cheers, brother. Hi there. This is Phil representing all the homebrewers from Brazil. 100 sessions, huh? This accounts for more than 13 days of quality information and fun. Thank you. Nice. Hey, this is Brew Crew, and I just wanted to say congratulations on your 100th episode of the session. Thank you for inspiring me to get into homebrewing by providing an educational and entertaining show that feels like I'm hanging out with my friends. Keep up the great work, and I can't wait for the next 100 shows. Congratulations. This is Disco from the Forum. I just want to wish you beautiful bastards a happy 100th show. Hey, this is, who is John Malt. Let me say congratulations to the Brewing Network on their 100th show. Awesome job, guys. You've inspired me to really get into brewing again and have a great time. Love listening to the shows. Keep up the good work. Thanks very much. Hello, Brewcasters. This microphone. Congratulations on 100 shows, and thank you for all the hard work, the time, and dedication that you have put in to making the Brewing Network what it is. Cheers, guys. Hold on, there's more. Man. Don't give up yet. Good lord. Who did this? Why don't you work fucking I'll tell you thing? Again. 
My microphone's not on. Ass hat. I wish we were on the internet so we could curse on our show. I'm tired of all this fucking around. Tired of this fucking list you wrote up. Do a real promo. Okay, ready. Five sixty three Second Street, Twenty First Amendment, in association with BeerSchool.com, is proud to congratulate the Brewing Network on its one hundredth show. One hundred shows. You know what that means? No what? Three hundred hours of material. Thirty of it. Outstanding. (laughs) What was your favorite show? It's where Justin called into his own show and said, "My beer sucks. How do I fix it?" The best show I think Justin has ever done would have been the thirty first of December, two thousand six. That's where. I bled on the air and he almost vomited. <laughs> Am I drunk of the week? Yeah. I'm drunk of the week. I'm you cannot be drunk of the week. I'm drunk of the week. I've got one complaint. They play a song called Titties and Beer and it's not the right Titties and no. Beer. I just want my precinct bag. And my beer. It's the only titties and beer that anybody should ever listen to. You're not that bad, you son of a whore. That's about the only reason I live right and forth. I've got it on vinyl. Zappa, live in New York. Give me that paper. Bet your ass I will sign because I need a beer and it's titties season time. That is the titties and beer that I grew up with. I have one thing left to say. What's that? Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> Cleveland steamer. A Pacheco bomber. Oh. What's that? Get me a girl and I'll show you. I don't, I don't think there's any girls there. <laughs> there's one she's spoken for. Oh, you're talking about Stephanie. St. Stephanie. Sean's other girlfriend's going to find out that he's seeing another girl on the side. <laughs> rap bad, rap bad, rap bad. Bad. I'm Motor. I'm John Foster. P.S. Beerschool.com. It's coming. You knew that. Them and Paxton should get together. Hey, TBN. This is Forum Post Tour Nate here, a.k.a. Brewbum. I just wanted to say congrats on, on 100 of the worst shows ever produced. Blupa ah, yeah. and many more. Hey, Brewcasters, this is Rich, composer and performer of Touch the Felt and First Drunk of the Week. Jeez, I can't believe I've suffered through 100 sessions of the Brewing Network. Ah, Anyway, you guys rock. That is all. Thanks for proving me wrong and making this show a great success. You guys are awesome. Keep it up. Cheers. Chris Graham and the B3 crew. Hi. Hey, this is Drew, otherwise known as uh, Steelers of Beer and Perform. Uh, Justin and the guys, Doc, JP, all you clowns, congratulations on your 100th episode. Uh, keep up the good work and brew strong, my brothers. Hi, Justin, no talent hack. This is Rob from Renton, Washington. Just want to thank you and the other brewcasters for 100 great episodes. Really helped out my home brewing and my beer is so much better for it. Thanks again. Hey, everyone. It's Miracle Camel. Even though I only found the BN a few months ago, I've listened to all 100 episodes and I've become a better brewer because of it for all of you. The BN's a wonderful, giant, functional family and thanks for starting it all for us. What's up, Brewcasters? This is Brotherhood Brew, winner of last year's Conical Christmas Giveaway. I wanted to congratulate you and thank you for 100 episodes of the session. Yo, TBN crew, this is Big Dog, arguably the largest listener you have. I just want to say thank you for all the hard work. I know I haven't been there since the beginning, but you guys made my Sunday night much, much better. And I have to say, and so do my friends, my dear... Rock. Keep going, guys. Never thought I'd see the day. Rednecks like me enjoying listening to some damn dirty hippies. Congrats on a hundred sessions, guys. Montana Fun Boy, out. Hey, Brewcasters. This is David, a.k.a. McRuffin. I'm calling in to say congratulations on the hundredth show, and uh, thanks for all the great advice and information. It's uh, certainly made my beer better. 
Um, and as a member of the Eastern Corps of the BN Army, I was also kind of wondering if you guys had ever figured out what a Brooklyn logger was. <laughs> All right, we're looking forward to the next 100 shows, and uh, we'll see you guys out in the Guy it's because of you that I'm home broke. Thank you so much. Congratulations on your 100th show. Hey Justin, you know Tom Hat. This is Doc from Sydney, Australia, congratulating you on 100 episodes and thanking you for remembering the archive button for the last year. <laughs> Finally, I haven't been seen at work on Monday for the last month and it's all the TBN's fault, along with International Dateline, of course. Well done. Keep the shows coming. Here's to another 100 shows. Cheers. Hold on. <laughs> Small. That one guy was like in a wind tunnel. Hi, this is Duncan Beer from the forum. I'd like to congratulate the Brewing Network on its 100th anniversary. I've been brewing for 17 years, and since I started listening, I've noticed a vast improvement in my beer and a huge impact on my wallet. Thanks for everything. <laughs> G'day, this is Grog from Australia. Congratulations on the 100 shows. Been fantastic, a lot of fun, and some beer information thrown in as well. All the best for the next 100. This is Mr. Big. Congratulations on your 100th show. Informative and helping me make better beer. Thanks. Hey guys, this is Oz. Just want to uh, thank you for the last 100 shows. Nobody ever thought you'd get past the first one, especially me. <laughs> Up your bum. Hey guys. Justin, John, Five O, Neil, Doc, JP, aka Jay Friends. All of you, I just want to say congratulations on a hundred anniversary show. This is awesome. What a milestone for you guys. I'm so happy for you. Uh, keep it going. Keep going. Y'all suck. You're all terrible. No, you're, you're great. Fence uh, CJ out. Bye. Hey guys, it's Code Writing Cool. Congratulations on 100 shows, and I hope there are many more to come. I know there's a lot of work behind every show, and I just want to say thanks. You know what's great about all of that? Who did that? Oh. You were so proud of yourselves for being on time. <laughs> you were so happy <laughs> and proud of yourselves. And now we're 20 minutes behind. Yeah. So uh, basically, I don't know all the players behind it, but the two main who called me and told me they wanted to do this and asked if I'd be the one to bring it in and that kind of stuff was uh-huh. uh, Code code yeah. and uh crotch i think did a lot of the music and yeah you, i was just gonna say that's crotch's music right i love there. it yeah that long tail freak i love that shit yeah so they they were cool enough they called me a couple weeks ago and they're like i bet he has no idea it's no, episode. no I didn't. so when you guys stumbled upon it, i'm like god damn it i had a whole intro ready for you oh shit but, oh yeah ozzy I, had I'd sent like me know, a message i'd like to know how you kept it quiet from us yeah how the hell did you guys get all those actually people? you walked in the room one time when i was talking to code on the phone you're kidding me yeah and did I just stand there like a dope no, no, too, no, like you I had always no do? Idea, and I acted like it was a customer. Uh, and, yeah. uh, wow, well, that, well, I, that was pretty good keeping it away from us. I yeah. had no idea. I, I guess it also helps if you get married around that time too. <laughs> yeah. I had yeah. other things on my mind. Yeah. I'm like, who are you people? Yeah. You gotta lose track of everything. But how do you get in touch with all those people without po- posting on the forum and shit? They, I think they did it all either through private messages or wow. email or something. Yeah, that w- that was so that's clandestine. It was that's scary. Can I just uh, you guys are? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Can I just make fun of it now so I don't cry about it? Yeah. Like a bitch? Please. You guys should have seen the tears on his face. Ah, you should have been taking notes. I've been such a depressed fag all week long, too, (laughs) that I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. Oh. You have the post-Burning Man gay syndrome? I do. I feel like I, I've been a chick all week I long. I need to see a penis. I've got... I've had, I'm going through withdrawals. <laughs> I've had PMS all week long. I'm calling Doc. Penis going, missing syndrome? Doc, tell me I'm not, I'm not the only one who's lonely. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a bad thing, that, that post-Burning uh, Man burnout. Who even figured it out that it was 100 shows? That's, I think Code did. Did he really? And he, he went through and counted them because he wow. was worried that you'd missed a few on the um, archives, but you oh, brought yeah. them in later. So yeah. you're out of order on your um But website. they're all there. Yeah. Wow. That's really so nice. So it's official then. Uh, Close enough. As far as you guys know, 100. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even... <laughs> it could be I a thousand. I no like, Whatever. I didn't even actually listen to the whole thing. I listened to enough to know it was clean enough to Doesn't play. this mean we're syndicated now? Like if we were a television show? <laughs> we we're an organization. <laughs> yeah, we're not a chain. You're a cult. You're a cult, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, what a nice bunch of uh, things to say, too. Everyone talking about their brewing and people from all over the world. You'll never guess who's on the phone. You'll never guess. Uh, Daniela. It's boob. Yeah, uh, boob. You guessed it. Hey, boob. Hey. What's happening, man? I missed it. I was watching the VMA. Oh, oh, that's awesome. You jerk. That's all right. You want me to play it again? No, no, it's all right. I'll, I'll get it on the podcast. It was. Uh, I was. I was. I. From what I heard, I was the first guy on the list. Yeah, I think so. I think you were. Well, I must have missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Doc was watching the VMAs too. You jerk. Yeah. Brittany totally sucked it up. But anyway. Whoa. Uh, yeah, no, congratulations, guys. Thanks, uh, I haven't been listening from the beginning, but uh, from about uh, halfway through the first year, and uh, it's, uh, whatever, it's awesome. Yeah, it's <laughs> shitty, you know. I think it's lipstick poisoning from drawing on his chest too much. <laughs> and by the way, <clears throat> I don't know if you knew this, but you've already done the 50th episode of Lunch Meat. Have we what? done 50 of those? You'll get all well, three people if, calling. If you, count two, if you count the two Butchers episodes. Ah, right. I count those, yeah. That's 50. Yeah, no, wow. you're already at 50. Good Lord. Wow. I don't know why anyone's keeping track of this shit. We just, all, all three listeners are going to call into yeah. that one. We should just play... <laughs> Turn 20, it off. We should play 23 <laughs> minutes of... Uh, of, uh, of uh, got it up either. <laughs> no, no, of, of crickets laid in a bed of metal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just nothing. Yeah, I would love the tribute to lunch meat. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, good job, and, uh, Thanks, brother. get Daniela back here. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> I know. Hey, you do something. <laughs> Thanks, I, what, producer what Boob. What do you mean? I get my wife to take pictures of me with, and draw pictures of, of things on my chest. Oh, I always wondered so if that was She's the one drawing wife. instead of you drawing on yourself. I'm not nearly good enough artist. I'm starting to or think your wife enough. might be as sick as you are. <laughs> She's doing that. Uh, actually, stuff. she cringes when I come up with the things. <laughs> Honey, it's, it's quite comical. I'm like, so, dude, you gotta do this. She's like, I don't know. I'm like, dude, just do it. It's I've, probably I've illegal. Got another I great I idea. Get you, out your lipstick. You can call your wife, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I call Amy, my wife, dude. Can Chris call you, you dude? Bob, <laughs> Bob, you know, it's it's the Midwest. I, I don't know if I can take this picture. It's, it's illegal. <laughs> As long as we don't try and get it developed at Walmart, we're okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The It'll digital take it away. age. It's with a beautiful thing. With the special file, <laughs> right? It's uh, like, hey, what's what's the deal? I'm taking a bath with my daughter and three of her friends. Oh, <laughs> oh. what? Your daughter's uh, like a year old. Yeah, she's three. Oh. she can't even Almost. defend herself. <laughs> 
from you. I mean, where's wait, where's the timer? Somebody set off the, the bump timer. Like surrounding his house <laughs> right now. Lord. All right, monkey. you guys have a good hundred more, buddy. Hey, thanks, Boob. I appreciate it. There's right. the, the, the monkey back. bell. The monkey bell. Draw my chest. Wow, uh, that was something else. That was a, that's, that's a big surprise, cool. man. That was very cool. Thanks everybody involved yeah, that in that. Awesome. Thanks Almost for taking the time. What'd you do? Edit that together? Me? Really? Yeah. You kidding? Or did crotch no, edit that together? That was all crotch and code. I see. Crotch rot. I'm Thanks, just buddy. I'm just the messenger. I see. You're just a delivery man. Yeah. Crotch and code. Thanks, guys. That was they, very, they figured very that was probably of one of the only people you'd trust to give a zip drive to, and you'd you know what? That's they they must listen to this freaking show because that's true. If JP or even Doc had given me something to play on the air, I'd have been like, oh fuck, what is it? Twenty minutes of banjo? Well, <laughs> they asked me to not let anyone know, not these guys. Really? So you guys didn't know either. Nobody uh, had any no clue. idea, man. Wow. I had no idea. Wow. wow, that's cool, huh? Yeah, we'll have to give you guys give Doc. I'm gonna, and JP I'm gonna a go copy. home and I'm gonna, honey, honey, is our hundredth show tonight? <laughs> <It's>, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look how drunk I am. And, um, <laughs> yeah. are, are you doing the show drunk. next week too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, the hundred one, honey. Yeah, she'll say so good. To, it's out of your system then, right? Yeah, honey. Yeah, she does that. It's so. our hundredth episode, and I didn't puke or nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Your kid's on the roof and won't get down. He's riding the goat. <laughs> but the episodes. I think it's quite a coincidence that Olin showed up for number one and number oh, 100. That, uh, wow. He's good luck. So how long do we see again? Like, Yeah, apparently. Thousand, thousand. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come back for a number uh one ninety nine. One ninety nine. Just for, just to shake it up. Write a little that bit. down. Yeah. yeah, you guys are all gonna be like, ooh, yeah. what they do for? He's it. so unpredictable. Yeah, Olin doesn't want to be predictable. So That's my mo. <laughs> in the many words, you can't box me in there. Uh, all right, I gotta take a break and cry like a bitch. That was very nice, everybody. Thank you. I cry appreciate like a that. little girl. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, when we come back, uh, GABF giveaway. One lucky listener. We're also gonna register two more people before we do it. We're gonna have a little fun with that, and uh, I guess we'll celebrate. What the hell? Who knew? That's very cool, everybody. Yeah, yes. Hang in there. We'll be right Thank back. Everybody. You're listening to the Brewcasters. All right. Uh, Brewing classic styles, take one. So we got to do this commercial for the BN. Okay. What do you want to do? I don't know. It's for Jamil's new book. Are you going to get it? Of course. You're going to pay money? I think we get that stuff for free, don't we? (laughs) I haven't got anything for free yet. Have you? No. Got a free kick in the butt. Yeah. This is starting to sound like an episode of The Butchers. Why haven't we done one of those butchers lately? No one likes them. Oh. There's good reason nobody likes those either. What's that? Because I'm short and insecure and you're fat and smell like ass. Oh, man. That hurts. (laughs) All right, should we roll tape? <laughs> All right, let's go. This fall, the most anticipated book in home brewing will be available from just one place. Uh, no, I did you can get it in a lot of places. Well, the most anticipated book in home brewing will be available for pre-order from only one place. That's not true either. All right, smarty pants, but only one place will have it signed. Oh, that's cool. 
TheBrewingNetwork.com offers brewing classic styles by Jamil Zanishev, the most awarded home brewer in history, and home brewing expert John Palmer. Available now for pre-order from the Brewing Network store, signed by Jamil himself. It's every BJCP style. Every recipe is extract and all grain. Every single one has won awards. Every style has some tips on how you brew the beer, what to focus on, what the key parts are of brewing an excellent version of the style. Available this fall, Brewing Classic Styles. Pre-order your copy today. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com for more details. I'm going to tell you about my younger days when my health was good, but my mind was crazed by chemical interactions in my brain. Yes, I got high, you know it's true, but what I'm going to relate to you will keep you just like me from going insane. Cause you know beer is good for you. Beer is good for you. Beer is good for you. Yeah, keep off crack, speed, smoke, you'll just get dumber with every toke. Rocks in your head, no wonder it's called stoned. Your heart beats fast, eyes red as hell, the monkey just gets bigger till your money, lungs, and mind will all be blown. But you know beer is good for you. 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 Dope carnivals inside your head can turn into freak shows instead. Face every imagined horror known to you. Beautiful and exotic, paranoid and psychotic. There's nothing left but sawdust when it's through. <laughs> hey, don't feel bad and don't feel blue about all this jive I'm laying on you. I'm just trying to make a point and make it clear. No, don't get angry. Don't lose hope. Just because you can't use dope, you can always make a real good case of beer. Cause you know beer is good for you. 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 Darker light, it's brown as honey. Where this weight and gold or money. Oh, baby, that beer is good for you. Get your tongue a tingle and your mind a buzz and wake up in the morning with a mouthful of fuzz. Oh, baby, that beer is good for you. And you know beer is good. 
Hi, I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Frecci and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher, longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giant Park. Keeping the ass out of Brewcast. This is the Brewing Network. Okay, we're back. Oh. I get on with things. Wipe the tears out of my eyes. Yeah. All right, listen, my most sincere thank yous to Code and Crotch for putting that together. Oh, just thanks for and thinking of us. Yeah, that's really very nice. And everybody who spent time making a phone call and, and saying good words, that's very cool. Man. Yeah, that's a lot of work, man. That's yeah. good. That's, that was awesome. A lot of phone calls. It's, it's so cool to hear people like, hey, this is so-and-so from I think, Australia. I would think it was over 60 people. From, it might have been 70. I'm not quite sure. And you know, if you missed this and you really wanted to get on this, just call Chris at home. Amy <laughs> <laughs> loves that. On our voice His number is. <laughs> <laughs> that was unbelievable. So thank you very, very much. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that's very kind. You know, I still I'm gonna go home, honey. It's hundred show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are we gonna <laughs> celebrate? Doc, we're gonna have to celebrate together afterwards. <laughs> I know, because uh, you're gonna be <laughs> sad at home with no one to celebrate with. Oh, yeah. Wake up, wake up. We had a hundred show. I didn't even. You know might that. not want to yeah, tell her nice. that. Just act like it's coming way down the future. Yeah. Like I want to at least make it to the hundredth show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like five years from now. I'm telling you, it's good timing too. I look, I turn thirty next week. And I'm real. Oh, dude, you're getting I'm old. Real yeah, you depressed old about that. Uh, like I don't want. I, I don't. I'm not even thinking about celebrating or anything. So, uh, oh, that that was really nice to hear. That hey, was a pick me upper. Well, it's, it's a bump in the road. Yeah. Here, if this helps, my 30th birthday was at least a month of uh, partying. Really? It was the greatest birthday I've ever had. No kidding. I met Amy right after that. Oh, I knew her, but we started dating right after. Wow. That. So, so maybe good things are ahead. Maybe. Instead I'm of not going to guarantee nothing. Because I was Biscuit like, looks good. what he's trying to say right. is maybe you and Amy will start dating right after Afterward, yeah. <laughs> she likes guys who turn 30. Yeah, Amy. <laughs> yeah. Amy's cute. Chris is too old now. <laughs> that's something else. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's just very cool. Yeah. You dodecophile. <laughs> 30. I was like voted, you know, most likely not to reach 30. Yeah. So it's like a whole thing. So now know? you're like, now what? <laughs> yeah. I, I did it. I wasn't counting on this. There you go, jerks. Yeah. 
It'll die right yeah. then. Well, you got, uh, and once you turn 30, you got, I think, four years left to go, and you beat Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that's what I'm going for. I've been trying good. to so look like Jesus. I've been trying to align myself hey, with look, that. So you, you want can people no smashing your record, just cut it right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I even uh, so I even started jogging this week. This is how bad this thirty jogging? thing is yeah. killing me. It's a soft J. I went jogging all week long and uh, slimming down the old belly. You oh, know? Yeah. You, just because you, you jog twice doesn't no, mean he jogged to the kegerator. Don't turn into a Burning Man pussy. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, come on. He, no, he, <laughs> he jogged to the kegerator and he jogged back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I say jogging, I mean loosely. I, I, I ran. Dude, I get the newspaper every morning and it's two steps. <laughs> That's about my jogging. As far as you go. Yeah, you're right. I quit the jogging already. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I'm going back into the death pool. <laughs> uh, very nice, everybody. Thank you. That's awesome. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, we got to do some giveaway stuff. Our Great American Beer Festival giveaway is coming to an end. We've been doing it since July, and uh, we've entered a lot of people. We're going to enter two more names into the hat, and then we're going to do the big drawing. And uh, Well, luckily, Chris Graham bought his new bride, Amy, because we thought we were going to have to have Ugly Doc do the drawing. But, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Short Doc. I'm sorry. Not sorry, short doc. Short, not short and Ugly short Doc. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'll be one. I won't be the other. <laughs> I had to look at Doc naked for half the week. Oh, there's a. That's we, why I started jogging. Well, yeah, I was away, away from camp. It was what I was like. Ah, that's what I got in store for me. I didn't know Doc did the whole uh, no, 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 birthday no, suit deal. No, well, it's no, not. I didn't. But we have a. I've been there, dude. The, no, we have an outdoor wheat. Like it's my fucking camp now. Yeah. Well, dude, uh, don't sit next to the window. First off, there's moron. an outdoor. You that we always yeah, moron. <laughs> there's an outdoor shower at Burning Man. They, it's, it's, they put oh, up this. Placed. But it has walls and stuff, right? Yeah, so except for people sitting it next to the next window. to the RV because it's right that you get it. You can get a sneak peek of whoever's uh, taking a That's shower. On purpose. So me, <laughs> I, I'm like I'm like bringing my clothes with me. I, before I open the door to walk out of the shower, I'm clothed again. Not Doc. Doc's like got a towel over it. He strategically places a towel so that it just covers what needs to be covered. Oh. Both cracks. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 Both cracks. Yeah. He like went and found. Happy find, New Year, everybody. <laughs> he went and found the perfect size towel that he could ho- hang it over his shoulder, covers the front, covers the back, right? And you noticed that. Come on. It, who didn't well, The fact that, that you're staring, that kind of scared everybody, me. You look it at every. It's your 30th birthday. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I'm going to see what's coming. Yeah, this whole girl thing isn't working out so well. <laughs> I'm a Bernie man. What the hell? Uh, what a mess. All right. Uh, well, so now you just convinced Amy to never go to Bernie man. Yeah, now you don't want to go. <laughs> well, it's your anniversary, honey. There you go. I know. We've been thinking about that because I, I really wanted you to be there, Chris. You'd been there before me, and we're thinking, well, shit, now it always falls on your anniversary. Well, we've already talked about it. You have? Yeah. And, and you talked about going together, or, or, or you're allowed to go solo? We're taking no, Amy. We're taking You're going to go together. Yeah. Are you ready for this, Amy? She's ready. Look at it. She's all excited. All right. Show us a preview then. I think. She- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't told her what it's about. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Kumbaya, cool. my friend. So, <laughs> all is, about that. Is your first anniversary then going to be spent at Burning Man? Uh, we'll talk about it. You don't know. Come on. <laughs> uh, you guys didn't even go on a honeymoon yet, did you? Yeah, to come back it. to work. This is it. The show, yeah. our one yeah. hundredth show. Yeah. No, that's what. No, for his for his honeymoon, uh, he went back to the office and Amy got to watch him work. <laughs> Check this out, baby. Yeah. Look at how I type. I got to run some invoices. <laughs> this is hot. Isn't TPS it? reports, dude. <laughs> yeah, Costa Rica. <laughs> that's where we're going. Ah. Uh, 
Ah, very cool. All right, let's enter some names, shall we? Let's do it, man. So let, we got. Uh, we're going to enter two more names into the hat before Doc we do this drawing. Doc. Doc. Um, uh, I asked JP to come up with a contest. Uh, yeah. Because, oh boy. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm tired. Oh of, boy, um, I don't, don't want to know that. Can he one. do it as the gay prince? <laughs> Maybe he should. How many pearls can I put up? My- well, I just like, JP's a creative guy. He's always got good ideas. And I said, all right, listen, we got to do one more entry. We'll do. We're going to do a caller number, whatever. That'll be one of them. And then I asked JP to come up with. Uh, game and so JP, you've had two weeks to figure out how we're going to yeah. do this, and I don't even know the game you got ready. So no, and, and I was kind of excited. Thought hard, it's yeah. going to be great. Yeah, because uh, you Guess know my size. A lot of my stuff gets shot down, but uh, let me <laughs> let me try to find it. Well, we're not talking about the bar line. Yeah. No, I, I got I got notes, and I mean it's a whole it's a whole thing. I have a feeling that JP ideas at More Beer are pretty similar to JP ideas at Bur- at Brewing Network, and we're like. uh yeah, that. I'm okay. glad you thought of that. I'd like to see yeah. the ideas at the well. bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it right here. So I figure what we'll do is, uh, since we like numbers um, <laughs> yeah. so much, this is written oh. on an Amazon.com yeah. receipt. Hey, okay. hey, these are my notes. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll take. A, I'll, I'll take a number. I'll yeah. guess it in my head. Yeah. Someone calls in, tries to guess it. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, that's too hard. That's too hard. What do you think? Are you serious? This is the game that you came up with? Yeah. Guess which number I'm thinking? JP, JP there's too much room for error. What do you think about that? He only had two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> he only had two weeks. <laughs> Owen's used oh, to this kind of crap. Was <laughs> yeah. one-liner. Yeah. Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> this is your game? Look. High B100. I, 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 I kind of thought it was... I kind of, I kind of thought it was pretty good. Wait, so, he put that down like it is the only idea. Yeah, yeah why did you need those notes? What? Uh, why do you need it, notes for that? I, I had a long, I had a lot of, uh, <laughs> lot of look, to think whatever. About what do you got? So I, this was your deal. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what's the range then? Uh, Between one and what? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, look up his number. <laughs> one and twenty. One and twenty. So you want? So people are just gonna call it and guess which number you're thinking. Uh, Between one and twenty. Kind of what I thought. <laughs> you are such a jerk. <laughs> this is why you're supposed to pre-think shows, Justin, oh, before man. you go on. Yeah, I got one. How about outguess Justin? <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> All right, eight 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 four zero one beer. Guess what number JP is thinking? Well, I got it. Wait, I got to. I got to get one. Hang, I got to think one. Wait. <laughs> oh, you haven't thought of it yet. One <laughs> it's been two weeks. Come on. Oh man, His brain's okay. been numb. Uh, the idea. Okay, I got one. I got it. <laughs> You've got your number. Do you want to write it down? Should I write it down? Yeah, you I probably don't. should. And I want you I changing want it. I can type in the chat room so they can guess for me. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it like um, National Lampoon's Las Vegas Vacation, where Clark yeah. Griswold's in the casino and he's trying a new game? Yeah, yeah. and it's guess which number I'm thinking. Yeah, it's it's all about. There's not real like normal games here, Clark. <laughs> Try it's this one. Yeah. Oh, we got a call. My number. Oh no, oh, here we go. Close. So someone else feel okay. this, or have you written down your number? Yeah, I got David? it right here. Yeah, uh, caller. Who, who? Wait, wait, wait! Don't say the number yet. Hang in there, buddy. Because we don't, don't believe you. Don't jump the gun. Who are we talking to? Uh, Dressel Brew. All right. And where are you calling from? Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. All right. You want to guess the number? I'm right. gonna guess seven. Oh my god! <laughs> are you serious, Picture JP? Idiot. Let me look. <laughs> It's, are you freaking serious? It's gonna be 7 or 13, I mean, come on. JP, you are such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah, you won, brother. Yeah. It was number 7, he showed it to me, he wrote it down. 
Oh, sweet. I'm glad right. that ridiculous game didn't get drawn out. <laughs> oh, no, the second one is, uh, guess the second number. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so we got to write down uh, Dressel Brew on the same size piece of paper as all the others. and uh, Which JP's written his name on a bunch. So. Hey, Dressel, do me a favor and just email me all your information just in case uh, you're the one who gets drawn. Uh, you got this so easy, you might have won. Who knows? Um, did you buy any vials of White Labs? Are you in the hat already? Um, well, I should be in there once. I qualified. I was caller 12 a few weeks back. Oh, okay. All right. Well, look at you. you. He, can't quali- he can't qualify again. He's not supposed to qualify and again. And I mixed them in here, so this really sucks. Uh, He's already well, in there I, now. Did I get in the last time? I never heard an email back. Yeah. No, you're in. Yeah, your name's already in. So we got to do it again. <laughs> you, can, you confuse everybody. Yeah, all right, you're in there, Dressel. That's fine. All right, uh, no, because remember, we what? we who did we shoot down? Camel. We shot down Camel last time <sighs> when he tried to play. It's, we're we're, we're going to get screwed from one person to the other. Okay. You know what? Yeah, I can't. We're going to call right. a fix here. Well, well he's I mean, right. No, no offense, but Dressel, we know but, which one know. it is. It's the orange colored one. So if it gets yeah. drawn, it's well, not it's, valid. It, Chris, it's Dressel Brew. All right, Dressel, it's I can't the enter only you. One in there. I'm sorry, you okay. can't. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sorry. But how, how do we know that? But you've got other names hard. in the hat, so that's right. Well, if, yeah. we, if we pick that one, we're going to have to draw again. I'm sorry, brother. What if you pick these other two that are already? Well, we, I know, we know the difference between the two. Yeah, I, okay. I forgot. But JP's right. I shot down somebody else for playing twice, and so yeah, my fault. Uh, sorry, you brother. Drunk, no pants, bastard. Thanks for playing. Uh, how'd you guess? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, brother. All right, thanks. I'll talk to you later. I got a new one. All right, yeah, have you yeah, picked right. a new number? I got a new one. Number. All right, eight 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 four one beer. The phone lines are open. Call th- and guess. I which. think what it was is before he guessed, I was thinking of the number. This time, I'm not even going to do that. <laughs> What? You know what? He only counts up to ten. <laughs> we we know the thing goes up to twenty. Yeah, he only counts to ten. Look, I, I can't even read his number. That's what Little the greatest cl- part about it is. All right, call it. Who are we talking to? This is Casey. Right, Casey, have you won uh, yet on one of our on-air contests for this? No, no. Remember, I called in last week or the week before last, and yeah, my my story wasn't good enough. Oh, okay. Oh. So you've played but not won. That's a, okay. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, go ahead. Guess the number. Oh, man, this is ridiculous. This is um, so stupid. Twelve. <laughs> twelve. Uh, no, I'm sorry, you're it's wrong. It's not twelve. Thanks for playing, brother. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> this is the lamest game I've ever heard in my life. It, it is so lame. the car I'm holding up in my... Well, yeah. Can we make him do this as the gay prince? Yeah. Come on. But you're playing it though, so Thanks, we're brother. kind of in the yeah, same no, boat, man. Still running out calling in, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, whatever. All right, man. <laughs> whatever. Later. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this. Uh, leave it to us on our 100th show yeah. to bring it strong. Yeah, yeah. Do this sort of awful radio. You are such a douchebag, JP. I'm sorry, man. 888-401-BEER. Guess which number JP is thinking of. And uh, it's not 12. <laughs> Should it be 188-401-DOUCHE? <laughs> yeah. It's probably We're, seven. We have to change our number for the next 100 shows. Oh, Chris just said it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, caller, who are we talking to? Crazy Jack. Crazy oh, Jack. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if I want Crazy Jack at GABF with us. <laughs> Actually, he's he, sleeping in your room. The you winner's got right. no. We already decided that ev- everything has to do with JP. Sleep bunking with JP, going to dinner with JP, everything. <laughs> JP all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's? Go ahead and guess yeah, the number. That kind of seems excited. Crazy. I have to hide Dang. all my belts so no one hangs himself. What was the number? 
16. 16. 16. Ooh, Is it nope. 16? No. All right. Uh, thanks you know for, what? Thanks, often, Crazy Jack. He often chooses 16, but not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, brother. No problem. All right. So it's not 12 or 16. It's your favorite numbers. <laughs> 12 and 16. I really wish that the first caller could have been valid so we could be done with this. Yeah. Well... What are you going to do? <laughs> Keep taking calls, I yeah. guess. 888-401-BEER. Caller, who are we talking to? Oh, did I hang up on you? There you are. Hey, caller, who are we talking to? Hey, this is Jezuski. Jezuski, go ahead. Uh, what's your What's your guess? I'm going to guess 17. No, it's not uh, 17. Thanks, brother. Yeah, some game you guys got. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, this, this takes wow. skill and knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you well, do you do have to remember the previous numbers. Yeah, it's really getting. hard. Well, the fact that everyone's to, guessed above the ten line, yeah, you yeah. have to write down the numbers that it's not. <laughs> JP, man, I hate your guts. <laughs> this is such awful radio. Uh, caller, who are we talking yeah, he's to? Pretty good. Jay Brewer. Jay Brewer. Okay. All right. Uh, from far away. Uh, what's your What's your guess, man? I'm saying fifteen. Fifteen. No, not the not the right number. Thanks, man. Later. <laughs> Man. I'm sorry. I'm surprised Jay Brewer could still, like, you know, enunciate. I'm surprised we're not, like, playing patty cake for who wins. <laughs> Pretty soon people are going to be, like, 15. Wait, was that said yet? Uh, crap. 12. <laughs> Caller, who are we talking to? This is DJ Santa. DJ Santa? Yeah. Why do you call yourself DJ Santa? It's an abbreviation of my name. I see. All right, fair yeah. enough. We wait, can barely wait. hear you. Say nice and loud. What number are you picking? This is number three, baby. Number three. No, that's not the right number. Thanks, man. <laughs> so it's, his name is Doug Gerald Santa? Okay. San- Gerald would be a... Santana, a, maybe, or something. Was it DJ or DG? DJ. He's yeah, in the form. So. Or in the chat room, rather. We have to work into that one. Oh, how long is this going to take? Caller, well, you're, you're on the air. What's happening? Right. Who are we talking How's to? How's it going? Who are we talking to? Guys, uh, Mason. All right, Mason, what's your guess? I'm thinking maybe it's a trick, and he's going to go with number seven again. Uh, it's it's not know, number seven. I, I would have pulled that one, too. Yeah. All right, thanks, brother. All right. Yeah, later. Uh, 888-401-BEER. We're still, do you have a name for this game, JP? <laughs> yeah, it's it's guess what number I'm thinking. <laughs> I should have known. I think that it's a working and, and title. And I'm though. JP. But I'm hoping to, I'm hoping we could really get at this at the GBF. <laughs> you think it should be one of our on the floor games? Yeah. I think it'll drive a lot of people over. Uh, caller, who are we talking to? No, he didn't want oh, to play. Come on, oh, he, up he, wanted to play. he could have had the, the right number right there. Now I'll never know. 888 I can't be, believe people even want to play this game. <laughs> uh, caller, who are we talking to? This is, uh, Nice Tips. Nice, nice what? Nice, nice tips? tips? As in T-I-P-S? Oh, no. T-I-T-S. Oh, it is. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, nice tits. Uh, what's your... Uh, <laughs> Thank what, you. What, what, All right. What's your guess, brother? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm hoping you'll win. So <laughs> I'm, going you with, I'm going with 13. Uh, what's the number? What's the number? 13. 13. Lucky 13. No, I'm sorry, nice tits. No. But, uh, but you got nice tits. I wanted to give it to him, too. I know. Oh. I just wanted to announce our winner is nice tits. Nice tits. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, brother. All right. Oh, how many numbers are left? Well, not enough. Caller, who are we talking to? This is Derek. All right. Derek, what's your guess, man? 13. Ah, we're repeating Double. numbers now. Oh, no, you gotta pay no. attention. Uh, no, it's not the win. Thanks, man. 
All right. We're almost done. Everybody writing down he what's been picked. He wasn't listening to his radio. How many numbers are left? Do we know? Ten-ish. Uh, Only <laughs> half. Uh, caller, who are we talking to? Hey, it's Hot Rod. All right, Hot yeah, Rod. You're one in ten, buddy. Yeah, what you got? One in ten. Uh, one. All right. Nah, it's not one. Ah, JP, you're a loser. <laughs> True. Loser. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for that. All right, ten. Hot Rod, I'm, I'm going to the GABF, though. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Leave it to JP. JP has to lash out I know. at the end of a good... I mean, that was a good insult. You should have just taken that like a man. Look, whatever you say to me. <laughs> <laughs> Caller, who are we talking to? This is Keggerator. All right, Keggerator. What's your guess, man? Eight. Eight? No. Uh, we're to say no. It's not eight. We're sorry, you're home brother. with, you know, nothing. Thanks for playing. <laughs> with memories. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and send you home with nada. Yeah. Thanks, guys. But if you do make it to the GABF, you Thanks can stay with Doc. We got a lot of nothing over here. Yeah. There a can't be that, that many numbers left, right? How can it not be guessed? Are you cheating? No, I, I you, got the number. Oh, you have the number? I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm re-guessing every time, isn't that? <laughs> Is that what we're supposed to do? Yeah. Be here all night. Um, is there a number? It's eight o'clock. Didn't I say we're gonna do this between seven and seven thirty? It's it's seven fifty nine. Stupid. You know what? We show. were on time until Chris showed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, leave Don't it. ever blame me for not being on time. I love it when our sponsors are who fucks up the show. Ah, <laughs> uh, caller, who are we talking to? Hey, it's Thomas. All right, Thomas. What's your guess, man? Number nine. Number nine. No, it's uh. not nine. Sorry, brother. He said ass. He did? <laughs> Tom S. <laughs> wow. Doc's back, everybody. Welcome back, Doc. Caller, who are we talking to? This is Kegerator again. <laughs> Round the horn. Yeah. Uh, should we let him? or let's yeah, or, or He made it through. Uh, he did make it through. He made it. No, it's two separate calls. Doc says yes. So yeah, go right. ahead, Kegerator. Is he entered in already? No, are you? no, not yet. Okay. Go ahead. I've got the number two. No, it's not number two. I tried, man. Sorry, brother. <laughs> it's going to come down to the last. Like, the person who's actually keeping track is, yeah. is going to get it. Yeah. Who, who's, It'll who's come that? down to the last one. I don't know. Who is this person out there? You notice no, that Doc is uh, always looking out for the little guy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's just a little guy. <laughs> All right, caller, who are we talking to? It's Pierre. Pierre. All right, uh, what's your guess, it's man? Forum. It's number 19. 19. Oh, it's not it's 19. Been and we're narrowing it down. How many numbers are left? Like two. <laughs> How is this possible? Uh, the first one is done in the first guess, and now we're getting down to, to the last yeah, the first guess. guess was a freaking moron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Hey, it's our listeners. All right, caller, who are we talking to? Yeah, this is uh, Yabush. 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 All right, brother, what's the guess, man? 20. It's not 20. Alright. Yeah, fitty, fitty chance, man. I can't believe this is going on still. Might be four. <laughs> four numbers left, you yeah. think? Caller, who are we talking to? Uh, digital paper. Alright, digital. What's your guess, man? Dig. 20. Uh, <laughs> can we start giving hints to people? Uh, it's not yeah, 20. okay, it's not 20, yeah. <laughs> it's the delay. It's can we start giving hints yes. to the next caller? The last caller picked 20, dude. Wrong guess. Oh. Oh. Yeah. All right, thanks for playing, man. All right, I'm drunk, too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll hang up and go, what did I just do? Yeah. That was one of my favorite uh, 
favorite things in the in the 100 show tribute. The guy who was like, "Thank you for letting me feel like it's okay to drink 20 beers in a yeah. night." <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Ah, uh, what an awful thing to have attributed to us. Caller, who are we talking to? Benny Puppet. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, last... pulls her over. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, both me and Vinny don't want to see the Vinny Puppet <laughs> at GABF, man. But we'll let yeah, you. But my number is number eleven. Number eleven? Uh, no, sorry, Vinny Puppet. Good guess. I never felt more like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix before in my life. <laughs> Take the blue pill. Dodging a bullet. Get it? No. Okay. Sorry. I didn't really get it, but I'm glad you explained it. Just like you explained the rules to this game. <laughs> Don't guess something someone well, already guessed. Well thought out. <laughs> yeah. Call it. Call her. Who are we talking to? It's Top Shelf. Who is Top it? Shelf? Oh, Top yeah. Shelf. Yeah. What's happening, sister? Well, I figured, I guess, four. Cheers. No. no. That's too bad. I wish I Top wish Shelf had one. You know why? Because it's only one ticket. Exactly. So Crotchrot's yeah. left at home, and Top Shelf gets to go to GAVF. Yeah. Sorry, Crotch. Yeah, I already I said she won. <laughs> All right, thanks for playing. I already said she won. Bye. Later. If she passed the phone to Crotch, would that count as one phone call or two? <laughs> That's true. Crotch, you want to give a guess? What is there? Can't be anything left, right? There, there is. You guys well, are obviously cheating. there is. No, I know what it is. All right, caller, who are we talking to? This is Kegerator again. All right, Kegerator, what's your guess, man? Four. <laughs> Dude, come on. Sorry, brother. It's the delay. Some people have like a four-minute delay. So it's like a they, even on the delay. Oh, wait, even oh, on the phone. Oh, oh wait, I guess wait, they don't know. Just, right? just wait, wait. Wah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, caller, who are we talking to? This is Mason again. All right, Mason, go ahead. It's like all six callers have. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go Babe Ruth number three. Uh, no. No. <laughs> now how can it be? No. It right. can't happen to me. Sorry, man. All right. <laughs> Did you see? All right. Uh, How could it be? I hope we're getting somebody new here. I'm getting, I'm getting a Skype call. Caller, who, who are we talking to? Justin wants some strange. Hey, caller, who are we talking to? Uh, this is Ace. A- what is Ace? it? Ace. Ace. <laughs> nice right. piece of... He said Ace. All right, Ace. Well, you got a guess? Uh, yeah. Um, Is it number five? <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me, guys. Uh, sorry, Ace. You are wrong. Right. It's a nice piece of ace. No! My game is stumping people. <laughs> yeah, with 20, 20, wor- 20 letters there. Yeah, it's great. There's, there's, no, there's only 20 <laughs> numbers. numbers. There's only 20 nice numbers, one, but we've had like 28 calls. It, that's what I'm thinking, too. <laughs> Caller, who are we talking to? That's you. Who are we talking to? <laughs> Caller. I'm going to drop you. Oh. Drop you. Oh. I think he said the number, too, right? Did oh, you yeah. hear no, it? Was the kidding, oh. it was zero, I think. I heard it. <laughs> he was trying to say Dead it. air. <laughs> I wonder if I should take a Skype. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Skype's good. <laughs> Skype it. Skype it. All right. Brian's on Skype. Brian, you got a guess? Hey, Brian. Put, put the caller on hold, though, too. Yeah. Well, if you're not going to talk to me, yeah. can't help you. We need verbal. What was that? Well, that was my weird phone system. Come on, people. You're dragging this game out. It's unbelievable. Listen to what other people have said. <laughs> We're down to, like, nothing. 888-401-BEER. They said That's everything the but this one? All right, caller, listen. What's your name? Uh, Parker. Parker. Is this uh, Kevin Parker? Yes, it is. Hey, brother. I, listen, I oh, hope that you, you've you been paying attention 
And I'd love to see you at the GABF. Parker's, Parker helped us out with our New York videos, which are slowly oh, appearing cool. on the website. The irony and, uh, of this answer, too, is great once you hear it. Really? All right, Parker, have you been paying attention? Uh, yeah, well, I've got a, a scrambled-up list of numbers sitting here on a piece of paper. Okay. That's a good man. All right. What's and your... I just got to say, man, this is really just a fantastic game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now that you're it, the it, one answering. Hey, Parker. It, 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 you know, it's almost better than deal or no deal. <laughs> Parker, if, if you deal need, if you need like, a corporate game to, like, like a team-building <laughs> thing or something at work, let me know. I'll, I'll work something up. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, there's, a, there's a blooming career in game show <laughs> consulting for you, Great, me, great me and, job. Me and Tony <laughs> Robbins are... Already you know the I'm deal. Gonna, I'm go gonna go. Shit. Twelve. Yeah. Oh, oh damn it! I was God. pulling for you, Parker. It's already been guessed. Yeah, a couple times. Oh, I can't so. keep up with the speed of the game. All right, guys, have a good night. Yeah. Write twelve down and call back. <laughs> he, he can't keep up with the speed of the game and the skill involved. I got Henning on the phone here on Skype. Henning, can you hear me? Irony of this. Hello. All right, hey, Henning. You got a guess, man? Hey, what the hell? All right, what's your guess? Troll us the number and turn down your radio. Turn down your radio, will you? Henning. Henning, Henning, turn your radio down. Let me walk over there. I tell you what, Henning, you're on hold until you figure out how to turn your radio down. I'm going to the phones. Caller, who are we talking to? Are you talking to Justin? All right, Justin. I'm pulling for you because you got a fantastic name. Uh, <laughs> what's your guess? Uh, I'd say 17. It's already been guessed. No. Sorry. The irony of this answer is just great. Well, right. don't give any hints, Chris. Henning, did you figure out how to turn your thing down? No. Henning. What? What state was New York? All right. We're, we're gonna Maybe stick he was with fighting. The, we're going to stick air. with the phones then. All right, caller. Who are we talking to? Uh, this is Nice Cans. <laughs> nice can. We want him to win. Come on. <laughs> All right, nice cans. What's your guess? Uh, seventeen. Oh, oh. sorry, dude. Yeah, did you do that Jim. the last time we called I and guessed so. the same number previous? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hi, this is uh, Sweater Hogan's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My God, what a waste of people's time this is. <laughs> I got to pee. This is blouse balloons. Um. <laughs> Caller, who are we talking to? Joe Brewer again. All right, man. What's your guess? 18. There it is. Hey! Hey! That's right. where the irony is right there. <laughs> Think about it. The two numbers yeah. he came up with. Lucky number seven. Lucky and when number... is she legal? <laughs> I'm the only one anybody hasn't guessed. All right. Say your name slowly and clearly so that we get it right here. Go ahead. My name is Chris Soule. Okay, that's fine. And then just email me the rest of your contact information, if you would, in case we draw you. Sounds good. Thanks, brother. All right, man, thanks. All right. Okay. And now we're going to take uh, caller number three, 888-401-BEER. Caller number, caller number three. three. to guess. That's our uh, second <laughs> entry. Caller number three is going to do I'm not dragging this out any longer. Guess, guess what JP's thinking. <laughs> I thought it was good. Guess what JP is thinking. I love it. You don't want to guess that one. That good man. Should I file it? I got the paperwork. Should I file this for a possible possible thing? Another game? Uh, yeah. Patent. Maybe you should write down patent, guess what uh, JP is thinking. Hey, Parker Brothers and I got something going on. <laughs> that guy Parker didn't think so. All right. So next, we had caller uh, one and two, but. Next, now they've now they've gone dead. And people aren't dialing fast enough. Caller number three is going to... The next caller... There, there it is. There it is. Who's it going to be? Caller number three, who are we talking to? 
Hey, it's Hot Rod again. Hot Rod, you're now registered. Uh, to, we're going to put your name in the hat, my brother. All right, great. All right. Thanks. Yeah, email me all of your contact information in do case we, we draw your name, please. Hot Rod? Or? All right, we'll do. Thanks, brother. Later. All right, so we've added two more names to the hat. Are we going to take a break before we do this? Of course we are. That's how you do radio. We have another call coming in. They're just guessing numbers again. (laughs) See if they can guess what. (laughs) All right, let's do it. What JP's wearing. (laughs) All right, uh, caller, uh, guess what JP is thinking. Yeah, you're right. You're right. A whining baby. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Winner. (laughs) (laughs) Who are we talking to? This is Branson. All right, Branson. You're a little late. Uh, we've got all our entries, although I would love to enter you just for guessing what JP was thinking. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> hey, Branson's the one who gave us that little present, a little email present. Oh, yeah, that's right. Email present. The, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh... <laughs> the, uh... Oh, am I not... What am I... Is it a big secret? I'm not well, allowed to say it? I don't know. I, think, uh, I don't care. I think I maybe we'll do the, something fun know, with it later. it's not even that exciting anymore because it's actually being published. Yeah. Oh. He sent us the PDF of, uh, If I Did It. If I Done by Did O.J. It. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. If I were to do that, I re- this is mm. what I am would do. Mm. If I am done, did that. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I uh, started. Guys are going down. I started reading through it too. It's actually it's fascinating. What? <laughs> so I kind of skipped through the whole thing except for the night in question. Oh, you went right uh, to the to the heart of it. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares about his life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played football. Good point. Yeah. This is why she done deserved it. <laughs> this bitch needed it. Why is she complaining? She got free air conditioning. (laughs) All right, Branson. Thanks, brother. All right, we'll talk to you later. Later. All right, so uh, we're taking a break. When we come back, one of you is going to find out that you've won a trip to the GABF plus dinner with JP. Are you going to take that? No, I'm not taking it. We're going to break now. It's getting ridiculous here. Olin came out here for the 100th show to give away some tickets. Dang it. Uh, he's sitting there chatting away with himself. Uh, I can't leave to let this go on all night. So when we come back, <laughs> Olin is going to give away a, uh, a trip to the GABF courtesy of Beer, Beer, and More Beer, White Labs Yeast Company, the Great American Beer Festival, and the Brewing Network, which is pretty much Doc. Doc's the Brewing Network. So uh, uh, we're giving away a trip, all expense paid. We've got all our names in the hat. And you're going on the B3 private jet. Yes, the B3, <laughs> which is Southwest. Yes, yes. And, Southwest. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, first class. The lovely Amy is going to draw the name, and the lovely Olin is going to read the name, because I figure he can handle that. It's like two words, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Uh, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Hang in there. I'm real excited to find out uh, that I played the wrong file there. Let me get rid of these. How many breaks have we taken? Three, right? I'm not familiar. I think it was 18 breaks. Oh, now we Grab a beer, everybody. You got a few minutes here. Get settled in. I know you're excited. Somebody out there is going to win. And if you're listening live and we draw your name, you also get a year's supply of yeast. Hang in there, kids. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Sunday night. 
five o'clock rolls around. What's that sound? The voice of the brewing underground. I rush home. What's with the abacast stream? Goddamn, it's almost time. Why don't you work? Fucking thing, it's 502. I reboot. Ass hat iTunes. I hope Justin made the free FM commute. I'm on. Thank God, not a moment too soon. Holy shit, I just got booted out of the chat room. I won't crack, motherfucker, when you do your risk. And 02, I'll hail the Pope Jay-Z. Do like I told you. Do what he say. Well, okay, at least mostly. And hit that fucking whirlpool vibe. Sometimes I don't, and I won't, bitch. More than a little bitch. Vile of that sweet shit that likes like that arrow. Damn, my east will not prove and fucking booth being rude. Boom, that goes to blow off food and fuck this old chat room. I want out, just in chat. That goes my chocolate stout. And I never want to hear the word run high, skip about. I give up. 50G, why don't you push eject me? I'm screaming Gucci when D pushes me off the screen. Jamil, JP, Johnny G, I can't think, I can't think, but then I hear Doc's little voice in my ear screaming, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink. The BN. going for a silver or gold. The BN. But do my bitch form a cold. The BN. Groove, get unrefined. The Bruin Network. I'm safe five gallons at a time. The BN. going for a silver or gold. The BN. I need some TBN Bach. What a shock, there's always holding the stock. Tick-tock, the visa's unlocked, Sean. Knock, knock, doc. Can you walk the walk? Pull out an airlock. A cock in his world flock. There's no my box. Into the mask goes a butt crack like a true breeder. It's that a pale ale, my man, Boogita. Floofa, you beer nerds. That's how you just heard. The only man I know whose name is a cuss word. Come hanging with Jays. I'm a Justin Haggerty. And no one understands a word Daniela says. Either biscuit, the pit bull, or code right info with if you're a crack, if you got the Jane hat, do line Excel, push my hat, go tip pound mat, bet trans is a low fat, and let's meet some grass ass. And what about Crouch Rock? He's more than just down the block, and then there's homegrown cops, he's missing just like us. Yo, I don't know, I can't see, I can't see, but then I hear Doc's little voice in my ear screaming, Who's gonna be out in the desert with me? The BN, and he going for a silver or a gold. The BN, but do my bitch form a cold. The BN, groove, get unrefined. The Bruin Network, I'm safe. You wrote another hook to the song Hell yeah, about a shun Beneath C, come like to find me I'm talking about the way your funk makes me call thee Why, bro, come on, Chris, go ahead and ship me a vibe On the sweet little hoes, that's a big fat red head It must be Sean O'Bet, or it could be Roger's ass smacked I'm a hit there this, bitch, a flying donkey fist Calling K's the shit, downtown that scientist Drizzle, fizzle, my man, Chris Graham Next to Morgan, I hope A-O-N-D proves to be hot Damn, damn Sean Pat it's Gordon, come on, Dan. I'm taller than you, both lying down. Just don't stand down. We go, please don't cry. Although, we're gonna rock the fucking roof right off this beach. So, be in. going for a silver or a gold. So, be in. But do my bitch form a cold. So, be in. Crew, get unrefined. The Bruin Network. I'm safe five gallons at a time. So, be in. going for a silver or a gold. So, be in. You don't know the bitch form a cold. So, be in. Crew, get unrefined. The Bruin Network. I'm safe five gallons at a time. I could have mixed it with chocolate and vagina. It still wouldn't help. Drink! Can you imagine a world without liquid yeast or German Pilsner malt? No rinse sanitizer. East Kent Goldings. Neither can Northern Brewer. 
Since 1993, Northern Brewer has been dedicated to spreading the enjoyment of good brewing and good beer by bringing these and other products to home brewers everywhere. They have a comprehensive selection of ingredients and equipment for making beer, mead, wine, cider, and soda with thousands of different items in stock. Everything you need in one place at a great price. Tech support and order advice from their expert and friendly staff is available by email or phone seven days a week. Fast and accurate shipping combined with their central location in Minnesota, USA. Means you never have to wait long for your order. Request a free full color catalog by calling toll free 1-800-681-2739 or visit them online at northernbrewer.com. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> <laughs> The home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. And now back to the Brewcaster. The Brewcaster. On the Brewing Network. Glad somebody's paying attention. I'm out there eating granola because I'm about to turn 30. <laughs> all right, everybody, the moment you've all been waiting for. The giveaway. Someone's going to GABF, going on a date with JP. I'm going to shack up with him there. He puts out, too, so uh, don't worry about that. Oh, I am I'm e- about as easy as that game was. <laughs> and I take about as much forethought. Okay. So we had we thought long and hard about how to do this. <laughs> you said thought. <laughs> so, here's what we're going to do. We're going to draw the winning name, but we're not going to look at it. Nobody's going to look at it. We're going to have the winning name drawn and, and set aside. But then we're going to draw runners-up. We didn't want to draw runners-up first because I don't want to take away chances from anybody. The more names you have in the hat, the better chance to win the first prize. So everybody who's entered the competition, you're all in there, and we're going to draw the winner. Amy's going to draw it and not show it to anybody. And uh, don't even look at it yourself, Amy. It's going to be real secret, real secret-like, like the CIA and the FBI. And uh, The Food Beverage Institute? How many runners what up? was that, JP? <laughs> There's a phone call. And then we're going to... Um, Number 12. <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, let's go two runners up and then the grand prize. And we got a couple of different prizes to give out to the runners up. But we're going to draw this in, out of order. Yeah, the winner's going to be drawn right now. So why don't we go ahead? Are you shaking it up? You getting it all mixed up it's in there? Good and mixed up. You should we say how many? Uh, roughly how many names are in that? What is it? It's close three, to it's close to four thousand names. Yeah, so. I was going to say thirty eight hundred so, to four thousand. It's really close to four thousand names. You guys have done great with this competition. You've really gone out there and uh, bought yourself some yeast. A lot of brewing going on. <laughs> Way to buy yourself some yeast. Way to buy yourself some yeast. Well, it's kind of cool because if you think about it. 
So for, what is it, 3,800 names or whatever it is that are in there, that's a lot of batches of beer that are going to get brewed because of this competition. I like to hear that. Yep. So a lot of good beer out there. So why are we, why are we doing the big prize poor. first? We're going to do that. We're drawing why? the big prize. Because we're going to be different? Uh, no, because I want... No uh, fanfare? Da, 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 da. We're not going to say the big prize. We're not going to let everyone know who won the we're big prize. We're just going to draw it because I want all of the best chances to be in there for the grand prize. So you see what I mean? Like if we draw your name for a runner-up, that's one less chance you have to win the grand prize. And I don't like that. But I it think. pretty much means even if you drew it and you win the winner up, runner-up, you're still the runner-up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, Great logic in that one. <laughs> but uh, I'm not very good at math, so everyone can just follow yeah. along. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we just start at the bottom and we pull up all the losers until we're done with losers. <laughs> and at the end, we have a winner. Yeah. And they have to guess what JP's thinking. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, yeah, the person who okay. wins is actually going to have to guess what JP's thinking. That's 3,999. <laughs> You're a loser. Loser. <laughs> loser. <laughs> Now, Olin, are you ready for this? We've been building the suspense. I, 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 uh, looking at you, I feel like you're exploding with anticipation. I'm ready. I'm Look saving at myself. Him. He, he's saving crawling him. out of his chair. What did we even talk about on your first show when we were here? Do you remember? Uh, a little bit of the history of more beer. Okay. Yeah. That, that and how you wouldn't make it past ago. two shows. Yeah. <laughs> that was before the first show. Now, were you were you in there with Chris Graham thinking that this whole thing was a bunch of shit and you thought, <laughs> hey, we'll just see how it goes? Hey, we sat down with you and John about... Uh, you did. Uh, I don't know, two months before the first show. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Actually, all We had was a lot of laughs. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty fun. <laughs> but so you, you guys all re- remember that... Uh, I wasn't even in the cards at that point. No, so. you, you weren't there God, yet. No, but you were speaking clearly at that point. So, <laughs> yeah, you were sober at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Olin was great though because as John and I were coming up with ideas, we'd go sit down with Olin because uh, we, we kind of looked up to him and what he had done with the company already. And we thought, you know, we're about to start the same kind of thing, little grassroots. So, what do you think? And uh, it was depressing sitting down and talking <laughs> to you, Olin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're like, uh, you know, I think that's a good idea, but, uh, you know what you said that has rung true? This is what you said to me. Uh, you're, Don't hire JP. You're getting into an industry, um, you know, that doesn't have any money, so be ready to be broke for the next few <laughs> years. But you have a lot of good friends. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to really enjoy your time being broke with the people you meet. But that's pretty amazing, the tape that you just played. Yeah. Yeah. That 70 cool. broke people who are your best friends. <laughs> who are yeah. all excited about this thing. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, that was cool. And, ve- of course, Beer, Beer, More Beer has been with us since the beginning and been very supportive. You guys did our first uh, guerrilla marketing campaign because we put a bunch of flyers in all of the shipments that you guys were doing. Happy to do it. And that was very cool because we we got a ton of exposure out of that. The first show that we ever did, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, um, but we had more listeners tune in than could listen than could listen than we could yeah, handle. I, I think I was one of them. <laughs> that you were like, off. Fuck like this. what the fuck? We just put all these on. We're there. way too popular. And that was it. You know, definitely doing part. We we didn't take out ads anywhere or anything like that. We just we did the flyers and more beer shipments. We posted on a couple of forums. That's how like Crotchrot. I remember Crotchrot was emailing me a week before we ever broadcast, saying, "Hey, I just heard about this thing, and I think it's awesome." I can't wait to hear the first show, and he's the only one who stuck around the whole time. <laughs> That's been cool. <laughs> so I'm glad to have you guys here doing this. This is a big giveaway for us. Let's go ahead and let Amy draw the winning name. 
So winner, you will. You're already going to be in. And in, she closes her eyes too. She's so so she's good, good at that. Yeah, she's uh, she knows the rules. Okay, the winning name is in Amy's hand. No and one gets to look at it, no, up. and she won't even let her husband look at it. She no one gets to see it. Amy's holding on to it. She's she just put it in her bra, and her eyes are still <laughs> closed. <laughs> <laughs> so we all know Chris Graham doesn't even get to go there. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're married now. Yeah, you're married. So, uh, you can't do that. <laughs> he does get to go there. No, wait. No, he, he doesn't, doesn't get to go exactly. there. Exactly. It's the only safe place. Uh, so you're you done. Know, the wallets. Now those are all shared and everything. If she put it in her wallet, then that you know he'd be able to he'd have access to that. But uh, the bra off limits. Off limits. Visa calls me when she does like a five dollar purchase. She'll <laughs> <laughs> have to okay it. <laughs> I deny most of them. <laughs> I think we but should. But I need a pack of gum. <laughs> I think we should do newlywed check-ins every couple of months, see how you two are doing. <laughs> All right, so the winning name has been drawn. We're going to do two rummers, uh, rummers up. Rummers up. And then uh, we'll uh, announce uh, the winner. Do I have a call? Yeah. It's, oh, I see. Yeah. Grog from Oakland. Oh, from, from Ozland. Grog, what's happening, brother? For Christ's sake, thank God you got to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. Hey, that was a short wait time for this show. Oh, okay. Look, congratulations for your 100 shows. Thanks, and, brother. And um, to, to Crotch and Code, well done yeah. uh, for getting everyone together to um, to put a little, little comments on there. Uh, it's been a fantastic show. Uh, I've been listening to um, the broadcast for quite some time on oh, yeah. um, the podcast as well as live. Appreciate that. today off work, and I'm, I'm half stung already. <laughs> um, it's a bit of a problem though too because uh, part of the reason I got today off was to um, do some work around the house and using power tools after um, oh. the morning on the on the turps yeah. is a bit dodgy. That's not going to help any. I, j- let me translate that for all of you. <laughs> he said he's been drinking all day and uh, using power tools is dangerous. No, I think, you, I think uh, he got up work early just to use some power tools. Instead, he got <laughs> he got hung up in us. No, Grot's one of these guys who's rearranged his work schedule around the Brewing Network. He no longer goes to work on Mondays because nice. that's what time it. What time is it there right now? It is one twenty-seven p.m. Okay, Jesus. So, yeah, the only way he can listen live is if he takes Mondays off of work. Uh, Olin, I'm uh, gotta do something on Monday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you don't remember, I did the same well, thing. Lucky, yeah. l- lucky Chris, because he's already there. Look, um, the thing is too is that um, I mean, it gives me an excuse to start drinking beer at ten a.m. on a Monday morning when I should be at work. Glad yeah, to help. I, I never thought I needed well. an excuse. It's but. drinking time somewhere else. Yeah. Glad to help. I, I got an email from somebody not too long ago that was he just he was actually being very nice and sincere. I haven't gotten back to him yet because I've been thinking about it the, this whole time. He asked he was basically asking how I felt about enabling people to drink in large quantities every Sunday and whether or not I thought that was acceptable. And I don't have a good answer for my, that. My wife would like to know how you <laughs> feel about them. You know what? Or Monday. Uh, yeah. Doc's wife would like to know how you feel about them. Because you're the reason they hit their wives. Doc you also feel about uh, changed his schedule. He doesn't do any dental work on Mondays nope. because of this show. Well, God, who would go to him on Monday? I mean, yeah. They don't know. They don't know. Discounted. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you should call it Discount Mondays. Mondays are happy. Up. Yeah. He rinks a beer. Yeah. Like, it might shaking. hurt a little more, but it is cheaper. Yeah, you need 12 of those. <laughs> All right, Grod. Thanks, my brother. All right. Look, I love you guys, and uh, JP, you suck. <laughs> up your bum, Grog. Love you, too. <laughs> we all love you now. Uh, very good. Okay, uh, let's draw. Um, maybe you need your computer in front. Did you bring no, I got computer? it right here. I got the... You're ready to yeah. find out who the name is? 
What do they get? Well, because we got a couple prizes. If we happen to draw a Californian, uh, we're going to give away gift certificate to Pete's Brass Rail in, uh, is it Danville? Is that the right city? Okay. I always confuse Danville with all those other rich cities. We should get Amy on the mic. Everywhere but Concord, Pacheco, and Martinez. Do you want to, Amy doesn't want to talk about it. It is, uh, Amy, give her. You know what? Amy is a, is a, uh, Amy is, uh, Pete's Brass Rail is a <laughs> great beer bar down in Danville. Amy is a great beer bar. And, uh, that's Amy. where Chris Graham met her. He was one of the local lushes sitting at the bar, uh, sampling every bit of beer. She looks cute. Can I get my uh, drinks for free? How many beers you guys got on tap down at that place? You got a lot. Um, we always have 20 beers on tap. 20. That's great. And, and never Bud, Miller, Coors. No, all craft beers, yeah. right? And always changing. Well, Amy wanted the session band to play on the patio. At, oh, is that right? Brass Rail. Oh, you're asking for punishment. Well, she only there. wanted short pants and cowboy hats. She just wanted human. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Oh. It's a cool place. I actually just, I hadn't been there in a long time. We just went uh, about two weeks ago, and I was reminded of what a good place it is. So good food, great beer, a lot of selection. So if we happen to draw, if one of our runners-up is from California, we're going to give gift certificates to Pete's Brass Rail. Uh, I think the other thing we're going to give away is uh, some yeast. We're going to give away some White Labs yeast. The Whites don't know that, but uh, they won't care. That's you know fine. They can handle They're, it. They can do it anyway. Yeah. Fact. They're going to give away a trip around the world. All <laughs> yeah, next year's. Uh, They're going to travel with Chris. Okay. I mean, that was pretty much a trip around the world. Uh, why don't we draw our first runner-up? Uh, let's have Olin do our, it. I mean, our first loser. Our first loser, yeah. That's like Doc likes to say. He's a glass half-empty kind of guy. He's a loser who wins something. He's just a little guy. and uh, My glass is full of stout. It's all black. Are we ready? All right, we're ready. Who is our first runner-up? Justin, and our first runner-up is David Luntz. David Luntz. All right, you want to look up that name, find it? We'll f- yeah, give me the, the thing because it has a customer Luntz. Okay. Meanwhile, you have a thing. All right, David Luntz is either going to get uh, tickets uh, or, or gift certificates, rather, to Pete's Brass Rail or a couple vials of yeast, courtesy of uh, White Labs Yeast Company. <laughs> this is great. That's Luntz, right? Luntz? Uh, Dave, if you're listening, you can't call in right now because uh, someone's on the phone. But Okay. Uh, so well, while JP looks that up, and we'll find out what he got he, right here. Uh, is he a right Californian? Here. Yeah, where's Crestline? That sounds like Southern California. So, what's the zip code? It is. It's SoCal. It's SoCal. All right, let's give him some yeast. All right. All right, so uh, what's the name again? Dave Luntz? Chris is going to keep track Luntz. of all this. Rhymes yeah. with. How about someone write this down? All right, so JP is going to write down Dave Luntz for us since producer Shat's Luntz. not in town to no. do his his work. The and Shat, uh, Dave, if you're listening, go ahead and send me an email, justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. We're going to send you a couple vials of yeast. I got his phone Can number. I have a pen that them. doesn't write in orange? No. What do you know? It, for all you know, it could be blue. All our pens are colored here. Thank you. Yeah, pretty much. What color what is you that? A, what are you, a xenophobe? All right, let me go to the phones here. We got uh, Zymer just on the line. Zyme, what's happening? Hey, Justin. I just wanted to say I wasn't able to send you my congratulations on your 100th uh, episode here, and I really wish I could have. I got rejected because they said my attachment was too big. Ah. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what a lot of girls say. That's a good, good problem to have. <laughs> that's why he wears that utility kilt. <laughs> exactly. But I just wanted to tell you, Justin, that the measure of love isn't how much you love, but how much you are loved, and you are loved. Hey, thanks, brother. I really wow. appreciate that, man. That's very nice. Hold hands. That's very nice of you to say. I will hold your hand next time I see you. Okay, just don't forget the keg lube. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zyme. I really appreciate that, man. You betcha. I'll talk to you guys later. Cheers. What's that keg lube if stuff? You <laughs> keg lube. Me up. Can we get the keg lube at beer, beer, more beer? <laughs> 
You get, is that where you get your keg lube? We're going to give that Often away where I get my keg lube, <laughs> beer, beer, and more beers. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. This is the worst commercial we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Cans. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and draw our draw. second loser. All right. Which loser draws the second loser? A second uh, loser. P or Doc? P-P. Let's let Doc draw. Yeah. yeah. Let's get Doc in Let's on get this. Schumann to draw one, too. Oh, look, there's so many names in here. Look, it's like confetti. Can I just throw it in the air? <laughs> Please do. This uh, should have gone in, into like uh, I agree. Those No, fortune cookies. They're about the same size. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Like 8,000 fortune cookies. David Luntz. How is that? <laughs> yeah. <a>, uh, <laughs> Number 207693. 693. 207693? That is... 207693. Hey, hey, yeah. Uh, right. Art Jason Petros. Oh, good second. old Art Ford. I love this guy. Hopefully he's listening. He's you in Maryland. Him? Oh, yeah, he's in Maryland. He owns a cigar shop. Really? Super nice guy. He always calls us yeah. while he's conducting business. And he's the typical New Yorker, even though he's from Virginia now. But uh-huh. he heckles his customers who come in. Love it. Yeah, while we're on the phone talking about the <laughs> system. You can hear him heckling? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. from Maryland. <laughs> he's great. Hey, Jekoff, well, that's not a very good cigar. Hey, Art, uh, why don't you give me some of them uh, punches and uh, maybe some of those uh, Fonseca 550s, huh? All right, so Art wins uh, some more yeast, right? Art more yeast. The Let's second. Let's some, give him some yeast. More yeast. White Labs. Great, I had to buy yeast to get yeast. Awesome. <laughs> give you some yeast. Okay, so those are our two losers. Losers. Are we ready for this? Thank dun, God. Dun, 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 dun. Whoa, almost deep throated my mic. Wow. <laughs> oh, uh, are we going to. Uh, we're only doing two, so this is the guy. Do we have to have Olin? Wait, wait, who wins? Olin has to find the name. I have the name. What's, what's the question, Chris Graham? That, that the we, lifetime, uh, the, or the or lifetime one year? Is, sorry, one year. Yeah. One year. So yeah, lifetime. the lifetime. <laughs> see, you see, see how, how this works. See how he gets us into trouble, Olin. Right there. Every time Chris Graham Two comes beers. in here, I give away everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, before you know it, you're not here's even an owner wife. anymore. <laughs> Mixing thirty uh, percent of the company. <laughs> yeah. And here's my wife. <laughs> I love it. I invite Chris Graham on as much as I can when we're doing contests because he always ups the ante. <laughs> And now for 10,000 trips. <laughs> so here's the deal. Um, the only way that you're going to win, and we've said this all along, that you're going to win also not only the trip to the GABF, but also a year's supply of White Labs yeast for all the brewing that you do. Supply! Is if your name is the one drawn and you're listening live. So you're going to have to call in. If we've drawn your name of somebody who's not listening live, sorry, buddy. All you get is that fantastic trip to the GABF. You don't get a year's supply of yeast. So, uh, Chris Graham, is that the name in your hand? This the is the winner, right? Give that to I, Olin. I wanted Olin to dig it out of the bra. We're going to have to... Uh, <laughs> That's a different show. To actually, actually, teeth. That was and I'll give that away on the next show. Okay. <laughs> it's a good thing we practiced for that. Hang on. I'm trying to find a proper drum roll. Uh-oh. Drunk, drunk of the week. <laughs> JP, please help us out. I suppose I should have found this earlier. I? Oh, that's a swallowing sound. Oh, <laughs> sorry. These are terrible drum rolls, aren't they? Let me see. Well, gotta it kind of fits in with the show. Gotta be one good one here. Put in drum freaking roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, one of these is gonna work. Oh, that, that was, was weak. <laughs> wow. that hell? Um, okay, I wouldn't want to win after that. I'd give up. Just put in a Gata Vita. It was a very limp. Uh, yeah. yeah, that sucks, dude. Gata Vita. Let's see. Any of these? Oh, uh, here's here's one. This one's going to work. I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah. 
We're going to have to have Schumann mouth one for us. <laughs> Whoa. He's smiling. That was yeah. a good one. <laughs> it's like a call to arms. Yeah. <laughs> Schumann, get on the mic over here. Is he not in here? He's right yeah, there. Schumann, get over, over here and do a drum he's roll for us. It's going to be like drum line after he's, a bit on yeah. TBS. He's, he's over there chatting. I think he's going to be on Dateline to catch a predator next right. week. <laughs> take, take, a, take a deep breath. You're going to have to hold this one out. Uh, our winner of our 2007 GABF giveaway, courtesy of Beer, Beer, and More Beer, White Labs, East Company, the Great American Beer Festival, and the Brewing Network, all expense paid trip. If you happen to be listening, also a year supply of White Labs, Yeast Schumann drum roll, please. Oh. <laughs> That's disgusting. Is Michael Berkeley? Michael Berkeley. Right. There you go. Right. You're getting airfare and hotel and tickets to every session. Michael Berkeley, Indio, if you're listening, eight 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 four zero one beer. Call us up time if you're zone. listening live, and you will also win a year supply of White Labs East. That's Michael Berkeley. Wow, a lot of names in there too. That you, your chances were slim of winning. We're still practicing our drum rolls over here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, maybe let me try this one. Yeah, great, now you got one. Yeah, now you got a great one. <laughs> Just found the one. That, that was really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's clip art. How fun! <laughs> All right, Michael Berkeley, you're the winner, and you're going to the GABF. Uh, we'll contact you since maybe you're not listening live. Uh, too bad because you uh, missed out call on in, uh, you missed out on a year supply of White Labs yeast. Nobody's going to get that, unfortunately. But that's the nature of live radio. You got to tune in to yep. uh, to win the good stuff, man. That was a uh, wow. That was good. That was a, oh. it's over. You know, I can't I, believe it. I'm beclumped. <laughs> just just play your hundredth uh, anniversary show thing. Can I just play that for the rest of the show now? <laughs> All right, congratulations, Michael Berkeley. Uh, where's he from? Did you say JP? Indio, California. Really? Yeah. There's no phone number in your form, or else so uh, we cow. call him. I'm pretty sure they don't have phones in Indio. Oh. Yeah. They have a lot of cattle. Oh. Yes, they do. Indio is the home of Kauschwitz, if you didn't know. Kauschwitz. Kauschwitz. <laughs> it's yeah, that big uh, cow. Uh, is that Auschwitz killing cows? <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. That's oh, exactly man. what it is. It's Auschwitz for cows. That's terrible. Yeah, I uh, met this. Indian fellow, uh, and in India they they worship cows. Um, not like Indio. So, so he's not a big in, fan India of India and India. Well, in Indio they don't worship them; they they kill them for. Well, they worship them for their money. So this guy's parents came out to visit from India, and he was driving them from Northern California to Southern California, and they're passing through Indio, Ooh. and they're and you can start to smell it, and you look off to your your left there, and you see. Oh no! Thousands of cows. Right. So you got to stop and like. Well, do some. they go. Uh, oh wow! This is fantastic. So they have a cow sanctuary oh. here too. <laughs> yes, and they he, do. Yeah, he didn't have the heart to tell them that every single one of those cows was going to be slaughtered. Yeah, we call it Harris Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that Michael Berkeley on the phone? No, but uh, it's it's almost just as good. It's a representative. You should pick up the phone. Okay. Uh, oh, great. It's your like, mother. No. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Who are we talking to? Hey, what's happening? This is Shat. Oh, oh, producer. Shat oh, the producer. Man, I've been getting happening? people beer. Come on. 
I hope you're not trying to call this collect because you know <laughs> you're no longer employed here. Yeah, yeah, we fired you at the beginning of the show. I don't know if you were listening. Oh man, I wasn't listening. Yeah, well, he sounds real distraught. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's tough shit for me. <laughs> you mean I don't have to this work for great. free anymore? Do I, get, do I get to live there now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, some listener wrote in and and he gave us a list of five suggestions to improve the show. And four of them were to fire you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a jackass. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, I'll tell you what, my narcolepsy kicked in once uh, JP's game started. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Someone writing, so, Chad is a writer. Zinger. Unbelievable. Yeah. You fell right to sleep, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> he, he thought about that for two weeks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Well, you missed the big giveaway. Oh, I heard, man. Yeah. I was listening. Okay. It was great. That's good. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed <laughs> yeah. to have... Uh, Just like Chad normally does. He listens, but he didn't do shit. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. You've been... Hey, I knew a guy once who fell asleep. He was awesome. Chat's been producing just as well from Connecticut as he does when he's in the studio. Hey, I'll tell you what. I've hey, that Patriots suck there, Chad. What have you been drinking? Tell us some the, good breweries. Uh, the Cambridge House. Yeah. Ramby. They won a uh, silver medal last year for their alt beer. Okay. At the GABF. Nice. Uh, their IPA. Um, it's excellent. Did you yeah. have any of those? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did it win oh, any yeah. awards? <laughs> What's that? Nuts. Oh, and uh, <laughs> anything else besides Cambridge House? Not really. Just drinking the local beers. Uh, there's a company called Cottrell. Um, Cottrell. Other than that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, okay. You know what? Uh, Grod just just kind of picked this. I'm trying to figure out. There's some little background noise. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Shat's calling from McDole's pool house. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually on vacation in Clayton, yeah. ten miles away. It. He's on a headset giving McDole a back rub with some <laughs> yeast. I think I'm on a shitty phone. Is it coming across bad or what? No, it sounds fine. Yeah, He's just phone. being a douchebag. Yeah. I can barely hear you guys. So. Well, Chad actually booked tonight's guest, and yeah. he's got some other guests lined up for us. We're going to be talking to Magic Hat soon. Nice. Which is Absolutely. Big brewery. Yeah. And he, we were supposed to have them on this week, and Chad wouldn't book them because he wasn't going to be here. Oh, so, I gotta uh, be there, man. Oh, look at this. Thinking about himself Is already. He getting some samples <laughs> flowing in or? Selfish. Hey, it used to be one of my favorite beers, man. Yeah, you gotta to work be. on that. We need some samples. Yeah. So number either, eight. You gotta bring, bring it home, back, baby. Bring Absolutely. S- you gonna bring it home with you? Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna bring back some shipyards. Screw all that, those clothes okay. you have. Just good, put good. beer in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, leave your clothes there. Just for there. Doc. Oh, yeah. Hey, You know what? I did have some, uh, Amagang, though. Ah, good beer. Yeah. Very nice. So. Yeah. Has your uh, crazy bitch been texting you since you've been No crazy there? bitch. Nothing. Oh. oh, come on. She hasn't been texting you for like a whole continent away. I've been working on crazy bitches out here. Is oh, that? Oh, 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 hey. Look at chat. <laughs> I get some East Coast bitches. So did yeah, your... Ones that can't just show up. When you I'll saw, tell you what. Go ahead. I am not used to these mosquitoes, man. I, I don't oh, mess I these guys. They are the tearing me apart. Yeah, don't get West Nile, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Hey, that, did your mom ask you a lot of about area. the crazy bitch when you got there? Did your mom go, hey, I heard about, I heard that story? We had that talk. <laughs> did you? Uh, I would have been there for what that did, talk. What did she say? Uh, I'll be using protection. Ouch. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Leave that like, poor girl alone. Was that a bit or was that real? Hey, hey, is your mom awake right now? She's not. Damn it. Is your dad awake is your, now? Is your Can dad you awake? Wake her up right now? I got a high five from my dad. Yeah. <laughs> is your dad awake? I'd love oh, to talk to him. Everyone's passed out. We played in the golf tournament Shit. today. 
uh, had a great time. Okay. Um, raised a lot of money. Uh, Good. It's been a memorial for my brother. Yeah. Oh, passed right away a few there. years ago. We raised over $7,000 for a scholarship fund. Yeah. Great. Had a great time. That's Thanks really awesome. Yeah. Chad, Chad, how long have you been away? Uh, since Wednesday. Oh, because Schumann's been sleeping in your room the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> hey, any action? Uh, you know what? He'll, he'll clean up the mess. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Shet, what yeah. the crazy bitch thought he was you? What's the what's the scholarship fund that you guys created for your in, in your brother's name? It's the uh, Ryan Moser Memorial uh, Scholarship Fund. Okay, and uh, basically it's going to be given out to a uh, high school student. Fitch High School is the high school I went to. Okay, and Groton, Connecticut. Um, then yeah, it was just a great event. I mean, we had 156 people there today. That's awesome. Awesome. First year so, you done it, right? First year we did it. Okay. Oh, that's a good turnout, man. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're all beat. I'm barely alive here. I'm I'm ready to crash. So. Yeah, it sounds like it. All right, man. Well, listen, I wish I could have been there, and I think it's awesome. I'm glad you guys had a good turnout. I think that's hey, great really cool. show, man. You know, right. we'll, we'll try to have your bed laundered before you get back. Yeah. Please, please. <laughs> a little Febreze, maybe. Get something. The, get the crusties off of it. <laughs> and F the Patriots there. Hey, buddy. Oh, they kicked your ace, buddy. Yeah. Oh. I knew a guy who Blue kicked your ace once. Buddy. Oh, man, we were keeping tabs on that game all day. You yeah. all day long. I knew a guy who lived through a day once. <laughs> hey, so when you told when your mom asked you if the whole crazy bitch thing was a bit, did you tell her, yeah, it was all a lie? Absolutely not. I told her it was the real deal. You did? Because oh, you know wow. what? Cause God, what happens in California? Yeah, she's asleep right now. He's like, yeah, I told her the real deal. <laughs> yeah. I'm a real man over here, eh? <laughs> She Actually, she was real cool about it. She didn't really give a shit. Yeah, My good. son is a man. She's, you know what? Oh, he's a man now. She's he's got in California. She's got an appointment for you at Planned Parenthood tomorrow. <laughs> I, I rub this ointment on it. I kind of imagine, like after she, the after Chad spills the whole story, she's kind of sitting there. Well, son, I hope after you broke her apart, you put it back together. <laughs> Actually, she goes, uh, well, here's Plan B. Forget about the condoms. Just start handing out Plan B. Oh. You know what that is? What's Plan B? Oh, yeah. The day after pill. The morning after. Oh, <laughs> God damn. You know what? That's, okay. that's, that's the orange juice roofie. <laughs> What? (laughs) Doc gave away all secrets in that line. He's like, I just feed him and they don't even know. Can I make you breakfast? (laughs) Doc is such an asshole. Jesus Christ. These eggs are kind of chalky. Fresh squeezed. All right. Thanks, Shat. I'm glad you guys had a good turnout, my brother. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you in a couple days. All right. Later. Later. He had a he, he found a writer out. He was funny. He was funny. <laughs> I'm glad he said that. I didn't know if yeah. I was allowed to say that, but yeah, that's why he's gone. He's doing yeah. that whole memorial tournament for his brother, and I thought that was real cool. And his family was real excited about it to be doing that, and excited to have him home. That's you should awesome. you should see his parents. Uh, they've come out here a couple times to visit him since he moved here, and they are always so friggin' happy to see that kid. They're, oh yeah, they're good people. And they're so happy to see him. They put up with us. They put up exactly <laughs> like they hang out with us. They're yeah, actually yeah. really cool. So I'm this glad that they. Likes. <laughs> yeah, they He's do in get California worried. now. I guess his mom said to him. His mom caught wind that I was going to Burning Man. Oh and, boy! And she's like, "Hey, why do you hang out with these boys?" No, she was actually really nice about it. She goes, "Listen, I'm kind of worried about Justin. I know he not only does he drink a lot, but now he's going to Burning Man. Is he going to be okay?" She was thought I was going to die, Doc. <laughs> I, I make sure you wouldn't. <laughs> Much. JP let me know there was a death pool going on for me. 
uh-huh. about like which day of of B Man I die. You're not the guy who lit the guy on fire the first. Oh no, no, no. You, he, you and your little happy face. Yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't I thought me. that was you. <laughs> he wasn't even the guy laying in the dust mm-hmm. that people like just stepped over. No, but you know what? When I so we left and we we left for 24 hours. We went to your wedding. Oh, wedding really? was I was, was yeah you didn't know I know uh, it was beautiful wedding it was great to be there and and good to see everybody we had a great time and then we went to the casinos afterward and uh, I love casinos I, it's like one of my favorite pastimes I was, no wonder why this place ain't making money <laughs> yeah exactly I was bored out of my mind in the casinos because compared to Burning Man I was like this is uh, there's no yeah. stimuli here I couldn't get back to the desert fast enough every time I saw a pile of dust I laid down on the ground I rolled in it uh, I couldn't get out of there fast enough man this is the parking lot Justin <laughs> I know I feel at home here <laughs> did you see the car that Doc rented to get us there no oh my the god the neon green Hemi Charger the Charger he get, well we're, you know uh, Chris is kind of freaking out I don't know if you knew this. I only called you, what, 30 times? He's called like three times. I'm going 125 to see you. Yeah. I'm like, hurry up. (laughs) Well, we were late. We got, we flew out late. We got to the airport late. And that's finally when Chris Graham got a hold of us. We we get to the the rental car place. And the, this girl said, oh, we, we got this mid-sized car for you. Blah, blah, blah. The doc goes, I need, I'm late and I need the fastest car you've got. <laughs> so she offers an Impala. And Doc's like, I don't think you heard me right. I need the fastest car that you have. I'm really late. I, I know you have a charger. <laughs> I need one. So we end up with a neon green Hemi <laughs> charger. It's the most ridiculous vehicle I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. I got a picture of it here. <laughs> nice. We're going to post pictures. We took nice. a couple. Yeah. And the the radio is locked on 80s hair metal. <laughs> of course. It's a friggin' neon green <laughs> Hemi charger. We we had to stop and go into a, to like a Long's Drugs, and we got to hurry because Metallica is going to be out in a second. <laughs> yeah, we had heard just before I got out of the car. Coming up soon, Metallica. Yeah, like, go. I'm like Doc, we got to get in and out because we got to be here for Inter Sandman. We, we made it right back into the car just in mm-hmm. time. This thing's Sandman hit- came. It was so friggin' hideous. So and Doc's like, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm sliding around the corners. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we leave your wedding. I stayed sober because people were feeding Doc drinks the whole wedding. So I figured I'll drive I'll drive out of the wedding. We were doing break stands and donuts in the <laughs> golf club parking lot of your uh, wedding nice. reception. I wonder why we got dinged <laughs> in that we, closet. We, we come in sideways into the parking lot of our our, uh, our hotel. Our hotel. And he was upset because I didn't scream. All I I just giggled. Yeah. <laughs> there was a car coming the other direction. I've got the car sideways around the corner. Doc's giggling like a little girl. <laughs> and just going, I didn't know you had it in you. I thought you were a big pussy. I didn't know you could do it. I was, I was high-fiving him. Oh, well, we, he got to the room. We were all like pit crew like go 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 <laughs> yeah that, so that's that, that was the real story so we're running late uh chris graham has to postpone the limo that's supposed to pick these guys we, up because doc's we a part of the slid wedding party. in sideways to the valet yeah <laughs> they didn't like that very much they did, I, don't know they did. I jump out and the guy looks like he can help me and, and he looks at me i just i Walk look at right uh, and it, I, just, <laughs> I just i just pointed him to justin i ran upstairs so Doc has 20 minutes to go from filthy Burning Man-esque to tuxedo ready to be in portraits. No, he's got about 12 seconds. <laughs> it takes 20 minutes. But he did it pretty well, oh, didn't yeah. he? Oh, yeah. No, it did great. Like, got up to the room. Chris Graham finally then settles down a little bit because he can see too. Doc in person. 
He had had a beer in him at that point. Uh, I, I washed off the dust on me. They, they threw a tux on me. Once again, Doc walks out naked. I'm like, dude, yeah. put clothes on. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't throw it on fast enough. <laughs> now, all this is in Olin's room where he's staying there. And Doc and I, I'm telling you, we are filthy. We had been through a dust storm the day before. We've not showered. Olin, how bad was the ring of dirt around your bathtub when you saw that the next day? It was a quarter inch. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Actually, our, our friends Jake and Kelly, that was their room. That oh, we no. In, and, uh... The next day, or actually about two days later, like, who is this underwear for? It's like a little <laughs> tiny skinny guy. <laughs> it was like Euro underwear. It's not like boxers like all of us wear. It's right. Little, like, Doc Euro It underwear. was Doc's Euro underwear. <laughs> Sorry, it, man. Yeah, like, yeah. it's dusty as all shit. <laughs> Justin, yeah. if you remember, I have a picture of this. I'd be happy to post it on the forum. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> That's when I yelled, Doc, put some underwear on. Let's go. <laughs> Were you going commando in the tuxedo? No, no, no. I, I had no, no, no. We're just trying to get him out of the shower. No, I, I left everything just hazmat. Just went. Yeah, I see. Hazmat. <laughs> let the hazmat team come in and deal with it. Yeah. Oh, uh, what fun! Well, but we all made it on time. Everything was on time, right? Oh, everything worked out perfect. Well, I, I remember. I remember walking in, and Amy goes, "Oh, Doc, you look so amazing." Goes, you didn't see me twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's not our fault that you guys do things backwards and take your pictures before the wedding. That's what we do. How can you see, like, aren't you worried about bad luck and stuff? You saw the bride. No, not at You guys, not at you're all. not superstitious? No. You either, Amy? Did, no. Did they live the, together, dude. Wait, wait, did you see the church we got married in? <laughs> or that too. Did you see God, like, thundering down over me? Was the, uh, the guy who did the ceremony hired gun or friend of yours? Great friend. He is a friend of yours. Yeah. yeah okay. You mean shaky? <laughs> I mean, oh, shit. Well, shaking them oil. Well, because uh, here's what I thought. He's a great guy, but he was nervous well, as all hell. But that's what, knowing that he's a friend of yours, actually, that makes it that he was awesome. Because it goes two ways. If he wasn't a friend of yours, he sucked. I was real embarrassed for yeah. you guys. But I'm serious. And I sat there thinking, if he's a friend of theirs, this is actually really sweet. Because he, you could tell he, it was very important to him to say the right things, and he had really prepared a lot of things to say. And but I couldn't, I didn't know, and I was really, I was like, I really hope he's a friend of theirs, because then it's really sweet. Well, I thought it was the greatest thing. I mean, everyone saw Amy come through. Amy had like these tears just like lurking back here, and I I had to fight him back a little bit. I bet. And I'm watching her dad fight him back. I'm watching people in the audience fight him back, and I'm fine at this point. And this guy's shaking. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And Amy. She grabs his arm, like, calm down. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. This guy's really out of it. <laughs> yeah. The bride has to hold him up. Yeah. <laughs> Amy was funny. Like in America's You're a fun- comedian. Oh, yeah. Her little jigs. And- yeah, she's, like, not only doing a little jig up there, but entertaining the audience at the same time she's saying her vows. Yeah. She's throwing out one-liners. The whole I look like a schmuck. I'm like... I do. You're up you're up stage big time. Hi, Chris Graham. Yeah. My name is Chris Graham. Well, it was a it was an awesome ceremony. Glad to be there and uh glad we got Doc there at least uh, sort of on time. I will tell you it was uh ten minutes and fifty four seconds. What? The ceremony. The whole ceremony? That was you know what? I gotta thank no you for shit. that one. Yeah. yeah. How great is that? That's pretty good. Yeah. Do you? Yes. <laughs> do you? Sure. Ditto. Make out. No, we just said ditto. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I was hoping for a big makeup there was, session. There was no the squirrels there. Any, or anything. No, nothing. <laughs> uh, JP, when you were standing, you kind of stood up there for a long time. We weren't sure if Amy was going to show. JP and I, <laughs> it was right on Lake Tahoe, so the background is the lake. It's beautiful. We thought for sure we're going to see Amy riding Water by in a jet ski. ski. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm out of here. here. Just, just haul veil right yeah. <laughs> to run and flip you off and just keep going. <laughs> so party barge oh, somewhere. It's ideal wedding. Yeah. <laughs> That's my girl. Yeah. Bye, Dad. <laughs> uh, it was good fun, and uh, yeah, it was a good experience. At least experience. nobody drank at that experience, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a very sobering experience. Yeah, Doc, could, he's uh, every time I see Doc, he's got a bigger smile on his face. I don't know what it is. People just keep wanting me to drink with them. <laughs> I just got another shot. It was horrible. It was That's what you get when you I hang out. The, I saw him at the end of the night, and I thought, God, Doc looks kind of sober. And I just realized Doc had finally imploded. Yeah. <laughs> was just standing there like, uh. <laughs> that bar had its own gravitational pull. Yes, it did. Yeah, you walk by, you go, oh, hey, beer. So there was another broad at your wedding that was hitting on me. Which one? And, sorry sorry and, about that. But then... And then, but then she's like, like in the middle of hitting on me, she starts talking about her husband. She's all cold. Oh, oh her. Yeah. Hey, stop talking to Amy at my wedding. <laughs> oh, right. It was Amy. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was before the ceremony. She was hitting me. And then afterwards, it was like, oh, my husband this and my husband that. <laughs> I don't understand. She's wearing a big white dress. Yeah. Wait, I just w- wasted 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. She was a weird broad. Nice. I, uh, so good up just wrote that. me who it was. Oh, you know who like, it was? Yeah. <laughs> Why, did you talk yeah. to her afterwards? Oh, you know. she said that? Does she are have you, a big old set you, on her? Or oh, you yeah. just know how she is? You know how she is. Does she have a big old set? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she had a big brand. Oh, yeah. Husband, number, from, two, uh, husband number two. The Bay yeah. Area? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know who she is. She's a good-looking lady. Oh, she's great. And, but then she starts, and then she's introducing me yeah. to her husband. A second ago, she was talking to me about, uh, you don't even want to uh, know Oh, wait, what. wait, wait. This is someone else. Her uh, husband wasn't there. Oh, uh, uh, no, different lady. Different. I, have, I have Polaroids. Oh, even better. Yeah, you, that's right. We did have a Polaroid of her. Yeah. You had you a lot of good lo- You got some good-looking friends, Amy. No, it just ended up in my pocket all of a sudden. I don't know. <laughs> she put it in there. Yeah. I think we got Oz on the line. No. Ozzy, what's no, happening? No, it's not Oz. It's not Oz? No, not on the telephone. Oh. On Skype. Uh, Ozzy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Only just I've got JP right in my ear, but I can hear you okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, JP's kind of loud. He's he always that good. Way. What's happening, brother? Oh, not too much. I just got uh, just got a bit of time away from work, so I thought I'd say hello. Hey, are you on the wagon or what? Yeah, oh, kind of. I've, I've, I've had <laughs> sneaky. I've, I've had Ten beers sneaky a day, mate. That's it. Like for a while, you were totally dry, but you're starting to drink again, right? That's right. Yeah, I had about um, oh, I don't know, five months completely dry for five months. I had one, two, three beers about two, three weeks ago. Yeah, and I was smashed. I was a mess. Really? Oh, you're a cheap five. date. This now. is great. I'm oh, Oz is a cheap date. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, I've got to sort of limit to limit it to about that now. So, so you don't die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. We don't want you to die. Nah, dying's not enough. It would be bad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, a whole memorial show for so you and stuff. Oz is the one who spilt the beans about the one hundredth episode. He sent me a little note. Nice job, Oz. But he's not. You're a liar. <laughs> he did. He did. You're gonna get me hung. <laughs> hey, aren't you supposed to be coming to the state soon or something? I'm trying to get. I was going to try and be there this month, um, but I bought a house instead. Stupid so, idea. Same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. What a dummy. 
By the way, I bought a house. <laughs> maybe. We're, we're still aiming maybe towards Christmas time. I've just got to work out what's going on with work and commitments there. Oh, good. Yeah, JP and I hardly celebrate Christmas, so it'll be perfect time to come out and hang out with us. We're, we're like no Jews. family, no friends. Yeah. I thought it was because you're Jewish or something. <laughs> Actually, I have to go to my, my, my brother's house for Christmas. Do you? JP went to his niece's 18th birthday party today. Yeah, yeah. notice 18th. It was a pool party. You know what? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Pervert. Uncle Pervert, JP. JP, how are the friends? <laughs> I had to, I, I seriously, I thought about bringing my camera, and I'm like, oh, I can't. God. No, just to, like, take pictures of, like, my, my nephews and stuff, because I haven't seen. And I thought, like, I don't want to do, I, I, I don't, oh, God. Yeah, you're the freaky uncle. Yeah. Why is, why is Uncle JP taking pictures of all my friends? Yeah. <laughs> so so you'll remember them next why year when they're not your friends. Why is he asking to go to the pool house? Your shoe's untied. No, oh, are, no, they're flip-flop click. Oh, no. I, <laughs> no, are you 18 too? No? All right, beat it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then leave. Oh, wait, Chris. Oh, I get it. All right, we lost uh, Ozzy. Let's go to the phones yep. here. Uh, it looks like we've got one of our militia members from Texas. What's happening, brother? Who are we talking to? This is uh, Rob D on the forum, man. My name is Edgar. I'm from uh, an undisclosed location. Me and Dick Chase hanging out in the uh, <laughs> Militia Beer Brewery. Beautiful. Hey, I just want to start out by saying I love you, JP, man. Very nice yeah. of you. No, already we know he's a quack. Right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I just want to say how ironic it is that uh, on your 100th show, this is the first time that I've, uh, my computer crashed, so I got a new one. <laughs> and I'm able to listen live and chat. Uh, Actually, be part of the program, and I love what you guys do, and I appreciate it. Hey, cool, brother! I'm glad you got to tune in live. It's a whole new experience, huh? It is, and it's uh, it's even because I've been uh, pounding so many pints while my wife uh, is watching some sort of shitty television show. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, it's like I'm hanging out. This is what I'm talking about. Hey, that's great! Yeah, forget that shitty television, except for that new show that's coming out. It comes out on your birthday. Oh, God. Wednesday, you know, the 19th. where they're putting all yeah, those lost. kids on an island or something in oh, a in a this? in a ghost town in New Mexico. It's all kids. How old? Like what is it? Thir- I thought that was JP's like eighteen, <laughs> like twelve to eighteen. It's like twelve to eighteen, and they like make their own land. Like there are no adults to tell them what to oh, do. Yeah, yeah. They make their own yeah, society. Kidding that. me? Kid Nation, it's called. How good a television is Wednesday that Wednesday the nineteenth, dude. dude is party. Fox just searching for shows? Yes, now, or? it's on CBS. <laughs> yes. they all yeah, are. It's on CBS. Yeah. Justin, don't you work? For those I guys? do work for those oh, guys. Oh, you yeah. get an advanced copy. You didn't get like free tickets to watch uh, them kill each other. And- no. <laughs> I didn't, but I will tell you this: on the on the CBS station I work for, we're running promos for that show like twice an hour, every hour. They're really pushing it, but they're, gotta, they're gonna I, get some I listeners. Can't get cable out here because I'm so far out in the sticks. I can't even get it more than fifty six k. So it's gonna be like the show that I'm gonna watch. It's the only one that I care about this season. I want to see these kids just like yeah. go crazy. It's like, uh, Lord, what is it, Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Yeah. Lord of the Flies. It's Kid Nation. Yeah. yeah they should have at the end of the year, Kid Nation takes on the Raider Nation. <laughs> <laughs> who pre- who will win? Much, Justin, that's pretty much how I run my house. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only the strong survive. Only the, the strongest strong survive, you know win. Doc's walking around naked. Don't, don't, <laughs> look at me. Don't I have the, the rock on the, on the, on the toady boy. <laughs> He's no. going to come home and the goat's head, the goat head is going to be cut off. Oh, no. And like Bryce's. The Bryce's bed. That's host. the way it is every yeah. day, Don't man. Don't say names. Hey, Don't say names. Doc. Yeah. 
What type of goats do you have out there? Uh, pygmy Who goats. Who gives a shit? Oh, sure. <laughs> like, aren't goats goats? Painting goats? No, I, and you can email what? Doc at no, doc no. at thebrewingnetwork.com. Actually, I got offered a couple fainting goats, and my wife thought it would be a little too freaky. I would like that. Oh, that would be the perfect, like, drunk party. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scare my goats. Watch them faint. He's got to have yeah. some sheep called my date. <laughs> so, <laughs> Doc Doc just got a new goat, yeah. and he's like, you got to come over and see my goat, see my new goat. It's just the same as the other two stupid <laughs> goats. <laughs> they just run into you like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> But wait a minute, did the wife name it? Because as soon as the wife named you, it's like the unwritten rule. You can't eat well, it no, anymore? I, I actually thought about, uh, like, killing one of the goats today. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, she she uh, pulled off um, this whole box I had with all my Chimay glasses in it. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, Doc has <laughs> vengeance yeah. on animals. And that's why I want to kill it. <laughs> oh, you were going to shoot it, I, weren't oh, you? My wife says, something broke out there. <laughs> out and in I the field? Or? And, yeah. and three of the Chimay glasses were just... In shards. Uh, those no, are nice is eyes. that why you want to kill your your goat? Oh yeah, <laughs> it deserves it. What do you do when your kids do something? Bad? Even the caller says he deserves it. You know it. what? Count their fingers <laughs> <laughs> or their toes. No one knows. Notice how they, they never walk this. Those, huh? Golden throw it in there for like three days, cover it up with some dirt. <laughs> and enjoy it with uh, some new Chimonet glasses. Oh, yeah. oh, listen to Edgar. He's killed a goat or two in his day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you for the call, man. All right, man. You guys take care. I appreciate it. Cheers, brother. All right. Out there in the BN militia. If you're not part of the BN army, it's because you're so far out, you got to join the militia. And uh, that's one of our members there. <laughs> no, it's great as you guys were so on time when we got here like three hours ago. Now 9 o'clock. <laughs> I smell pizza, though. Let's get the hell out of here, oh. huh? I'm uh, trying to get a special caller for you. I think I got Oz on the line again. Oz, you back? Yeah, I'm back. You cut oh. me off. Oh, no. Yeah, I think you yeah it's all our fault, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all hard it, it, fought. It's I something agree. about Justin and Skype. I don't know if he knows how to use it yet. Yeah, I yeah. never get cut off anybody else. Only when I call in. It's, it's all about Justin. Skype doesn't like yeah. me. I'm telling you. No, no, it's not my no. friend. Justin anti-Skype him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything else to add, or are you just going to ramble on like a sober guy? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's yeah. It's, I, I don't think I've ever called up sober. This is the first. I didn't even understand what you said. Yeah. So, but yeah, this no, is that's worse third. than a drunk. Something guy. about sober. He had a koala, <laughs> and now it's thirsty. He didn't think he was going to get through, but he did. Hey, I was hanging yeah. out with a couple of Australians at Burning Man all week. Oh yeah, actually. What? And uh, Super J. It was those two gay guys from. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> they, it was uh, Super J and his new wife Mariella. They've invited me to go to Australia too, so I'm I'm thinking about it, man. Maybe uh, you've uh, got to you've got to come over. I'm thinking yeah. about January. You got to get a job yeah. with money first. I might. Uh, yeah, I don't have money now, so why? Why? You know, I'm I'm tired of this having to plan everything with money. So I figure, fuck it, I'm just gonna start planning things. I'm gonna go to Southwest. Yeah. I'm gonna tell them jokes until they let me on. Yeah. It works at Burning Man. Are we yeah, need a new plan? Going to Australia will be a fun one. Too. A fun to get <laughs> yeah. Justin over to Aussie Land. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. So I might be there in Jeff January. Free to sponsor you. <laughs> yeah, sponsor. Hey, give a couple more beers to Chris Graham. He'll buy me a flight. <laughs> Why not? When, yeah. I'll Doc send him to Austria before I you know send him to Australia. When's yeah. Doc gonna start? If Doc's buying going to Australia. Chris Graham is gonna match that. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Ozzy. Thanks, man. All right, mate. Happy 100th show. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Ozzy. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Later. Good to hear from Ozzy. You got a phone call <clears throat> from you know your new best friend? Uh, caller, you're on the air. Who am I talking to? No more yanking my wanking and taking me beer. What? <laughs> Who is this? Uh, Icky, man. Oh, it's Icky! <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. 
Icky's got his jerk off voice on. Uh, Icky sent me an email after the last show. He hadn't yeah. yet adopted his new name. He was still calling himself by his old name. Which was what? I don't even know what it was. What's your old name, Icky? Uh, Funky Bucket. A funky oh, bucket. Yeah, 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 he was real proud of Funky Bucket till I, I decided I, his name was Icky. I think Icky's better. I'm telling you, well, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm crawling right now. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of be like Colin Pliny or something like that. It's kind of what I figured because you know, I mean, naming me after a beer. But if you really want me to be Icky. Yeah, see, that's what he yeah, is. That's, that's what he is in the chat this, room right this now. This is why we call. It. Oh, he is good. Yeah. So he did sign it. The phone got a, that sounds he, like he's in a can. Yeah. yeah, he is in there as Icky. So you've got to embrace your names. If we you give get, you a name on here, take it and yeah. love it. Can we crawl up to the microphone so we can hear you? Yeah, I'm loving it. All right, Icky, you sound like shit. So I'm gonna have to drop you. All right, Pete. Later. Okay, are we ready to get out of here? Yeah, can we go, yep. please? Yeah, it's a long show. I wanted more Icky. <laughs> I always want more icky. Don't get actually. more icky. Just go home and tell your wife it's a hundredth show. Yeah, see how that goes for you. Ouch! Hey, did your wife send you out to Burning Man with a loaded gun or what? <laughs> I wanted more icky. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it? No. <laughs> did your wife receive you at home uh, and and keep you with a loaded gun or what? <laughs> yeah. I want more icky. <laughs> <laughs> Poor doc. I'm not locked in the closet. I will neither confirm nor, nor deny. deny. I see a strip club in our future. Yeah. <laughs> could okay. Be, could fine. be tonight. Yeah. I'm a little chafed, but I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Look, uh, I shaved before I got to the show. <laughs> It wasn't because of radio. <laughs> it was because of Schumann. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want to thank all of our sponsors uh, who have been supporting the show for 100 shows now. What an amazing thing, and I had no idea. I hooned it. Uh, you guys, you got to visit our sponsors because they're the people who uh, bring you this program um, uh, much more than we do. Because it's them, uh, not us. I would have starved a long time ago. So I want to thank every one of them. you got to go visit them. Beer, beer, and more beer. Northern Brewer. White Labs. Uh, who else have we got in here? Don't, don't Them other guys? It. The 21st Amendment at 563 2nd Street, just two blocks from uh, AT&T Park. Uh, we've got some new sponsors yep. coming up, too, that you're going to have to pay some attention to. But every time you guys hear these people on the air, uh, you know, go pay attention to them because they're the ones who are, are making this possible. And they're all good people. I'm not going to bring anybody on the show who's a douchebag. Oh, they don't pay us to like their beer. <laughs> they don't. We like it already. But yeah. gosh darn it, and, that 2-1-A uh, beer is good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but they're all Never good said- people. So you can be sure that uh, we're not giving you messages from people that you shouldn't be supporting. So uh, stick with us. And stick with our sponsors because they're the ones who make it happen Water for you. Wheat. I want to thank uh, Beer, Beer, and More Beer, White Labs, and blocks. the Great American Beer Festival for putting together this GABF giveaway that we just did. And specifically, I want to thank JP because he did uh, pretty much ninety-nine percent of the legwork to make this whole thing happen yeah. well, thank you very on much. Uh, every on every level, both uh, working with the GABF and working with More Beer and and doing the whole thing together. So I think on behalf of the listeners, Jip, you did an awesome job. Well, thank let's you. keep them going. He can fly out, meet this guy yep. fly with him there <laughs> he's got to do that he's a little bit afraid of flying so it's fun to fly with if him. if i come back with, no, with missing a skin will you guys help me out <laughs> yeah you know what yeah. they cover it what they see yeah not and, if i can uh, have a jacket <laughs> <laughs> and keep coming up with those uh great games yeah. that you, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know awesome give, give games man keeper. thank you no i, I appreciate it. at first i thought you guys were just messing with me but um no i, I think it oh came no you know that, yeah. that was an awesome thing four <laughs> you kept, you kept four. simple yeah no rules yeah just right to the point Appreciate Something everybody could relate to. Yeah, yeah. No, everybody I, can play. You don't have to be a smart guy to learn. How see, to play I thought I think you guys are mess, messing with me. No, right? no, 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 no. I know. I mean, oh, I. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. 
Right. I've never messed with you. Look, we have had yeah. a lot of games on this program. Yeah, that was definitely gay. one of them. You said gay. <laughs> game. <laughs> so, so gay. appreciate that. Well, thank you. Congratulations to uh, Michael Berkeley, who uh, yeah, who absolutely. gets to spend a week with JP at GABF. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Too bad you weren't listening live, brother. You could have got yeah. a year supply of yeast, man. Don't drop the soap. Yeah. <laughs> Not when you're hanging with JP. Um, you have a caller? Uh, no, I don't. It, oh. Whoever uh, it was isn't there it anymore. Was Parker. He call, call again. Oh. I mean, probably knows I'm trying to get off the air. Not like those other listeners who just keep calling. And calling. And calling. And calling. calling. Olin, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, Justin. Congratulations. Appreciate that. I think if I were to cut out Olin's entire contribution tonight, you guys would get a good 45 seconds of solid radio. <laughs> we try to keep it concise and to the point. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a story. I was born a poor black child. How come every time I go to more beer and I walk by your office and... You're just sitting there by yourself, and everyone else is talking. There's lots of stuff going on. You, sir, are focused constantly. That's because I have my computer at a 45-degree angle, and I'm watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's not actually work going on. <laughs> but, but, you know, it looks it's like it's trivial. all concentration. <laughs> you bet. Well, if Chris <laughs> Graham bet. is the drunk behind the operation, Olin is the brains. And uh, I'm sure you both appreciate that uh, analysis. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the BN. It's good with me. <laughs> Where's Biddy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both for all the support and for hanging out with us tonight and doing the giveaway. Um, yeah. On good. behalf of White Labs, thanks for everybody for uh, participating. They wanted to be here tonight. They just couldn't because they're probably jet-setting across the world. Exactly. Tonight, they, uh, they couldn't. They've got uh, better things to do. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Nice one, Doc. <laughs> exactly. They, better than my they couldn't. They, so, they couldn't. When I decided that Doc would be a permanent co-host, it was summaries like that. <laughs> that uh, got to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went, Doc, like, I need a wrap-up guy. And Doc is like, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. So, all right, they Doc, here we go. Here's and what we gotta go. Here's what I'm gonna say, and you can wrap it up. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah thanks for listening. So paraphrase this for me, Doc. Thank you, everybody, and good night. We'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody. Good Later. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. 100 shows under our belt, and we didn't even know it. We'll see you next week we, with. Uh, go ahead. We didn't even have a drunk of the week. No, we didn't. Uh, I think we're all the drunks of the week. Next week, Drew Beecham is going to join us on the show. It's going to be a good show. Uh, you can find Drew Beecham's writings in Beer Advocate and uh, all over the place. He's a great home brewer, and we're going to be talking about his champagne beer and a bunch of other things, too. He's a yeah, great Miller brewer. Miller so, We're going to work uh, a lot of yes, that one. His champagne of beers. <laughs> So he'll be hanging out. Uh, it might be a drunk show, Doc. So uh, You know what? It's going to be a drunk show. Yeah, prepare the wife for that. The 101. All right, everybody. Thank I'll, you I'll, very much. I'll drive much. the old car so I can leave it in this neighborhood all night. In Pacheco? Yeah. Doc's like 101 coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to show 101. We're hey, there, thanks babe. for the tribute, guys. That was very nice of you, and I'm going to listen nice. to it again and cry myself to sleep. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, We'll see you guys in about a, oh, seven days. Up yeah. later. Seven days. Get down, double and triple on my best friend. I think I'll have them all over again. But don't you give me that American truth. For the one real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really love that homebrew? Can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all of the time. Yeah, I think I'll have them. Well, I'll have them one right now.
of a day. A mark will do me when the skies are gray. I'll take a Belgian crew at a time, and the women say the lamb is fine. But don't you give me that American crude, boys, I want a real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really love a better homebrew? Can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. 